is a production of the Dallas Cowboys Media Group and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Let's go, baby! The Dallas Cowboys select! Welcome to DallasCowboys.com's live bumper-to-bumper coverage of the NFL Draft with David Hellman, Dane Brugler, Cowboys coaches, draft picks, and special guests. Now, your host, Brian Broaddus. Brian Broaddus. Well, good judgment comes from experience, and a lot of that comes from bad judgment. We welcome you to the 2019 NFL Draft. You're going to tell us who that was? Don't leave us hanging. Will Rogers said that. Oh wow! I figured I'd give you a little since we're in okay. since we're in Tennessee. I give you a little kind there of a little country. He put some thought into that. I did. Good for you. Once well again, done. once again, that good judgment comes from experience, and a lot of that comes from bad judgment. So let's hope uh, as we get started with this uh, 2019 NFL draft. Our coverage of the 2000 NFL draft is uh, brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite is the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys, so we appreciate them being along with us. Boys, the day's finally here. What, did you ever think we were going to get here? Yes. Hmm. Did you? We always do. We always do. We always, we always make here. that journey, and uh, we're excited to be with you guys tonight. And for really for the next three, uh, we always laugh about never leaving this room. And uh, I think the only way you'll know if we've left this room is changing clothes, you know, as we go through these next uh, three days of the NFL draft. Uh, as always, myself, Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Uh, as pa- always, uh, we're going to hook up with the guys uh, for 105.3, the fan, Jeff Cavanaugh, Kevin Turner. We're going to be with them on Friday and Saturday. So you got the, uh, you got the real draft show going on here tonight. Uh, Dallas Cowboys do not have a first-round pick, but there is plenty of intrigue. If you're a fan of another team, we welcome you. We appreciate you. Again, this is going to be. This is your night. This is your night. This is your. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have a Cowboys pick to talk about. We're not, but I'll tell you what, we are going to treat this like Dallas has every one of these picks because I'm excited uh, leading up to this draft. There's so much intrigue going on with the first uh, several picks Arizona, the Jets, Oakland. What's going to happen at the top of this board? You got teams from the middle of the board trying to get to that spot. You know, you've got the uh, the New York Giants. Well, they're at six. We'll see what happens with them. We're going to talking about the Washington Redskins at fifteen. Dane Burglar, plenty, plenty to talk about tonight. Yeah, there's no doubt, and it all starts at one in Arizona. And I think we expect Kyler Murray to be the pick. I think that's fair, right? Do we agree? I'm kind of having this debate in my head right now about Kyler Murray. And I'm having this debate because of Josh Rosen. But then again, why should I think anything different of the Arizona Cardinals who fired their coach after one year? Yeah. Should we should I should I believe that chaos is going to happen there? You know, should I should I believe that they're going to act like that, oh, we we've already got a quarterback, but well, hey, let's go ahead and take this let's take this guy one overall when they actually had a top 10 quarterback last year. But if you were with us this morning for our preview show, we kind of laid it out and, and Dane made a really good point that why, why, why else are you doing this? You know, like wh- why'd you bring Cliff Kingsbury here to not draft this guy? And, and not, you know, if, if, if Steve Kime and the, the off the personnel, the scouts there think that Nick Bosa is the better bet, that's fine. But you already messed up your last hire. Uh, you fired him after a year. You bring in, you know, this this spread offense wonder kind 
Like it. Why are you doing that if you're going to draft the pass rusher? Why? I don't get it. Yeah. That hire only makes sense if you can pair him with Kyler Murray, in my opinion. And trust me, selfishly, just for my own contrarian reasons, I want Kyler Murray to be a Raider. But I, I think at the end of the day, Murray's going to Arizona. Another reason why I think that, um, talking to some players, Arizona, this week at voluntary uh, camp, they Cl- Cliff Kingsbury was installing some zone read, some a lot of stuff that Kyler did at Oklahoma. Okay, a lot of stuff that Cliff did at Texas Tech. The type of offense that really fits a Kyler Murray in that skill set more so than a Josh Rosen. So, based off of just install uh, at voluntary minicamp. Sure seems like they want more of a mobile quarterback, motion offense, and that fits Kyler Murray perfectly. So I you know what? I, I, I applaud the Cardinals if they do draft Murray, even though they drafted Rosen last year, because they're not they're showing they're not afraid to move on from a mistake. Even though it's it's that strong calling Rosen a mistake. But it's no, really strong calling him a mistake, but I if, believe. If you see a chance to upgrade the most important position on your roster, done. You okay, do it. well, didn't the Rams upgrade their coaching staff and they got their Top their quarterback to play better, but I mean, isn't that that what? Isn't that why they got this guy there? They drafted him number one overall. Rosen was a fourth quarterback drafted. There's a there's a difference there. Plus, I think nobody knows Josh Rosen more than the Cardinals. They've had him in the building the last year. They have a good understanding of who Josh Rosen is, and if they feel like they're getting a better option with Kyler Murray, then I applaud them for it. Also, don't we know, again, like Cliff Kingsbury's infatuation with Kyler Murray has been well documented going back to when Texas A&M recruited him out of Dallas, Texas, right? Right. So if that's Allen, his, actually, yeah. If that's his guy, again, you made what everybody agreed was like a very unorthodox, very risky coaching hire. You're trying to find the next Sean McVay. That's awesome. Maybe you will. But why are you going to force him to work with the, like a lesser – and I, I'm not trying to, you know, trash Josh Rosen. I think he's a good player, but like, give him the guy that he wants, the best possible fit. You're setting everybody up for failure if you're trying to make him work with a guy that's not going to fit what he wants to do. Do you guys believe they have Rosen already traded, and we're just not hearing about it? It's possible. I mean, I'm sure there's feelers out there, but I don't think that they're. It's a done deal necessarily. And this, I don't think that's a. That doesn't have to be a precursor to make this pick. They can draft Kyler Murray and then worry about trading Josh Rosen. Because, again, this is not about making sure they get accurate value for Rosen. It's just about getting the better quarterback. And then they'll worry about Rosen later, whether he gets traded tonight, tomorrow, after the draft. We'll see. Let me ask you this. Would you feel the same way if Sam Darnold was at Arizona? Me personally, no, because I think Sam Darnold's a better player. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. And they they change coaches. Is it the fact that you don't like – Josh Rosen, why you're interested in making this trade or this this pick? I actually do like Josh Rosen. Right, I I I liked him more than a lot of people did. Sure, and I'm not the I'm not the quarterback whisperer, but yeah, I think he's, botch those guys all the time. I think he's a talented guy. Yeah, I don't. And and you know, Jared Goff was bad his first year with the Rams. Good point by you mentioning the yeah. coaching staff. Yeah, but again, it's not about how bad Rosen is. It's like why'd you bring this dude here? 
Why did you hire to try and, and do what the Rams did and fix that quarterback? I mean, that, that's that's. But you that, have the a Rams, chance. Did the Rams all of a sudden learn how to play? I mean, was it a talented roster that just was poorly coached? But you have a chance to draft a guy that's like tailor made for what your coach wants to do. What are we acting no. like though? That all Josh Rosen did was like drop back and throw the ball. He did, did he play in a pretty mm-hmm. wide open offense? He got beat up. He's not. He's not a big time athlete though. I mean, he's not. He's not Kyler Murray. No, he's a pocket passer. And that's fine. That's... Man, you guys are just... And it, it surprises me a little bit about you, Brugler. What? He's, I expect that from Hellman. What? No, no. I, not I, I you, do, I do expect a little bit more knee-jerk from you. Wow. I do. Okay. That's not, I'm not but, knee-jerk. I, I'm not saying this is what I would do. I'm saying I applaud the Cardinals for... How would you feel if you're a scout in Arizona right now, Dane? It doesn't matter. Okay. It does not matter. All right. It, it, again, the Cardinals think they're upgrading their most important position in all of sports. That's all that matters. Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter that they invested a first, a top ten pick plus more draft capital into Josh Rosen. It does not matter that they've already paid him a pretty hefty portion of the signing bonus. None of that matters. All that matters is they are upgrading the most important position on their roster. The car, like Keim and the, GM, should be fired then for picking him. Then no, right? Well, no, no. no the, Why? Well, you can't. I mean, well, why? Expect, why not? He's you know you, no, you're saying right. they're upgrading the position. It's not, it's not the Rosen pick that bothers me. The GM hired Wilkes, did he not? He did. And he was apparently so terrible at his job. And so then him and Wilkes... Maybe they should fire then. Fire the GM. They should. No, the G, the GM should not be there, in my opinion. I don't... Like, none of it makes sense to me. What they are doing does not make sense. I do not think that that dude should have a job based on... Like, they, they're basically restarting their restart. Like, mm-hmm. that's... And that's, that's awful. Like, if you need a mulligan after one year, that's terrible. But my point is, you went out and hired... Kingsbury, you didn't. You didn't go hire a Wilkes. Like you didn't go hire the. You didn't go hire Chris Richard. Like the long. You know, if Chris Richard was there, you move forward with Josh Rosen because he's a defensive minded coach anyway. You hire a guy that can help him get better. To your point, but you made this bold, offensive, spread, modern era of football hire, and then you're going to try to pair him with a pocket passer. Why? Just because you already did, like, just because you already made that pick, so you don't want to look stupid twice. You well, already okay, look stupid. Let's let's be honest with you though. When Arizona had the first round pick, what about Kyler Murray? Was all about playing baseball here. Mm, they that's made a the, whole another. That's a whole another. Can they, of they made they made a hire with him. Not I don't think he committed to. No, he did, they did not no, commit it, to it, the, it, the draft until January fifteenth or fourteenth, something made, like that. They February made eleventh. They made the hire of Cliff Kingsbury independent of anything else, and thinking Josh Rosen would be their quarterback. It did it wasn't official that. Kyler Murray would be choosing football. Now, again, I think we're I'm, – I'm trying to simplify this, as make it as simple as possible. Kyler, they feel Kyler Murray is a better option, is going to help them win more games than Josh Rosen. Plain and simple. Okay. That's it. Okay. I, it doesn't matter – and nothing else matters. It doesn't matter what they – the resources they use to draft Josh Rosen. doesn't matter the contract. None of that matters. I mean, I, personally, I would draft Nick Bosa, keep Josh Rosen, and I feel like I'm on the right road to getting better as a football team. They see a a chance to upgrade their quarterback position. And, again, it's not what I would do, but I applaud them for moving on from what they view as – Yeah, but do we know what Josh Rosen is? Nope. But no one knows better better than the Cardinals because they're with him day in, day out. Do you really trust the Cardinals? That's probably why they have the first pick. Which is why – it goes back to my point. Like, I don't care what the GM wants. You got me in this mess. And you're right. That's a fair point that uh, Kingsbury was hired before Kyler Murray was an option. But – if we're taking this at face value that Cliff Kingsbury is enamored with Kyler Murray and that's the guy, 
set your new coach up for success. Your GM got you in this problem in the first place. Yeah. I don't care what he thinks. And from an ownership standpoint, talking about, I mean, this stuff shouldn't matter, but it does. Butts and seats, eyeballs on your franchise. What's going to be more exciting? What are people going to tune in to watch? Kyler Murray or Josh Rosen? They're going to tune in to people winning games, whoever that is. If it's Kyler Murray or Josh Rosen. You're right, but even like the the, the Cleveland Browns were still a talking point before they started winning games Absolutely. after they drafted Baker Mayfield. Absolutely. At all of America was tuning into that week three Jets-Browns game to see if he was going to get in. And before it was clear that Mahomes was just going to be you know, the truth at NFL MVP, people were tuning in to watch the Chiefs because Mahomes was exciting. And Kyler Burry, that's what they're hoping he can be. So it's, it, it's an opportunity to upgrade the most important position on the roster, plain and simple. And again, not what I would do necessarily, but I understand what they're doing, and you know, I give them credit for that. Okay, uh, put it this way, Jacksonville Jaguars. A couple years ago, they had a chance to draft Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes with the, with the fourth overall pick. What they do? They drafted Leonard Fournette to try and help their struggling quarterback. They were stubborn about their young quarterback. Instead of saying, you know what, let's cut bait. Let's upgrade our quarterback position with one of these young guys. Let's take a chance. They drafted a running back to try and help the passing game, and we know how that's worked out. Go upgrade your quarterback if, that's, if you feel that you are doing that with a better talent. Yeah, Dane. Tell him. Tell him, Dane. No, I, I'm not. I'm I'm all about upgrading the talent. I I really am. But I, but again, I just you know to me, I just remember what what happened with the with the Rams, and when they made the the switch with a quarterback, or when they made the switch with the coach. Yeah, that was a difference. You yeah, know, it was. And 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 with an unknown coach, they did that with an a really un. At least this guy's got a track record of losing games. So what? Follow me here. Because you know how this goes. You've been on that side of the building. Oh, yeah. You, you know how stubborn these coaches are. Absolutely. That's so why whoever they the pick Cardinals, at 58 is... If the Cardinals' interest in Murray has persisted up until we're about to go on the clock, don't you think Kingsbury's probably pretty interested, a.k.a. not thrilled about Rosen? Isn't that fair? See, this is where I feel like that they should have not been stubborn about moving Rosen. I think they're just creating more issues there. I, I, if you're going to make this change, make a clear path. Well, they can do that after they get Murray. I mean, they, they, yeah, there's a good chance it happens tomorrow. There's a good chance it does. I think they okay. would be crazy to go into like team exercises with I both know, quarterbacks I on the roster. I agree. That's what I'm saying. That's, there's a good chance it happens this weekend, tomorrow, and, and that's what we're okay, going to talk about. Okay, were they were they too stubborn here? Should they have taken somebody? If somebody offered a second round pick, should they have taken that? I don't think they got that offer. I think they would have if they got the offer. Mm. I'm not sure they did. I, I, like, I don't know enough about the mechanics of that to really have a take on that. But yeah. you, there's not. But like, you didn't have to do this before the draft. And then you know, if if they get their socks knocked off by some offer, you know, in the next 15 minutes, yeah. and they still have Rosen, I don't think that's going to happen though. Okay, this uh, good discussion, by the way, guys. I appreciate it. good start to this show. Good start to this draft. Let's, in fact, see uh, what's going to happen here with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. They, we mentioned the, they have the first pick in this draft. And so uh, the commissioner, uh, they've gone to a commercial break right now. We'll see if the commissioner, he should be up afterwards to start this draft. Dane, kind of talk about some things, other things that you've heard. Uh, you mentioned San Francisco has been really, really quiet. They're just going to take... You know, are they going to sit there if, if in fact, they're, they're just prepared to pick Bosa, aren't they? If, in fact, that, that Arizona does pass on him. 
I think so. That, that's the vibe I get. Um, that's what I've been told. But, you know, Quinton Williams is out there. He would make some sense. Uh, they added D. Ford in the offseason. But, yeah, I think you add Nick Bosa. All of a sudden, uh, what was not too long ago a weakness, a pretty big weakness on that roster, uh, looks like a strength with Bosa and D. Ford. Obviously, they've got the guys on the interior uh, with DeForest Buckner. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the defensive linemen they've invested in the first round uh, in recent years. So, I, Bosa to me would be the obvious pick, and I, I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, and, and then the, then that three with the Jets—that's when things get a little interesting. If I could go back to the 49ers real quick, there, David. Uh, yeah. we're hearing word about Solomon Thomas potentially being on the block. Yeah, I know it's been reliably reported to me that he was a top ten player on their board, the Cowboys board. Cowboys board in 2017. So it would be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting, in fact, because what we've talked about all along about this team, they've been hunting those three techniques. They've been hunting that under tackle. There's a lot of people that believe that Solomon Thomas needed just a change of scenery, and it might help him. He's a kid that went to the school here locally, Coppell High School, just up the road, and that maybe if they, you know, if they were able to make some kind of deal, uh, you know, you know, we we've kind of we again we've talked about guys like Tristan Hill and people like that, and you know, is Solomon Thomas a better player? If would Solomon Thomas keep you from having to maybe reach on a defensive tackle if in fact they were interested? If San Francisco was in fact interested in moving Solomon Thomas along, I love to say it. Uh, the guys in the war room don't ask for my opinion, but I I like the sound of that. Uh, you get a minimum of two years of of cheap relatively cheap work out probably of three million dollars a year he was yeah. a second round second overall pick fifth year option so up to yeah. three years of club control right he's from the dallas area so you would have to think you know if he wants a change of scenery this might be a welcome place you know he's had some tragedy in his family going back to last year um and again yeah i mean i feel better about you know depending on the price i, don't, I wouldn't want to give up pick 58 no 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 maybe talking about you know maybe that maybe one of the, the third round at 90 you know, which we've kind I of start. We, we, I would love to start with a fourth, right? And see if that gets it done. I don't know if that's realistic. Okay, but even at ninety, you, you could talk me into drafting, or I'm sorry, trading for what was a top ten talent yeah. rather than try to reach for for a guy. Dallas at one twenty eight. That would be their first step of the two fourth round picks they have. I would do a backflip in that scenario. So at one twenty eight, right are you good with that, studio. Dane? Would you be? And again, and I'm I'm putting you on the spot a little bit because here you are looking at college players. You know, I honestly myself, I look at pro players. I haven't seen San Francisco a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't sit there and say, oh, with certainty. You know, I think if Solomon Thomas was was playing well, that we would. You know, this wouldn't be something that San Francisco is trying to do. Let me throw a scenario at you. San Francisco offers pick sixty seven. Their first third round pick, right? And Solomon Thomas for fifty eight. Yeah. So you're moving back. Yeah. What eight spots or so? Eight spots Nine. and Solomon Thomas. Yeah. Eight mm-hmm. spots and so a, you're not picking the first two rounds. A guy that, but well, but you get a guy that was a top ten talent, mm-hmm. third pick in the draft, and you're moving back eight spots. Which and there, you know. The, the, the difference, I like what you just did there. The difference between because you're trying to make it work for both teams it, is it, what you're trying to do. On the trade chart, it's about a difference of sixty points, right? And that's about a mid fourth round pick. So I, you know, that's, so that way you're keeping your fours, mm-hmm. you're, but you're giving up two fifty eight, which is really like the, we we kind of talk about it's a third anyway. round pick. San Francisco yeah. gets back in the second round. 
Yeah. The beauty of it, too, and, you know, there's a big difference between pick 32 and 33 because of the fifth-year option. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter between the second and third round. So I love that idea. We need Again. to keep an eye on that. We need to keep an eye on I, Which, I, Yeah, I just don't feel like, at, at, you know, some point in time, you know, all, when someone's Twitter feed is going to blow up with maybe that Solomon Thomas got moved. I just yeah. wonder how, you know, we talked about how long after the Cardinals draft Murray would they wait to deal Rosen. If Bosa's the pick to San Francisco, how long do they, you know, is that something they, you know, they could hold on to him all the way through training camp if they wanted to. Right. You know, or or they could deal him this weekend. I don't, you know, it's, it's hard to speculate. All right. You are listening to coverage of the 2019 NFL draft. It's brought to you by Miller Lite. Once again, Miller Lite is the only beer of the Cowboys. We're still waiting on the commissioner uh, to make his way to the podium here. They are in a commercial break. Uh, we're kind of uh, spitballing some ideas here, uh, waiting for this draft to start. Uh, more rumors, Dave. We've, we, uh, Dave, you've kind of talked about Oakland. That's kind of your fun wild card. You're cheering for the Raiders tonight because you yeah. want to see chaos from them, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and you know, John Gruden's a friend of the show. He's absolutely a friend of the show. He's your friend, so he's my friend. He's such a friend, he didn't call me back when I, I well, wished him good luck. He fired all of his assistants. He told me so why he did that. They wanted to talk to NFL Network. <laughs> That's right. I, I don't think he probably returned his mom's phone calls yeah. this week. So. You know, his dad is a, was a former scout, so, so he knows how important all this is. Yeah. So but don't him take and Mike Mayock, but... they could go anywhere here, can't they? Yes. I mean, are they could you know they keep talking about Haskins, but are they could they take Murray? Could it just have been a smokescreen all along to take Murray if in fact he does get past Arizona? That's just what I'm like. Kind we of just yeah, we haven't really considered it just because we don't think Murray's getting past one. Okay, you know, and so that's why we haven't really you know, thrown that idea. There's around a bunch a lot. of folks in Oakland that want that to happen. By the way, maybe you know to go back to Brian's point, maybe in February Kingsbury was like. I can make it work with Rosen, but let's try to That's, let's try to get something. Out when of this. I'm interviewing, you know what I mean? if I'm a GM, if I'm Kime, and I'm we can't run back to this, but if I was Kime, I would ask him that question: yeah. Can you fix my guy? My job is on the line here. You know, maybe his job's not on the line. If I, if I wanted to trade number one, though, I would have just announced, "Hey, it's up for sale." Like we're good with Josh Rosen. He's our he's our starting quarterback. Like being very vague about Josh Rosen being your starter long term. That tells me that they're very interested in Kyler Murray. It doesn't tell me they want out of there. Well, but that's but so but that's, <laughs> we keep circling back. Maybe they're trying to drum up interest because they want people to believe that they're going to draft Murray. I don't understand. I don't understand that theory because if I can trade for number one, then they don't want Murray. They're not going to draft him. Either you're drafting Murray or you're not. No you, trade offer is going to get it, it. You just don't want me to have fun tonight, do you? Well, no. I mean, the Raiders. I understand that because maybe they get someone to trade up. You know, because there's two and three, but. At number one, I don't know. I just, I, I do you feel like the Raiders need to move to the Jets, the one spot similar to what Chicago did? And and it, we at the time we thought what a bad move that was, but they got the guy they wanted. Yeah. Do the Raiders need to do that? For I mean, for any reason? And well, if they want Haskins, I mean, <sighs> if they feel like there's a chance that the Redskins or another team, the Giants at six, yeah, could go up. Then yeah, sure. I mean, you're getting your quarterback. That's what all that th- matters. What do you think is the likelihood that it goes Arizona, neck then down? Wow, wow. I'm already drawing a blank. Who's San after Francisco? Sorry, what are what what are the odds that it goes all four in a row? Arizona, San Francisco, New York, Oakland. Mm, good question. If Kyler goes one, say Bosa goes two, then then things get interesting, and it just comes down. The Jets, yeah, it comes down. The Jets went out of there. Everybody, Mike McKagan knows. Mike McKagan, everybody yeah. knows that Jets went out of there. So 
Good bet says they do, but I don't know. All right. Well, we're still, again, waiting on the commissioner to make his way to the podium. Uh, looking at the clock here in the studio, we're at uh, 7.08, about to be 7.09, and we still have no appearance yet from the commissioner at the podium to start uh, this 2019 NFL draft. Looks like they started the overbearing hype video. Yeah, they got some hype videos going on here, though. We're excited to be with you. Again, uh, we're excited for everybody that's listened to around the world with us. You know, uh, We've got all our fans and friends. Uh, that, uh, you know, not only here in the United States, but you guys overseas, it's very late, very early in the morning, and you guys are hanging in there, and we appreciate you being with us. It looks like to me that Commissioner Goodell, excuse me, is making his way to the podium. Let's see what he has to offer. with this moment. Hey, Marcus, you want to say something to your hometown crowd? Hopefully I'm booing. Yeah. How's it, Nashville? Welcome to the NFL Draft. Enjoy yourself. Let's go. I like this attitude. Man, a few words. Also joining us are Hall of Famers Joe Green and Tim Brown. embody excellence on and off the field and represent greatness across generations of NFL history. Guys? All right, all right. Tonight, as part of NFL 100, we are announcing the greatest prize in the history of professional sports. One fan is about to win two season tickets for the next 100 years. Thousands of incredible fans around the world showed us their passion for the team and how generations of families have been connected through football. With us here tonight are the three finalists. All right, Joe, come on. And the winner of NFL season's tickets for the next 100 years. That's what I said, 100 years. Representing the New York Giants. So part of the promotion of the NFL is for the 100th season of the uh, NFL, uh, the Hampton family, they look like they're New York Giant uh, fans, and so they have won season tickets for the next 100 years. So he's got some small children involved, and they're happy about that. So uh, good for them that the, those tickets will pass. There's, there's, there's people in the Giants, I guarantee you, that have, have had season tickets ever since the Giants have been around. There's families that have passed 
tickets on. All the way from the Polo Grounds yeah, to MetLife all the way, Stadium? Yeah, Yankee Stadium, Polo Grounds, MetLife, they, they've got them all. So uh, congratulations to Mr. Hampton. Okay. Answer me a question, Brian. Okay. What would Brian the Scout's reaction be to, to this? <laughs> to you and your family. Yeah, well, we're back I'm, to the commissioner. I'll give you that. I'm losing, I'm losing my mind <laughs> over here. <laughs> now, you guys ready to get started? All right, we are, sir. Yes, desperately. The 2019 NFL Draft is now officially open. All right, we are open for business here. That officially comes down at 7.13.20 Central Time. So you can mark that uh, for your charts and things like that. The We've talked about this. The Arizona Cardinals are on the clock right now, and uh, we will see. In fact, as you notice, we have some really cool graphics here. If you're watching along here, Kent Garrison, the crew, has, have come up with some really cool stuff. You'll see the team. You will see the round. Uh, you'll see who's on the clock and then who is picking next. Uh, you'll see a, a, a crawl on the bottom that kind of helps you along. And we also encourage you, you can use the uh, hashtag, right, Dave? The Cowboys Draft. Cowboys Draft. Hashtag Cowboys Draft. Uh, to if you want to put some stuff up on uh, the crawl right there, and uh, everybody can and take a look at that in the in the green room there at the Nashville, they're showing Kyler Murray as we speak, and the Arizona Cardinals. Like I said, they have nine minutes left on their pick. Hopefully, they know Dane who they want to take. They don't take the full nine minutes. That was something I did in 1998. Take, I, if take you go, the full time. I didn't take the full time. No, I didn't. I, everybody is... else, it was when 15 minutes were going on. Got war room cam on, guys. And, 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 okay, and we got like, war yeah. room. Okay, there we go. And we're going to look into the war room once again. This is at the Ford Center. Is uh, the war room cam? It's a relaxed bunch. That is a very relaxed bunch. Uh, you could see uh, the Walter Juliff there to the left, uh, a national scout. Uh, Jerry Jr. there, uh, Jerry Jones in the middle, Will McClay, everybody's who is, uh, uh, hunkering who is, down in there. Who's Jerry Sr. chatting with? I can't tell. It looks like Jason Garrett is oh, who he's oh. chatting. That's usually Jason Garrett. He's the head coach. It's yeah. the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's a little dark in there compared to Yeah, everybody to looking years. very dapper in there. You yeah. know, everybody uh, coats and ties, and then uh, then they'll be like us. They'll put on the Miller Lite polos here for that yeah. uh, day three action. With, T-shirts on Saturday. Yeah, with the scouts. That's the day of the scouts. So... Uh, we're at eight minutes now for the pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Again, we look around the room there. Uh, if you look at the, bo- if you're watching along with us on the bottom right, that's Adam Pacifica with the the glasses on, the ball headed gentleman, Todd Williams next to him. Those are the two cap guys right there that handle things. Chris Hall, who's the uh, the college scouting coordinator, is usually sits to the right of Todd Williams. He's uh, the, the, really in charge of the board. And then all the information that comes in from the scouts, he sets. He does a great job. Usually after the draft, uh, when free agency's going on, he's the guy in charge of kind of making sure that they're signing players that are off their draft board. Of course, Will McClay, Stephen Jones, there uh, to Will's right. So uh, it looks like everybody is in the war room accounted for. We see is that Charlotte Jones Charlotte Anderson. Jones yeah, Anderson. She's going to. She's going to send. She's like she's got snacks. Best that's dressed. The, best yeah. dressed in the and war if you're, room. If you're, every if, year. Yeah. If, you, if you're showing up in the war room with snacks, that's a good thing right there. That's somebody you should let in the war room. <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, still waiting on this. Uh, still waiting on this pick. Uh, Arizona probably going to take the full allotment of time. You guys have kind of assured me that okay, this will be okay if they take this quarterback, because you feel like though that Josh Rosen will be moved at a later time. 
Yeah. Anybody obviously. want to jump in on that one? I mean, look, Rosen, Rosen essentially becomes part of this draft class. You know, th- this draft class adds a quarterback. And so who does not get their quarterback in the first round and gets a little desperate and needs to go after the quarterback? A team to watch in all this that we don't really talk enough about is Miami. Uh, this is a team that we've saying, oh, they're going to punt this year, wait mm-hmm. till next year, get their quarterback. If the asking price is what it is, what we expect it to be, Heck, Miami, why not? You know, it's, hey. it, the cost is so low. Go get a guy like Josh Rosen and see what happens. If if you're not satisfied after a year and you're picking early anyways, then you go after a new quarterback. But I, with the asking price as low as it is, or at least what we think, why not go after uh, a Josh Rosen if you're a team like Miami? Miami's got pick 48 and pick 78 right now. And we kind of think that Miami with Chris Greer is in a rebuilding mode. They're looking at uh, this time, possibly next year, of grabbing their quarterback. Right. But To but, uh, but Tong Valoa yeah, or and, Justin Herbert. Yeah. I, I follow you, and I don't think you're crazy, but the Dolphins are set up to be god-awful. Like, yeah, so are. I love – I mean – they're going to be picking in the top five unless something nuts goes on. So I just – you always want the new thing, right? And sure. the new thing is Tua or uh, Herbert. And that just sounds a lot more appealing than dealing for a quarterback that nobody seems to want. So now all of a sudden you're a Rosen hater. I'm the, I'm a Rosen fan, but yeah, you watch How I Met Your Mother? Great show. New <laughs> – tailed off. It was okay. New is always better, to yeah. quote Barney Stinson. It is. So that's what I want. But, again, if the asking price is – you know, not prohibitive, then, you know, why not? What are we giving up? I mean, f- pick 48 is a lot, especially yeah, if you're no. going to be in position to draft. I mean, sure. you, you don't want to be. What if it happened to Rosen again? What if the Dolphins dra- traded for him and they go through this terrible year and now the Dolphins are like, well, we could get Tua. What do we do? <laughs> Well, I oh, have a feeling, though, that his career might be one of those where they, he never really finds a spot. It's kind of like a little bit like Sam Bradford. Yeah, you know, they, Sam Bradford, the first overall pick, yeah. he went from the Rams. I mean, he at least he had an opportunity, you yeah. know, to to play a little bit and he had prove a couple of years where he wasn't yeah. terrible. Yeah, he had a couple of years injuries. where he wasn't terrible, and injuries kind of affected the way. But Dane, Dane made a face. That's the, the well, first of about five dozen faces that Dane is going to make at me. This probably, weekend. probably. Yeah, and that's you know, it, it, if you look at uh, right now uh, with the uh, with Arizona, uh, uh, Brett Huntley. Is their backup quarterback and Chad uh, Canoff? Mm, so, <laughs> so you know, it, it, you, maybe you guys are maybe you guys are right. Maybe we need to keep both those quarterbacks involved here. Okay, they've now focused in on the Arizona Cardinals war room uh, as we look at it. Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury there. Uh, so we'll look at see. Nashville. Nashville's Nashville packed. is packed. It's, it's uh, absolutely it's raining, pa- by the way. Oh, it, it is raining there. So uh, let's hope the folks. Uh, I hope that doesn't uh, turn into something uh, really disastrous there with all those folks. Uh, the fact in that there. there's so many people in the shot leads me to believe that maybe it's just a drizzle, you know? Yeah, well, it could be. Again, we're focused in on the war room at the Ford Center. Uh, we kind of identified all the folks that are involved in the draft. Again, I see Lionel Vital in there. All the national scouts are over on that left-hand side right there. So, uh, you know, they, those are the guys that will sit in if they need, as, as, they, as Dallas will make picks. We'll talk about coaches coming in and out, maybe some scouts coming in and out. But that's going to be your group you're going to see for the next three days. Uh, again, it's not a, a group that we – there's not a lot of change, not a lot of turnover with that group right now. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's the one thing. When you have a, a consistent 
group, you seem to pick better. So oh, they're cutting us and off. And there they go, because uh, they've had enough of me talking about them. Okay, Michael Bidwell is on the phone. So he, is Steve Kime. And Steve Kime is on the phone. So you got, is Steve Kime is his cell phone on, or does he, is it a... Damn, a, a their a, war room table looks like ours. Yeah. They're, they're messy in there. Well, they've got, again, they got a general manager on the phone, and they've got their owner on the phone as well. Uh, two minutes and 20 seconds left. Uh, for the opportunity, uh, that looks like they have a. Uh, they're at the uh, State Farm Stadium. Uh, Arizona has a draft party going on. Looks like a pretty day there in Glendale. So uh, hopefully they will uh, know very soon who uh, their pick will be. We all seem to believe that it will be the quarterback Kyler Murray. Are they doing that? Are they doing that thing where they're not going to cut to Kyler on the phone in the interest of not tipping right. the pick? Yeah, yeah. they're okay. not going to tip it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. In fact, uh, it, they're also not showing Nick Bosa. That's I'm just saying. Yeah. just saying. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the the fans that have traveled from Arizona to Nashville. They're waiting patiently as we are for this pick. Uh, you know, I think that to me, I I, I I agree with you guys about this draft and where it, I think it's it's going to have some really some interest. I think at three. I, I know we've talked about one and what's going on there, but I, I'm interested to see if the Jets really get the move out of that spot. I'm really interested to see that. One way or another, it's going to get nuts after this. I think we said it on the pre-draft show. Like, either either the Josh Rosen sweepstakes is about to open, or the Kyler Murray sweepstakes is about to open. And then, and then yeah, the number three team doesn't want to pick there. We got we're two teams in the NFC East want a quarterback and might try to trade up for one. I'm intrigued. We're inside a minute now for Arizona on this pick. Uh, just for the first round, it will be ten minutes. Uh, per, between picks, and then in the second round it goes to seven minutes, and then five minutes from uh, the third round on. So uh, still waiting patiently for uh, Arizona. Dane, if you're sitting there right as you're watching this, shouldn't don't you feel like the pick should have been made right now? They started the clock over. Yeah, I mean, look, 49ers should be on the clock now. Yeah, this should be. They they haven't switched the graphic over, so. The pick should be in. We'll see if the commissioner, in fact, goes to the podium. They've restarted. Okay, pick is in officially. We'll wait for the podium uh, for the commissioner. Kent Garrison always does a great job of getting there, getting us there in time uh, for that. So uh, let's, uh, in fact, see uh, what direction the Arizona Cardinals uh, will be going in. Uh, we all believe that it will be Kyler Murray. I'm starting to sound like I'm beating a dead horse right now with that, but uh, let's see if, in fact, that they've uh, that they've made this uh, this made this pick. Um, again, they 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 they, they started. <laughs> You're the trying to get us there. I'm trying. You're trying to get. I'm us trying there. so hard to get you there because the, 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 that's just make the pick. Yeah, I'm going to say that that's why I don't 900 times. I don't understand why it's taken so long for them to get this pick. They say the pick's in. And, you know, we need to figure out, uh, again, they, they started the clock like San Francisco was on the clock, uh, but they've got San Francisco, you know. So, you know, this a lot going on here right this, now. Like, let's let's be blunt. This is an event that's not meant to be a primetime event, and yeah, it is. And it is. That's just something we all have to fight through. Okay, well, here comes the commissioner. Help me out, Kent. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray, quarterback, Oklahoma. And so it is. Okay. Yeah. 
Kyler Murray is the first overall selection. We're off and running, folks. We are off and running. 253 left to make. <laughs> well, hopefully they go a little bit faster My God. and a little you, bit smoother you aren't wrong. than just what happened. Okay, this is where I love this part of the show. Dane Brugler, tell me about Kyler Murray. Well, first of all, I'm just happy I didn't get shut out in my mock draft. There you go. I got one right, so we're good there. Uh, it, props to Kyler Murray. He's a top 10 pick in Major League Baseball, now a top 10 pick, the first overall pick in the NFL. That's never happened before. That's rare. So props to him. Getting a quarterback who is very unconventional, he's very unique. Uh, the skill set that he offers, he looks like a mini Mahomes out there. And that's probably the best compliment I could give to him. Now, again, you worry about the size, but with a whip for an arm, he's naturally accurate. The athleticism that talk about passing instincts for a quarterback. It's hard to describe in words, but just kind of, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he has passing instincts. Uh, Kyler Murray, I think he has those instincts. And that's what the, the Cardinals are betting on here. Well, I real real quick. Sorry, yeah, Brian. no, go just, ahead, Dave. Go ahead. You, I mean, you just sort of compared Kyler's arm to Mahomes, which I know I stylistically, mean, how baseball you know, player type guys. What right. I want to yeah. know is how how far, how many notches below Mahomes? Because Mahomes is insane. Yeah, in terms of arm strength, he's not quite there, but he has plenty of arm strength and stylistically because they use different arm angles. You know, they throw off platform and they're still able to be accurate. And that's the one thing with Kyler Murray. He's a naturally accurate thrower of the football, and I think that's something that shows on tape. It shows when he's out of structure, shows when he's comfortable in the pocket. Uh, he just has those instincts that make him really, really tough to defend. Yeah, I, I, you know, the thing I think that is so impressive about Kyler Murray to me is the escapability. Mm. You know, when when and and in this day and age, I, I think in the National Football League, you have to have that ability to make people miss. You have to be able to handle the pressure off the edge. You have to deal with the pressure inside. But those guys that come off the edge that can handle that, I think that – and I'll tell you another thing. This guy, he is an impressive ball handler. I mean, you're talking about uh, – you know, and that's the thing I think you've got to give Mahomes a lot of credit. The, the, the sleight of hand, the way that these guys play, the way they show you the ball, then they pull the ball. Now the ball's out into the flat and, you know, into space and getting up the field. So – you know, I mean, he. This guy, Dane's absolutely right. He will make all kinds of throws from all levels of the pockets, and I think if he does make mistakes, it's because the mistakes come from him trying to do too much. That's where I think. I think he's a smart quarterback with the ball, but I also think if you want to look at his mistakes, generally they come from him trying to do too much. And my struggles with Kyler Murray on tape were basically he's playing in an offense that is catered to him. He's playing behind the best offensive line in college football. He's playing in a conference that – who's the best pass rusher in the Big 12? I mean – Yeah, well, if you could say like Aminahu, something yeah, like that. And Aminahu yeah, yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. a fourth or fifth round pick in exactly. the draft. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, the coverage isn't great in the Big 12. So it's just what he's going to face in the NFL compared to what he faced in the Big 12, uh, it, it's going to be a big jump for him. And we saw that in the Orange Bowl against Alabama. And to his credit, he made adjustments and he was better in the second half. But how is it going to be when he has to face – 16 Alabamas in a full NFL schedule, there's going to be a learning curve for him. The sight lines aren't always going to be there. He's going to take some tougher hits. I mean, he was able to stay healthy and, uh, you know, stay, you know, he did a really nice job of eluding uh, defenders and staying clean. That's not going to be as easy with NFL speed. So I'm very eager to see how he makes that transition. Which, you know, we talked about the way the Cardinals handled this, and it's kind of unprecedented. 
and the the graphic has already been dredged up on social media. You know, the, uh, back on February twelfth, Cliff Kingsbury said Josh is our guy, right? And the Cardinals social media team, I totally understand. Like they made a big graphic, they yeah. were trying to like play their part, which yeah. we've been on that. We're on that side of it right now. Absolutely, I can absolutely imagine Dana Burns and Taylor Stern doing the same thing, and uh, you know. I feel bad for the Cardinals' social team because they're just doing their best, and now this is going to get thrown back in their face. Well, and how but about, that's the risk right. that you take. How about when they released the schedule? And did you see that the Cardinals released a video with their schedule release? They didn't put Rosen they in it. They didn't put Rosen in there. That's right. And then the next day, they redid it and included Rosen. And that's, so it's just – as, as an employee of an NFL team, I feel for you, Cardinals employees, because – you tried to do the best you could in a no-win situation that the Cardinals front office put you in. Okay, but the, yeah, you got a new quarterback. Thank you, so. Dave. The 49ers pick is in. We'll go to the commissioner here in a little bit. Uh, yeah, this is a team that, if you look at their needs and stuff, uh, you know, edge rusher is one. We talk about wide receiver, cornerback, but. Dane, we think this is this is the Bosa all the way, right? In my opinion, is the best player in the draft. And again, we talked about how pass rush was a big weakness on this team. They've been looking for that edge rusher, and they think they found him in D Ford. But you can never have too many edge rushers. You add Nick Bosa to that mix, and all of a sudden, that San Francisco front seven looks like one of the better units in NFL uh, defenses right now. So, yeah, I think Nick Bosa is the pick here, and then the intrigue really starts. Uh, at three, there's a lot of trade chatter going on at three, at four, and the rest of the top ten. So Kyler Murray is the first overall pick of the Arizona Cardinals. Dave, you have something? Well, just the Niners have from the minute that the Murray speculation started at the top, they have to have just been giddy. Well, here we go. Kit Garrison, get us to the podium, please. With the second pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. The San Francisco 49ers select Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> ah, that's a good point. Dane, Nick Bosa. Don't overthink it. You know, he's for a guy that's 21 and a half years old, he's so advanced using his hands, breaking down the rhythm of blockers. It doesn't matter what you throw at him, he has an answer for it quickness, power, technique. Uh, he's a very smart guy, and just like his brother Joey, it's not going to take long for Nick to contend for Pro Bowls in the NFL. He is that type of talent. Yeah, I, I think that to me, I think it was really unfortunate that we didn't get to see this guy, the injury, the the growing injury. Matter of fact, I asked a couple of teams around the league, of, you know, this I don't have a first-round pick here, but I wanted to know how they feel. They called it a uh, a core injury, and, 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 and so they felt like, though, that everything was okay there, and uh, – the 49ers have got themselves an edge rusher. The Cowboys will see them, Dave, first uh, preseason game uh, this year. So uh, It's kind of becoming a tradition. Yeah, kind of like that. We got going up there. Not a bad not a bad deal for us. But if you're yeah. on if you're on the cover of Dane's Beast, which, <laughs> well, that, yeah, which and, Nick and, Bosa is. Yeah. And, and, you're probably know, pretty good. And I, I tell you what, though, I mean, Nick Bosa, that's an imp- impressive. I mean, like a really, really impressive pass rusher right there. I, I just I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of his ability to bend. Now, that's the thing I really like about this man because, you know, I think in this day and age, you've got to be able to get to the corner, and but you've got to be able to bend. You can't stay upright, high, and all that. You, these, these blockers are so good at pushing you by the quarterback, and I, I just, you just see so many times where he has a feel for how to dip that shoulder, 
get low, stay parallel to the ground, and then attack the quarterback right at the level. Not get too deep, not run past the quarterback. You're always going to see him trying to attack the ball. He's going to go for the turnovers. That's something you got to like about him. And I, I'm a big, big, big fan. Is Dane, you'll see this guy sometimes play down in a reduced role, right? At at, yeah. at, at, at tackle, right? They can so move him inside they'll, the they'll tackle. move him inside a little bit. Yeah. So there's some flexibility. Yeah, you want him to play wide and rush and all that, but you also want you know if you got it, maybe maybe some special packages where they could put him on the outside shoulder of the guard and just let him fly up the field. That's something I could think he could be pretty good at. Really, all it came down to is just the, the durability. As long as the doctors yeah. sign off. Yeah. Uh, and it was a core muscle injury. That's so what no, we're talking about. Yeah, no big, you know, long term concerns there. As long as the doctors sign off, it's an easy pick. The 49ers. and what they did this off season with D Ford and some other additions in that front seven, uh, you know, they they really turned a weakness into a strength. And now Solomon Thomas, watch, kind of, yeah, it, it heats up a little bit. Yeah. And then, and we, and, and I'm, I'm glad we had this discussion. I'm glad we had that discussion before about the draft. before the draft about Solomon Thomas. And, again, he went to high school here in Dallas. Coppell, actually, uh, was a second overall pick by the 49ers. Is really likely needs a, a, a change of scenery. And the 49ers are dangling him out there right now as a guy that potentially uh, could be had if you give them uh, the right compensation for him. Which I just – I wonder what the timeline is, you know? Like – and, yeah, and only they know. I mean, are they are they? Well, that's the great thing about Twitter. Rid of them? That's, well, yeah, yeah, that's the sure. great thing about Twitter because somebody will come up with uh, Nick. Bo- uh, with, excuse me, with uh, Solomon Thomas news here and there. So we'll keep a, we'll keep a close this is, eye on going on that. This is not Solomon Thomas related, but I just you know me, Brian. I love yeah. I love a good tweet. And yeah. uh, in the aftermath of the Kyler Murray pick, Jalen Hurts tweeted, "Well, <laughs> LOL." Plus, yeah, the expected starter for Oklahoma, which this year. the last two Oklahoma quarterbacks have gone one overall. No offense, Jalen. I don't think you're going to continue the streak, but I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, wow. running backs go first overall too. Wow, man. Okay. not in today. Not in today's NFL. They <laughs> don't. Right. Was try, trying to make a joke, but it didn't I, work. I know. I know. You know. It, 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 let me ask you this though: If you would have done the team needs for Arizona before this all went down, I know I'm kind of going back to Arizona, but would you have had quarterback as one of them? Of course not. Okay, I just was no, I mean, because not. I'm trying to think. You know, pro guys always think about in a vacuum. Pro, yeah, no, pro scouts always think about when you know when Jerry Jones used to ask me, Brian, what team is going to take a defensive end? You know, what team's going to take an offensive tackle? Yeah, I always tried to prepare myself, and I wouldn't have prepared myself to say that Arizona was going to take a quarterback. But the Cardinals. I know I'm going back. I'm sorry. No, I just was in my a, mind. I was just, the Jets are on the clock. Yeah. It's two picks away. You're yeah. fine. Think, I mean, think of the timeline of everything it's just it's it's amazing how kyler murray went from oh yeah he's gonna be a baseball player but yeah it'd be fun if he played football maybe he'd be a a top 100 pick maybe and then all all of a sudden we get to december christmas time and it's like hey this is he might this is this is getting this is getting real kyler might go football and if he does maybe he's a top 50 pick maybe he can can get in the first round early january he makes decision i'm playing football and all of a sudden, okay, now could he be a first-round pick? And then we get to the Super Bowl. He has that disastrous interview with, on the Dan Patrick show. The timeline's fascinating. We get to the Combine. We get to the Combine, and all of a sudden, it seems pretty – it's a realized thought that he's going to be the number one pick. He becomes the favorite at number one overall. So it's really fascinating. Is he the see. number one overall pick because of the, uh, the head coach that's now there? Yes, is that that's a is, big part of it? Is sure. that is he the is he the head coach because because and matter of fact, 
Dave, you're really good with the agents. Eric Burkhart, is that who? Yes, yes. He's yeah. got both Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. That, that was not a coincidence. That is not a Which, coincidence at all. tie it all back into Texas, yeah. I believe that, he was Johnny Manziel's agent as well. Yeah, he was. Eric Burkhart and Cliff Kingsbury were friends back at Texas Tech. Right. Like their friendship goes way back to you know college days. So, so maybe that made Kyler Murray's decision to give up baseball a lot easier. To answer, knowing, knowing that, that, to answer your question, the Cardinals did us all a favor and telegraphed this whole thing from the get. So no, like at the combine, we all kind of feel yeah. what was going on at the combine, well, didn't we? Steve yeah. Kime got yeah. up in front of the whole world and said, "Rosen's our guy for now." Well, and I'll say this: at the Senior Bowl, I was sitting with someone who I trust, and he told me. Kyler Murray got the guarantee. That's why he chose football. That's why he signed with Eric Burkhart. He got the guarantee. And I was like, no, come on. You really think he's going to go number one, Arizona, with Josh Rosen? He got the guarantee. There you go. And we'll say this. We won't know that until the 30 for 30 in 30 years, but we'll see. It's such a hard debate because Kyler Murray is going to get the hell beat out of him. Uh, There's no doubt about it. Just playing quarterback, uh, especially for a bad team in the first few years of his career. And what what was it, what was his contract with the A's? Like he was going to get eight million an eight million dollar signing bonus or something like six. that. Six, six. He already got the bonus. Yeah, well, I think he got a portion of it. He yeah. might have to give yeah. some of that back. Yeah, yeah. but he's going to get thirty two million guaranteed or roughly. That, I'm looking at Baker Mayfield's contract: four years, thirty three, thirty two point six million. But man, if he's a stud baseball player, he can out earn that in a heartbeat without getting hit every day. So big if. It's a huge big, yeah. Yeah. He might not ever. I mean, top ten baseball uh, prospects flop all the time. Yeah, I just want to just excuse me, Dave. Just want to yeah, remind sorry. everybody that our coverage of the 2019 NFL Draft is brought to you by Miller Lite. Again, we have uh, the uh, the crawl going across the bottom of the screen. Uh, hashtag Cowboys Draft. If you want to put something in there, uh, kind of catch our attention, uh, we'd be happy to see that. Okay. The New York Jets, we've uh, kind of thought all along that maybe the Jets would try and back out of this pick. It looks like they did not get anybody interested. Watch this thing, just everybody pick their guys and nobody move kind of a thing. Don't bore me like that. I know, they're they're thinking about it. But uh, the Jets, uh, Dane, you know, we we talk about them, though. You know where they they went and got their quarterback last year. Mm-hmm. You know they they have to be happy about that. I mean, but they need to find they need to find some some get some guys some weapons and stuff around him. Maybe improve the offensive line there a little bit with the Jets. Kind of think about what direction is this again? Is this Quinn and Williams right here? They, they want to trade I'm out trying of to, this. I'm trying to get help. They, and, they want to get out of this pick, but they're not going to be able to. Right. And so because they want to get offensive line help, they need help elsewhere. Right. They want another second round pick, or they want a second round pick. They're not going to be able to get out of this pick, and so don't overthink it. Take the best player that's on the board, and that's Quinnen Williams. Yeah. There are two elite players in this draft, Nick Bosa, Quinnen Williams. Which, don't overthink it. To you, and, and I agree with you. I mean, that's how you make mistakes is by reaching. But, like, this isn't one of their biggest needs. It's no, just, it's not. He's just that good of yeah, a player. Yeah, they're looking at outside linebacker potential. This is where Allen could be, maybe even a corner. Here, the commissioner's on the podium. With the third pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Quinnen Williams. No Good job, Dane Brugler. Alabama. And Leonard Williams, who was their first-round pick, uh, you know, four years ago, he's in the final year of his deal. Yeah. So you know, they no pressure to make sure they re-sign him, uh, and they again got one of the two best players in this draft. You know, it's funny you talk about. You talk about Williams. If you go back to that draft, what the Byron Jones draft was, 2015. Sure was. He and Byron Jones are the. Two players that have played the most games 
in a career at, at, out of that out of that round. They, they're the yeah. ones that have made the most starts for their teams. Cowboys are pretty good at drafting, aren't they? Well, it's, Leonard Williams was pick six. Yeah, and that's what I'm Byron saying. Byron Jones was pick. 27? Twenty seven. Yeah. So that that just shows you that 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 the that that, that that that's the kind of thing though that you want. You want to get those guys that can play a just a ton of snaps for you, a ton of games. Quinn and Williams. Dane, can you describe Quinn and Williams for me in a little bit? A redshirt sophomore, first year starter who just burst onto the scene this year. Uh, he credit to him. He was a defensive end, but he saw Deron Payne leave early, and he thought, okay, you know what? I could add some weight, and I could win a position here. He won the starting nose guard job in Alabama's starting 3-4 base, and he was dominant. And you watch his tape, and it's okay. This A&M tape, this is his signature tape. This is what we're going to be talking about throughout the process. Then you watch Missouri, and it's better. Then you watch LSU, and it's better. Arkansas, better than that. And on and on and on. He's just a dominant player. It doesn't matter. Quickness, power, instincts. He can beat you with so much. He really leaves blockers guessing and grasping for air. He can be a pass rusher. He can be dominant versus the run. Uh, I had someone on Twitter ask me if my weaknesses section for him in my uh, scouting report in my in my guide was the least amount of words I've ever used in a weaknesses uh, section. Yeah. And I, it might be. Uh, him, you know, maybe Quentin Nelson last year, but there's just there's not a lot to dislike about the player. Dave, one year production scares so many people. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it scare you with him? Well, because he's a redshirt sophomore. It's not like he's a senior who couldn't find the field. You know, I mean, he he uh, redshirted and then as a redshirt freshman last year as a backup, one of their prime backups. And then uh, to hear Nick Saban talk about him, he raves about him. His work ethic, the way he handles himself. There are no red flags with Quinnen Williams in terms of the way he works, the way he loves football. Uh, there's just he seems like the complete package, almost too good to be true. If you're looking for a defensive tackle prospect, you could make an easy case. He's the best defensive tackle prospect we've seen since Indomitian Sue. And, and that's pretty good company, you know. And that and that's of oh, that size guy, maybe right. Maybe we, we, Aaron Donald, exactly. Would, yeah, we, yeah we, of the size of the right, of the two hundred ninety right. pound, three hundred pound man. Obviously, Aaron Donald's grown into the best defensive player in football. But in terms of as a prospect and the way we viewed these guys, he's up there in that Sioux territory. I'll tell you what, though, man, this guy it, 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 super disruptive the way he plays. I mean, it's just up the field. And if he does get up the field, I really like Dane how he retra- retraces his steps. You know, mm-hmm. the ball goes inside of him. He's, he's up the field, and yeah. now he sees it, and then now he's he's going back. Instead of allowing it to be like a four or five yard gain, all of a sudden it's a no gain because he's up the field, and now he's back down uh, the stem right there. He'll sniff out screens and stuff like that. He plays outside the tackle box. I love how he can extend on the blocker and control, beats double teams. Dane's got him absolutely right. I love the fact that the lateral agility, the way he finds the football. This guy's got some rare, rare traits to him. So great pick. Dane was right. Make the best pick. Take the best player. That's what they did. Yeah, they could, they, again, they wanted out of there. They couldn't find a trade partner. So, you know, your backup plan's Quinn and Williams. All right. Not a bad backup plan. All right. The Oakland Raiders. Dave Hellman's team. This is where things get These are our buddies, right too, by the way. We love the Raider guys. They're, they're like, our, we're big fans of those guys. They're our buddies. We got friends that work there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a historic. Like, this is my pet cat franchise. Right. And You'd be good there in Vegas with those cats. Here's the thing. 
I want them to do something nuts. I want them to be my agent of chaos. But you want them to take uh, uh, Haskins, like, Haskins, Colton Miller about a trade. <laughs> well, what what what? Watch what they do is they're gonna. Which it's funny because my pet cat franchise is gonna wind up drafting my pet cat player. Yeah, there you go, Devin uh, White. Yeah, here we go. The Raiders needs as we look at him defensive end, tight end, guard, tackle are kind of what we're thinking right now with the uh, with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, coming up. They could go in a lot of different directions. I mean, this is a, you know, I, I think that they, they need, if you talk to the, their guys, I think they wanted a chance at, I think they wanted a chance at uh, Kyler Murray. I think they yes. were kind of, they wanted yes. that chance. Yes. But then, you know, it, it goes away. So now, uh, Dane, you have any thought about, again, could this be, uh, you know, could this be, is it too early? It's is it too early for sweat. Is it too early for Al? I mean, I mean, Allen's been kind of a guy that people See, have talked about here, but it's weird, but they haven't shown any interest in Allen, you know, like, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't want to say his name because I, I didn't get the feeling that, that they were really, you know, you know, this but they, was, no, they need a pass rusher They're yeah. They were dead last, last year in sacks. I mean, Arden key is their top pass rusher. And I mean, he had all of one sack last year and an agent thing, right? The Joel Siegel thing. It's, it, it's, it, it's not it's, a lie. That no, is not yeah. a lie. It's, it's something that to consider it's, It doesn't disqualify Ed Oliver or Josh Allen, but right. it's something to consider here. Right. Well, the, we were waiting again for the Raiders here patiently. Uh, great point by Dane Brugler, uh, you know, that, that 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 the Raiders are there's a couple of guys on this in this on this draft back to back with Oliver being the guy as you said and then Allen is being a guy represented by Joel Siegel and they had problems they had problems with that uh, with the contract negotiations so where does that leave them well I'm not that, hearing not hearing a ton of answers I, See, I, I gave him Devin White my mock you know I think because he just fits exactly what Gruden wants yeah, and exactly does. what Mayock would want. But is he the impact player that you want with a fourth overall? Okay, pick? Do, do, do they talked tr- about that? Yeah. Car, all right, now you talked about you talked about Rosen getting traded. Mm-hmm. If in fact that they take Haskins here, yes. It, who now we got another quarterback? That's <laughs> put, and that's a twenty-five million dollar year quarterback now right the, there. Now we're on the phone with the Miami Dolphins, and you're willing to give away Derek Carr for a little bit more or for a little bit less than what Rosen would would take? Because again, you mentioned the contract; that's a yeah. big part of this. Yeah, but okay. well, I mean, Derek Carr's a little bit more proven than Josh Rosen, right? Proven, but yeah. there's a reason they're they would be upgrading. <laughs> you right? You guys are trashing these quarterbacks. Well, I don't know what to do with this whole. Like, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see if they go that direction. They might keep Carr and you know be believers for another year. But um, I, this is going to be a fascinating pick. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, the, the pick is in. We're waiting for the commissioner to go to the podium. Seems like they're getting a little bit faster. It took them six months for the first pick. And they've gotten a little. Bit I think faster. there was some. I think there was some mechanical issues with what was going on with uh, with that uh, with the pick there and stuff like that. So uh, you know, it's uh, for so, yeah. So we're kind of moving along right now. Here we'll see who, in fact, the Raiders do take. Uh, again, I'm I'm just kind of waiting for the uh, I'm waiting for the league to tell us. It, it would not be a shock if it was a surprise pick. You know, yeah. like it's just someone we're not talking about. Just. Gruden doesn't care. Mayock doesn't care. We talked about rushers then. Okay, you saying somebody like like Farrell, somebody like that. I'm like Farrell, Burns, I mean, Allen, Sweat. Burn, who I'll I? tell you that. Burns is who they like. They like Burns a lot. I don't know if they take him here, but ideally they'd like to trade back and find a way to get Brian Burns on their football team. 
I See, don't that, know they, that I would don't, drive me nuts. I don't know if they take him here. Brian, yeah. Brian brought us his third-round pick, Brian Burns. Uh, yes. Commissioners at the podium. Here we go. Let's see who the Oakland Raiders pick. Uh, there he is. The commissioner. Shouts out to Eddie pick. and Walks and Kyle tonight. and all those great guys who are going to document this With guy. In the 2019 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Cleveland Farrell. Defense they got weird I love with it. it. I love it. What did I just say? A surprise pick. One of these pass rushers. You mentioned Farrell. Yeah. I, they got weird with it. I was I just trying it. to find a guy that was... Do run. you love it because it's weird or do you love it because it's a good pick? I love it because it's weird. Okay. I mean, I, that's see, that's what I wanted, but I wanted Kyler Murray. I don't know about this. Yeah. Is this a reach, Dane? Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me it is, but you're getting a productive player who understands the art of pass rush. He's not a premier athlete by any means. But watch him in the national title game. It's Jonah oh, Williams. Oh, no. He, that tells you everything he, right there. He, yeah, Jonah Williams had a handful with this cat. And, and in typical Raider fashion, if Al Davis was alive, that's probably the game he would be watching over and over and over again about uh, uh, Cleveland Farrell. And, 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 look at this guy. Yeah, look, look at, at this Look at the guy. way he just gets the corner. Yeah, look, but, but I think we all kind of agree that th- this is a little bit of a reach for, for the Raiders. And, 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 you know, and to Dane's theory, to Dane's theory, they went away from some guys that probably are better players, and it and it might have had to have done been because of the the agent stuff. They they went away from that. Lord, they, I hope yeah, that can't be true. I I just I think I think true. he I absolutely believe that he is onto something here, and I, I'm fascinated to go to go back and and one day ask John Gruden if really that was the case. Negotiations aren't even a part of an NFL career really until you're in your fifth that these, year. These guys, these guys hold a grudge. These I trust me, I know those guys. They hold a grudge. And with Farrell, you know, then I I just felt like you're going to spite your team to you know, that, spite yeah, an agent? Yeah. Oh. That's a Raider way. Oh. It's the absolute <laughs> Raider way. way. It is. It's to it's be a, totally it, bat to, S. To, yes. Why not? And, you know, with Farrell, though, I, I think the best move he had was the arm over stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that was like you know, to free himself. I thought there were times he could use his hands, be pretty good. He's really good when he could play on the move and use his hands, use that arm over. You know, he could finish when he gets in position. I thought he played with better overall power against Alabama. That's the thing we were talking about right there. But I'd like to see him play with more of a burst. You know, that's where I was really kind of like he gets a little stuck. And then when he has a chance, though, to, when he frees himself, you don't see him really, really totally close. And that's that. That was a little bit of a concern. They use him on stunts and twists. They try and move him around. He can close down on the edge from the line. But man, I'll tell you what. There, there are some other defensive ends and edge rushers that I would have taken over this guy. But that's again the typical Raider type. Keep everybody on their edge. They kept their draft board very, very quiet. And uh, they got a guy here from Clemson, the national champions. I've got this awesome resource from Dane Brugler that he so kindly provided me that says that there are five other pass rushers that are better than him, and four of them were still available when this guy came off the board. So we'll we'll see. Raiders going to Raider, man. Raiders going to Raider. Thank you, Ken. Again, I love it because they stuck to their board and they took who they thought was the next best pass rusher. And look, Farrell was, you know, 44 career starts at Clemson. Right. A big sample size. 50 tackles for loss over that span. He has a production. 
a guy that we haven't seen a full workout from him. He had the turf toe. Sure. Then it wasn't a full workout at the combine. So there's some stuff there. He wasn't going to test off the charts. We know that. But, again, throw on the national title game. Watch him use that length. Uh, again, a guy that understands how to – similar to Bosa in ways in, in terms of his understanding of how to set up his rush, <laughs> break down the blocker, uh, and win with rhythm. So, again, not that twitchy edge rusher, not the type of athlete that Josh Allen from Kentucky is, but probably the more polished pass rusher. That's what the Raiders are betting on. Yeah, this is where Dane brought up the injury stuff, the right turf toe. And uh, the trainers I talked to, medical staff people around the league, said they didn't think that was an issue with him. But but to a man, they said, hey, wish he'd have worked out more. Wish he would have, you know, they never they never got to see him really. And Dane brought that up as he, as he opened his uh, little uh, scouting report for you there. The trainers were around the league were like going, hey, we just never got to see if the turf toe, we don't think it's a problem, but we'd like to have seen him work out a little more. And uh, so the, But the Raiders felt good enough about him. Uh, he is their pick at 1-4. That puts the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will, on the clock. And this will be interesting. Josh Allen, Devin White, which way do they go if that's the two players they're picking between? Which, well... Real quick, you want to know who's ruling college football right now? Just look at the top four picks in this year's draft. Pretty much says it all. Yeah, there you go. But uh, and and you know, I don't know. But Devin White, <laughs> Devin White seems like he's he has been mocked to Tampa so consistently by so many people, and Cleveland Farrell just proved what use mock drafts are. Like you, can, you can never know. Didn't but, get that one right, did you, Brugler? Cleveland Farrell? Yeah. No. Every, <laughs> I'm three for four. But every year. <laughs> there you go. Every year. We still love you, man. I oh, love you to death. Yeah. Every year, doesn't it seem like th- there's a handful of guys where they're just penciled in at that slot and it's right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not always right. but yeah. And that's that's just a vibe I get about Devin White. Doesn't mean I'm right. Well, here's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers needs as we look at them right now. Outside linebacker, inside defensive lineman tackle potentially right there a wide receiver, and an offensive tackle, and an inside linebacker. So those are kind of the, the needs right now that we're, uh, we're thinking about uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, does Allen make sense here for them? I mean, they, they I brought, mean, him, in. They brought him in on a visit. They're yeah, switching exactly. to a 3-4. Good job, David, noticing that. They're switching to a 3-4 defense, and they need rushers. Right now their outside rushers are what Jason Pierre-Paul and the free agent they got from the Broncos, yeah. uh, Shaquille Barrett. Yeah. So, you know, they need an upgrade on as, as they move to that 3-4 defense, and Josh yes. Allen yeah. would be a perfect fit. They still have Noah Spence, which I feel like I probably was wrong about Noah Spence. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're right, Dane. They don't have, uh, they don't have anybody that really uh, can put a lot of pressure. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul went down there. With the, Dallas played them late in the season, and he did a really nice job. I was, you know, it looked like the Jason Pierre-Paul of old, and he kind of found the fountain of youth there in Tampa. So let's see if he, in fact, can do it again. All right, it looks like the pick's in. We're still waiting for the commissioner uh, to make his way uh, to the podium. Uh, this will be pick one five. Uh, right now they're showing, the NFL Network is showing the Buccaneers war room. It looks like everybody's kind of uh, uh, just kind of waiting around, hands in pockets. Where's uh, the ship? Yeah, where's the ship? They ought to do the. They ought to do the. Yeah, fire they ought to, they ought to fire the, the cannons. When you pick have, this exactly. Guy. They ought to have the the draft. Like their war room ought to be on the ship. That, that would, would be that would be awesome. Incredible. Yeah, and this is Bruce Arians' first year. Uh, well, he took one year off. Uh, went from Arizona. Now is at Tampa. It looks like that Commissioner Goodell is making his way to the podium. So let's see who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have selected. 
It's up to the commissioner to finish up the top five as the Giants are already 90 seconds into their pick on the clock. For Tampa Bay's pick, I'm joined by Casey Reynolds, a Make-A-Wish kid and a huge Buccaneers fan. Casey's been fighting cancer, and tonight his wish is to be granted to announce the opportunity to be granted to announce the Buccaneers' first-round pick. Love the bow tie, young man. We hope this wish gives Casey the physical and emotional strength to face any challenges that come his way. Okay, Casey, now's the time. With the fifth pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Devin White. Here you go. Hey, called it. Go Tigers. And I think if you're the Giants, you're maybe pumping your fist. Josh Allen falls in your laps here. Yeah, how about that? That's pretty amazing. David Hellman, scouting report on Devin White, please. Listen, he's being picked in the top five, so you don't, I mean, trust that he's a good player. But more than anything else, this dude is a locker room changer. Uh, reminds me a lot of Jamal Adams out of the same out of LSU, obviously, a couple years ago. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the accountable workhorse, like, not going to take a day off loves football more than life itself. I think the only other thing he loves is riding his horse. Um, he's a culture changer. And on top of that, he is a ridiculously athletic hair on fire, flying to the ball playmaker. Uh, you know, even for a linebacker, like he, he seems to always be around the ball. Great at stripping. Um, Dane said it this morning. He's probably the best blitzing linebacker in this class. Um, but like I said, I mean, you're being picked in the top 10. You don't need me to tell you that he's talented, but right. he is a culture-changing player. And with Quan Alexander, another LSU Tiger, off to San Francisco, I completely get why they uh, why they want to add him to their defense. Yeah, I mean, this guy, I, I, I really, I, and I know you and I being an alum of the school, where, I mean, he is he is rare when it comes to uh, the, the being in the locker room like you talked about, the traits. All those things with him is just is so top shelf with him. I, I just I loved watching him play at LSU. I, you know, there were time. I mean, this guy creates turnovers. He creates havocs. You know, you'll see him. He rips the ball out of guys' hands. He's always in position. He can close ground. And when the, your ability to make to create turnovers is because your ability to close ground quickly and finish. And I I think that. You know, he does a great job of locating the football. He'll move along the line of scrimmage until he gets there, and then he'll attack. And that's uh, that's the way I, I, I love him. I've always seen him play well. They use him in coverage. He can play outside uh, on the on uh, covers man. He can drop in the zone. You know, he's one of these guys that never comes off the field, read and react type of a player. And you can tell by the way he covers that he understands his responsibility. And I think that's a really, really key here in the National Football League. You have a guy that doesn't make mistakes. And uh, he was one of the, the best to ever wear that purple and gold. And so Tampa Bay Buccaneers are really lucky to have a kid like this. Yep, they are. No question. And I think you guys summed it up perfectly. And uh, he's, he can be the difference maker. He can be the tempo setter. And that's exactly what you're looking for in defense uh, for the Tampa Bay Bucs as they move, make that move to the 
I worry about taking an off-ball linebacker that early when he's not a proven coverage player. Yeah, uh, that that would worry me a little bit. That's why Devin Bush is a higher-rated linebacker in the sure. draft for me. But I understand why they did it because uh, this guy is just. He's all football all the time, and yeah. that, that's something that you want to add to your locker room. That's and yeah, I love Devin White. Clearly, like he went to LSU, you get it. But I, I've said it before. Like I wonder the value of a pure off-ball linebacker in the top five. Like much like running back, kind of like taking a guard. Yeah, I mean, I'm just you know, you know, okay. That's you know, running back, but even, okay. No, I, I'm not trying to bust but, on it. I'm just saying though. In the, but I, there's need... a lot of things in this draft. These drafts I don't understand anymore. But I'm just about taking good football players. You're right, but. In my point, and you're right. You're right. I mean, Quentin Nelson. That's yeah. a great point. But you're still in the in the pass happy NFL where the physical aspect and the tone setting just, aspect of it is getting further and further removed. Yeah, I think. Can it, you make? Can he make enough plays to make it worth it? Yeah, I think he can. I think he can. And, and I, I respect what Dane's saying about the coverage. I, I saw a guy I felt like they can cover. I saw a guy when the when the ball's in front of him and he's driving and he's tackling and he's he's violent and he's knocking. I mean, I saw a guy that can do that. So I'm maybe I'm a little bit more open to him being on the field and all that, but I, I'm also learning a lot about this NFL now. There's yeah. things that I never believed. I never believed I would see a quarterback as short as Kyler Murray get picked first overall. It's true, you know. I never and that happened when, and, when you go all the way back, go back to to uh, to the guy in Cleveland, Baker you know? Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That, that was to, another one. You know, so. I hate to compare him to a Hall of Famer, but. Devin will be every bit of the tone setter and attitude guy that Derek Brooks was for that same that's, defense. That's that's what you're hoping for. Which, if you're yeah, a Buccaneer fan, it, but. if you're if Derek Brooks is a quality human being, a captain, a tough guy. You talk to Rod Marinelli about him; he lights up. I guarantee you, Devin White will have that whole locker room's respect in about 15 minutes. Yeah. So and oh, I okay, bet you and the, the Giants. Yeah, here we go. Thought, the Giants yeah, are on the clock, go. and now they're going to make a pick. Here we go. In the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Daniel Jones, oh. quarterback. Oh. 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 And we thought the Raiders were going to be the team oh. to make the surprise. Daniel Jones kind of looks like a lawyer, doesn't he? Kind of a nice-looking kid. Daniel Jones, he is the quarterback. David Hellman, uh, did you think that, that – okay, we talked about this. We talked we about. Sure did. We yeah. talked did about, we? Did we talk about? No, no, this? no, no, no. Where we talked about this was the David Cutcliffe connection. Yeah, this is where we talked about about okay, the Eli Manning, the Peyton Mannings, the Giants, the history with Eli Manning. You know, they 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 knew about this kid. They knew from David Cutcliffe. You know, maybe they didn't ask Eli Manning about him, mm-hmm. but David Cutcliffe. If you start talking about the traits that they like in Eli Manning. I think da- I think Daniel Jones has those kinds of traits. Am I wrong about that, uh, Dane Bruno? No, and you see the Manning mannerisms. I mean, you see that. Uh, he watched. You could tell he's watched a lot of tape yeah. of Mannings. You could tell David Cutcliffe's cut-up reels have been a lot of stuff to deal with the Mannings. You could tell by the way he plays. One of the few quarterbacks, by the way, that plays underneath center that you can see, you can see play that way. Right. And, you know, it's a natural fit, I think, with his connection with Eli Manning. Uh, you know, it's he's going to be the quarterback and waiting. It's a good situation for him. Is he going to live up to being the sixth overall pick in the draft? I don't know. Dane, remind me again when you watched your first bit of 2019 tape. I, Memorial Day last year, maybe. Uh, and when did you watch Daniel Jones for the first time? Um, over the summer. Okay. I had a second-round grade on him over the summer. I've I've flipped through 
a little bit of tape. So I'm going to, you are the expert and I'm, I'm the layman here and I'm going to just spit a hot take at you. Okay. (laughs) This guy played for Duke. I understand like it is, it is not a, it is not a power five program to be reckoned with a lot of guys that are never going to sniff the next level of football on that team. At the same time, if he is the number six pick in this draft, should he have not at some point elevated that team beyond what they were? That's always that is a, that is what you were tough. looking no, no, for no, from a top ten quarterback. That's a tough question to, to answer. I mean, I, I, you can maybe make the maybe the players that, around him too. I, I mean, just they, said they, that. A, they know, might I, all be terrible. I know, maybe they're I, all dentists. I'm sorry, I didn't listen to you that much on that. But I, I was, I was. But you think about Duke and forever. Duke was. I mean, under Steve Spurrier, they were. They've been and, making bowls reliably. But under that's what I'm saying. Of. It's the Music City Bowl. Yeah. It's the Champs Bowl. It's 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 not. It's not they it, aren't they aren't Harvard. Yeah. Like they got they got players, they go to bowls. And but why 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 was why weren't they better if this guy is a top ten pick? Who else can you say about that at quarterback in this draft? Is there anybody else you could say? Why about? didn't he elevate his team? I yeah. mean yeah. Dwayne Haskins had his team one bad game against Purdue away from the playoff. Okay. Kyler Murray made it to the playoff. I feel the Locke? same way I feel the same way about Locke, to be fair. Okay. He's not getting drafted sixth overall. Yeah, I I wouldn't draft Drew Locke in the first round. See, this is this is where this is where that influence. This I swear this is this is coaches. This is this a, is this where a head coach telling an organization. And and trust me, we got in trouble with this at the Cowboys in those early two thousands when we were awful at drafting. We listened to too many quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators to tell us that oh no, this guy is good. This guy's this. This guy's this. It always got us in trouble, and I'm not saying that we had a we had a kill to have a guy like Daniel Jones on our roster, but I just feel like though that man, this one to me is it's a it, reach. It, well, well, I, I, on our board, on our 105.3 board, Murray Haskins Jones, we have him in the second round though. Mm-hmm. We have him in the second round, second round top of the second too. round. I and but yeah, is, you want to? Is it a reach? It, it but all it takes is one. You know me. Am I not always happy to eat crow? I don't like to pretend like I'm the expert. But this just, to me, reeks of a team falling in love with measurables and traits and all that good stuff. Oh, the Giants are a size-speed team. That The Giants have had a history with George Young and Parcells. They, Gettleman, he's from that program. More than anything else, I want to see a quarterback like lift his team around him. Yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm so not convinced. Which How hey, quick does this kid play? How quick next year? You think so, Dane? You, you trot Eli there out there on a farewell tour, knowing that Daniel Jones will be your guy. Very similar, very similar to uh, the Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes, okay. Alex Smith thing. Let's get to Jacksonville. They're on the clock now, Dane. Who are you thinking about here at Jacksonville? Uh, it, you know, is it could it be a, a rusher, some type of uh, maybe? You know, we we still got Allen in this uh, in this mix. I mean, he has right. not he has not gone anywhere. Uh, let's see who what uh, where the Jaguars wide receiver, tight end, offensive tackle, guard, uh, edge rusher. That's like a that's a you know they're talking about edge rusher took a big hit when Fowler was traded. They don't currently have a player to put on the edge to go in their rush package since Campbell and Bryant are better inside. So that's that's kind of where you're you're thinking maybe a team. Uh, I, I mentioned it as like one of their fourth needs, but wide receiver, tight end. 
guard tackle. I mean, a lot of us have talked about offensive linemen here, well, it's right? all about helping their quarterback. They invested in the quarterback, right. Nick Foles. Right. So it's all about helping him, and that could be an offensive lineman. That could be TJ Hawkinson, the tight end. Yeah, that could be uh, – they could go defense if they want to upgrade uh, the pass rush. I mean, they're, they're getting older on defense. That Some of those contracts are a little daunting. Okay, the commissioner's at the podium. Here we go. NFL draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Josh Allen. Ah. Defensive end, Kentucky. So Josh Allen. A little bit of a slide for him, don't you think, Dane, from Josh Allen? I mean, we kind of, kind of all had him projected – Maybe uh, I know it's not. We're talking about him at, you know, at, uh, potentially a top four player, top three player, maybe. Right, and it, it, he played the right position. He was productive in college football's best conference. Uh, but there, he's not that Von Miller rusher. He's not that. Uh, you know, there's holes in his game that you kind of worry about. So yeah. you know, you understand it. Absolutely. But at this point in the in the top ten, the Jaguars feel like they're getting a pretty good pass rusher they can add to the mix. Uh, again, your your edge rushers, I mean, who, Ngakwe is probably their best, best true edge rusher in sure. Jacksonville. Sure, um, it, you add him to the mid, Josh Allen to the mix, and you know you just got better on defense. Wonder if this is a situation where they never expected him to get there, and yeah, and they kind just of took altered. the best player on the board. Yeah. Probably they're, they're another team. It, it had been so widely accepted that they wanted an offensive tackle. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I kept. I kept. But people kept mocking the, him the, to the, the tackles. Nobody, the op- nobody in the world thought Josh Allen would still be here at seven. I mean, yeah. I'm sure somebody did, but by, it wasn't a long list. By the way, my Joel Siegel connection with the yeah. Raiders that was shot to heck. Uh, Joel Siegel represents Cleveland Farrell. Woo! So, <laughs> that, so they just liked him that much. Yes. So that Ed Oliver, the yeah, that doesn't play go into effect here. Did you did you start digging on that one? Did you go see? No, no. I tweeted it, and people reminded me that Joel Siegel was the agent for Cleveland Farrell. I, I forgot about that. So that I never anticipated Cleveland Farrell with that fourth pick. And here I'm, so, I'm like I'm like I'm sitting here. Maybe I should have like, checked. Yeah. I was thinking of the top, but maybe it's an interesting theory, and it sounds like something the Raiders would do. Because okay, nuts. well, if that's the case, then they didn't take the best. They didn't take the best rusher, then, did they? Is anybody surprised that Gruden and Mayock had a wildly different idea? <laughs> oh no, no! Again, it's not a surprise. It's yeah. they're doing. They're following their board, uh, but it is surprising they needed to get all the scouts out. We don't want anybody knowing. Yeah. We don't want anybody trading up to three to get steal Farrell from us. We don't know. We won't want anybody knowing that we're going to take the sixth best pass rusher <laughs> right. fourth overall. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they were not, if they're not interested in, if they, if the theory, if the theory was blown away, they didn't take the best guy. Maybe to them, they took the best guy. Maybe not to that's, us though. That's the beauty of it. Isn't yes, it, Brian? Absolutely. We'll know in three years. We will know in three years. Okay. Detroit lions are on the clock. There's about four minutes and 45 seconds left in their pick. Uh, we're looking at the Lions' needs: uh, defense, uh, excuse me, corner, tight end, safety, and guard. Dane Brugler or David Hellman? Let me ask you, David Hellman, is this where we see another tight end go for uh, for the Detroit Lions? It seemed like that uh, Eric Ebron was drafted just a few years ago. The word around town is that the Lions have also been trying to get out of this, but. Maybe it's not as trade happy a first round as we thought it would be. Um, I thought there was going to be some chaos. Yeah, here, and we not yet. And, and we, we haven't the, seen the, the chaos Lions yet. sound like they're going to hang in and make this pick. I mean, T.J. Hawkinson's got to be like one of your five favorite players in this draft, right? If you look at if you look at just position, just okay. Excuse me, take position out of it. Yeah, he's one of the top 
he would be one of the top yeah. 10 players just regardless of position. Which, Am I right about that, Dane? Yeah, I agree. It's easy to be terrified of tight end because of what happened to you with Eric Ebron. But, you know, you can't you can't judge players that come out of the same school because of what happened before. You can't, you know, just because Eric Ebron didn't work out for you doesn't mean that this is a bad idea. I, I mean, right. Matt Stafford, he what you got? You got Galladay. You got uh, yeah. who you got on that right? Like, yeah, like give him some weapons to work with. I mean, he's your best chance yeah. of competing. Yeah, uh, you got Marvin Jones. That's right, Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones and Galladay you're talking about. Tight ends there are Jesse James and uh, Michael Roberts. Really, that's kind of where they got right now. Uh, I know Matt Patricia's Mr. Defense, but like that, that team will be as relevant as Matt Stafford can make them. So I want to help him. They drafted an offensive lineman in the first round last year. I'm right. sure you could probably use another one if I had to guess. But like, yeah, I'm and well, T.J. Hawkinson can block. I'm on he board can. with that. Well, and they they made a, a an attempt to go get Gronk last off season. Yeah, you know, and so this is Hawkinson's the closest thing to a Gronk prospect in this draft in terms of his ability to block, uh, be a threat down the seam, uh, create after the catch. So. I think tight end would certainly make sense. I mean, you mentioned offensive line. If they went Jonah Williams here, that would uh, make some sense. Just a guy that play tackler or guard. I think they're a little bummed maybe Josh Allen's not there. I think that would have been a natural fit. Ed Oliver's still on the board. Uh, I think the Buffalo would love if Ed Oliver falls with them at nine. But How about, how about this for a, a little nugget here? In, in Quinn's, the general manager Quinn's first three seasons as a GM, the Lions have never brought in a player they ended up selecting in the first round of the NFL draft for a top thirty visit. Uh, and as I check, as I check their visits right now, they they did not bring in Hawkinson. Why? Why? Hawkinson's one of those guys where I don't think you need Noah to bring Fant, him in. Noah, they brought in at the tight ends. They brought in Noah Fant, Dawson Knox, Drew Sample, Irv Smith, and Sternberger. Hawkins is one of those guys I don't think you need to bring in. You can get everything you need at the Combine, and you feel confident about him. Why do you need to bring him in? That's a good little nugget, though, huh? Don't you? I, <laughs> I sure would like to spend some quality time with a guy I'm going to give $20 million to. Well, or you, they, or you, they, you, they, you don't want to yeah. tip that you like well, them. All at the, and, and it's easy but to they forget. they brought in all the other top tight ends. Here we go. Commissioner's at the podium. Hold that thought there, David Hellman. Yeah. With the in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select T.J. Hawkinson. Make that four years in a row now. <laughs> well, what I, and what I was going to say is we forget about this with the Cowboys all the time. Yeah, the 30 visits are important. There's no limit on what you can go out and do in your spare time. Like, he can come to your facility once. You can go to him However many times mm-hmm. you want, right? right? I mean, they could have – Matt Patricia could have been living in in uh, Iowa, Iowa City, City, Iowa for Iowa the last City, three yeah. months for all I know. So maybe that is interesting. Maybe you don't want to tip people off to what you're going to do. David, you want to give a little bit more thought about this player? Have you seen this player? You've known enough about this I, guy. I, TJ Hawkinson is one of those guys that, like, if you follow the draft and you follow college football, you've known about him for a while now. I remember I, he popped up on my radar – I want to say he was playing Minnesota, and Dane was tre- – or maybe it was Illinois. Dane was tweeting out clips of him just blocking guys into – Knocking them up by the cheerleaders. Just absolutely demolishing Stealing people. Stealing their souls. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the exact phrase you <laughs> used. Yeah. So you see that, and, you know, you know, he was on my radar before the Cowboys got rid of their first-round pick. Let's put it that way. 
and you're like, ooh, okay, yeah. this is pretty intriguing. So you're thinking at 27, the Cowboys I'm thinking, were thinking, well, we didn't even, no, we were thinking yeah. at pick 13. Oh, that's your saying. <laughs> at pick yeah. 13, yeah. the Cowboys draft each. So, I mean, he's he's a stud, man. He can do it all. He's, yeah. He, and that's that's rare in this day and age when a tight end can do it all right off the bat. This guy is, you talk about inline blocker. <laughs> this guy is crazy in line blocker. He gets some serious push in the running game. He's a finisher. You can pin his man, pancake blocker. If they gave stickers on the back of their helmet, I don't think they do this at Iowa. They put that uh, you know America for Farmers sticker on their helmet, which they should. And but this guy would have a ton of stickers on his helmet for the pancakes blocks. The the things that he the, his best trait, and I th- I think as a blocker is his ability to sustain. I he he just does not give up as a blocker. I called him abusive the way he plays. He could block defensive ends, linebackers. He could, you know, but when you watch him catch the ball down the field, this guy will draw a share of double coverage because he can get down the field. He's got a nice release off the ball. He's got some separation to him, sideline awareness, plays in balance, soft hands. Uh, this guy can do a lot of things for you as a tight end. Like I say, the blocking is really the number one thing. But man, he can he when he has to catch the ball down the field, he can sure do that as well. This is, this is going to piss you off, Brian. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that I am going to gun for in my fantasy football drafts. Are you really? Yeah, because he's ready to go, and he's got a good quarterback. And you know, for the same reasons that Eric Ebron was appealing when he was coming out, which hopefully this time it'll work out better. Are we surprised? Eight picks, no trades. Yes, stunned. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I feel like honestly. I feel like an oversold chaos. So I mean, you know, and maybe I need to do a movie review of some chaos movie or something because I feel like we're we thought about and I, maybe it had a lot to do. Maybe this had a lot to do with that all of a sudden with Farrell being picked. You know, people are just like, whoa, that's whoa, it. wait, that guy's still on the board? That's all it takes is that one pick to and create that said, ripple effect. Yeah, and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, wait, we got a little bit better guy on that board now. The Jaguars for sure. I I would be I I mean, I just feel like the Jags probably had an offensive tackle in their sights and then bye bye. Yeah. Josh and- Allen? The, uh, I'm going to remind everybody here, guys. Our coverage of the 2019 NFL Draft is brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite is the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys, and they've been the only beer of the draft show. We appreciate all the things that they do for us. David Hellman, fire me some team needs of the Buffalo Bills. I got you covered They're on there, the clock. Brian. The Buffalo Bills, uh, top needs. Dane, Dane listed it this morning. Line help, both sides, offensive okay. tackle, defensive, okay. defensive tackle, defensive end. Cornerback, I bet they're I mean, they might be bummed about T.J. Hawkinson because tight end is another one. They let Charles Clay go this year. Um, I think they're excited to see Ed Oliver still there. That is woof. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, um, Kyle Williams, right. shout out LSU Tigers, retired go Tigers. Last year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they, great career. They really wanted to upgrade on uh, the their front. They really want offensive or defensive. Yeah, you know, whether it was a tackle. Man, they got some choices tackle. though. They do. Dillard, Jonah, Jonah Williams, Williams we Oliver. A, we don't have an offensive lineman off the board. No, yet, that's right? that's. I thought Jacksonville was going to be the team. Yeah, yeah. So did I. And so now, yeah. okay, they have their choice. They can go offensive line, defensive line. Still think Ed Oliver at, at number nine. That I, is a he could be that difference maker. For Which him. is it just goes to show. As recently as this morning and or last week, people were like. <laughs> Everybody thinks Ed Oliver's going to last all the way to 15, huh? That guy's going top five. Like, people were saying Oakland could take him, or maybe even sir, the Jets. Sir, and the thing with it, I, I know for a fact that Atlanta 
is a team that if an offer got to them at oh yeah, at I'm, four, su- yeah. I'm surprised they didn't trade up to eight. Yeah, you, you had that in your mock, didn't you? Didn't you have Atlanta trying to get up to uh, one of them? I, I at the end I had Washington going up to eight to get Haskins, but now with the Giants no longer in play for a quarterback, the Redskins might be thinking well, we don't have to trade up to get Haskins. Yeah, what about you know? the Broncos though? See, I don't think the Broncos are taking a quarterback. Yeah, you, I mean you might be right, but that, that's the that's the other logical. Denver and Cincinnati. Well, Denver, Cincinnati, and Miami all seem like long shots, but they all could do it. They're possible, sure. That's interesting. We got the, I, yeah. The, the Bills said we got the podium. Let's go, Kent. With the ninth pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Ed Oliver, defensive tackle. Good job, Dane Burglar. That's a win. Yeah. Dane Burglar talked to Dane. Uh, I'll go with, I'll go. How about this? I'll go with David Hellman again. Talk to me about Ed Oliver a little bit. My, one of my favorite jokes in draft Twitter is that they've been talking about Ed Oliver as an off the ball defensive tackle because <laughs> yeah. he's that absurdly athletic. Who did you, you said the other day, Dane, that he had a faster three cone time than like somebody like DK Metcalf or yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. he's silly. He's, He's a freak. He's a freak athlete. Um, and the guy that he gets compared to is Aaron Donald, which obviously is going to be unfair because that's the highest paid defender in football for a reason. But he's got that type of athleticism. He's got that ability to penetrate. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was a top five pick. His three cone was better than DK Metcalf. It was better than Riley Ridley. It was better than JJ Arcega Whiteside. Uh, I mean, quite a few of these wide receivers. We've been talking. We've been talking about this kid as a possible top three pick for two, three years now, since he was a true freshman in Houston. And correct me if I'm like Houston used him kind of stupidly last year. They were playing him at nose. Like, uh, no, I don't think that's. I I can only imagine what Rod Marinelli would have done with this guy, which obviously that was Rod. Every it's time, not worth fantasizing about. Yeah, when Rod was... Uh, Three I, technique yeah, all day. It, he, and he started comparing him to the Warren Saps and hmm. guys like that. And so that, that Rod was always very honest about this guy. Had a little bit of kind of a, a little bit of a, uh, uh, altercation with the coach, right? Though about a jacket on the sidelines he, and all that he, stuff. He, that was just kind of a blown up thing. Yeah, well, he, he's still he's still a young kid. He's immature. Hmm. I mean, he... He's a guy that grew up in Houston, played at Houston. Like he's, you know, still immature in some areas, yeah. but it's not like a character concern right. where you're really worried about, you know, trusting him uh, away from the facility right. and getting in fights. It's not that. He just he has some growing up to do, but yeah. most of these 21 year olds do. Bills Mafia is going to love this guy. Oh, hey, yeah. And I just want to remind you, though, by the way, you know, they, they with no first round pick, uh, you know, we do have the ability to go into the Cowboys' war room. Just nothing going on there. We'll, uh, with, they they kind of control when we can go in and out of that room. So, again, that's a feature that we're going to have all weekend. You're seeing a lot of me and Dane Brugler and David Hellman, Kit Garrison, and the guys are doing a great job of putting up a bunch of highlights. You've got the tracker down below. Make sure you're part of that uh, with the, cow, the hashtag Cowboys Draft. You know, that way we could see your comments. Uh, again, we got the graphics of – what the round, the team, the team it's uh, on deck with the picks. Uh, we're kind of flying through these things right now a little bit. I'm really happy about the direction this thing's going. Uh, Just a guess, Brian. Yeah. Uh, sorry, didn't mean to derail. No, you, not at all. Sean McDermott, head coach of the Bills, longtime defensive coach. Yeah. Defensive coordinator of the Panthers teams that drafted Kawan Short. Yeah. There you Star Latulale. Yep. Yeah. Luke Keekley. Right. 
got him to a Super Bowl with the yeah. help of that defense. I bet he's going to find a use for for Ed Oliver. I yeah. think they'll be just fine. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that, I, I, I'm a big fan in, of Ed Oliver. I'm glad that he got that opportunity. Again, that war room cam again at the Ford Center. We'll get to that when they when they feel like they need us to be nosy. We'll be nosy, but just remember that's a, that's the a thing that we're going to have all week. Uh, as we are all weekend as we work through uh, this NFL draft. Okay, that means now that the Denver Broncos are on the clock. I'm looking at it right now. It's 4.30 to their pick. David Hellman, can you fire me some Denver Bronco potential needs? You know I can, Brian. I, yeah, there we go. Uh, quarterback is obviously the much-discussed one. They've got Flacco. Seems like every year they're talking about a quarterback at that place. Yeah, well, they, they do have Flacco, so to Dane's point, they don't have to do it. Um, receiver, offensive line, outside linebacker. Okay, they have to Dane Brugler. We, this, this has got to be an offensive lineman here, don't you think? One of these these standout tackles? I think it's a perfect spot for Devin Bush. Okay. Personally, I think you okay. know, we saw Devin Waco you said, early. You said linebacker. Outside linebacker. Okay, my bad. Good job. I'm sorry. I need to listen a little bit better there. My we bad. saw Devin Waite go early yeah. at five. Devin Bush is a better player than Devin Waite, in my opinion. I think Devin Bush. Watch your mouth. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm about to jump across the board there myself. Big Ten guy, SEC guys. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but I think Devin Bush is a plug-and-play linebacker who can do everything we said with Devin Waite, copy-paste, Devin Bush. It, it, White's a little bigger than Bush. But with, for me, the instincts, he can, a little, he's a little more proven in coverage. I, I think he'd be a great pick for, for Denver here. Yeah, but we're talking about, man, that 5'11", 4", right? I bet the, is Cin- that what, is that the Cincinnati height? Bengals desperately hope that you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they you're want, 100% right. They want that guy. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but what's the length? Yeah, between those two, it's like an eighth of an inch off in okay. terms of length. Uh, I'm sorry, so, I, I'm, I'm you know, you're right, you're not wrong. Come at the king, Brian. You better not miss. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, Todd Davis is a linebacker. Josie Jewell, our guy Josie Jewell from Iowa, who's more of a let's be honest, he's a two down, yeah. uh, inside backer. Yeah. Bush is more of your outside, yeah, you know, do everything type of player. Okay, we love Josie Jewell. That was a big, I we was do, big, we do, big but fan no, of Josie Jewell. I, to your to your point, offensive line. They invested in the offensive line in the offseason um, in free agency, so it's not as much of a need, but it is something they want to upgrade. Okay, I'm just kind of getting some whispers here. Kent Garrison produced on the fly. What if I tell okay, you here that we go. they're the not Steelers make Devin, this Devin Bush. They're coming up to get Devin okay, Bush. Okay, yeah, the Steelers have made a, a move. We'll see exactly uh, what it entails uh, when we get to particulars. But the, the, now the Steelers are going to be on the clock here. And uh, they were going to make this selection. Uh, the the Steelers, Dave, you have the Steelers in front of you. I mean, I know Dane's, yeah. Dane's talking about Devin Bush. Just want to make sure there's cornerback, not an cornerback, all all linebackers and okay. tight end are their big needs. Okay, which, yeah. So the, Devin the, Bush fits that. Devin bill. Bush fits what they're trying to do here. One uh, of the, the worst kept secrets is their love for Devin Bush. Okay. Yeah. And so they and they love Murphy. The corner too was a guy that twenty. So they they kind of they talked about him as well. I know some people were mentioning about the Steelers. That'd be a pretty big shock if they traded up here to get Murphy. No, no, no. I, I, at the time, at their pick at twenty. Sure. No, no. At the twenty, Devin Bush is the guy that they've wanted, and they initially thought maybe they could get him at twenty, and then it became pretty apparent that's not happening. So uh, if they Steelers if, do play with some shorter linebackers, there's no question and they about that. They have not had that. You know, the the tragic injury to Ryan Shazier. Right. They have not had someone step up and fill those shoes. They Devin Bush can be that guy. Okay. As we look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, again, you're right. Uh, Mark Barron uh, is uh, is there now. And then uh, Vince Williams as an inside backer. 
as well. Those are the starters that we see uh, for the Steelers as they uh, make this pick. Uh, Dave talked about uh, and there's offensive t- there's offensive linemen, but I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, where are, where are these tackles going? Yeah, where are Nobody ta- wants them. Well, Joe Green is going to come to this podium and tell you who the Steelers are going to take. Kent, let's go there. The Denver Broncos have traded the 10th pick that was my note. to the Pittsburgh Steelers. For Pittsburgh's pick, please welcome back to the stage 1979 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Hall of Famer and Steeler legend Joe Green. Thank you, thank you. Great man. He hangs out here a lot. He does. With the 10th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Devin Bush. Good job, Dave Bergman. You're on that all the way. There you go. Again, at Michigan's Pro Day, yeah. the Steelers sent everybody. The secretaries were there. Everybody was at Michigan's <laughs> Pro Day. Can those secretaries Day. evaluate? That's what I want to know. The GM, the head Kevin coach. Kevin Colbert, yeah. Everybody was there, and it was Devin Bush who they wanted to see, and Devin Bush had a great Pro Day. So it, it's, again, it, you know, they Ryan Shazier, tragic injury. This is their answer to that. This is a guy they hope can fill those shoes and be that defensive playmaker. And it, it, you talk about, yeah, the tragic tragic injury to Ryan Shazier. Uh, you know, Devin Bush, I, I, talk about, I talk about guys. I talk, you know, I've been always saying about the height of the young man. But, you know, he, he overcomes a lot when you watch him play. And, again, shorter guy, hold his ground. He's got a nose for the football. I mean, this guy will drop in the throwing lanes. He deflects balls. He's an emotional player. Plays well with his hands, but has to be careful not to get washed. There's times you see him get hooked up a little bit, David. He needs to keep moving, but runs well, closes well, good reactions, can wrap up when you need him to. Sideline to sideline player, gets through the trash, fills those gaps. He's got some pop to his game. I like that about this young man, though. But has to do a better job of fighting that block pressure. And I think that uh, the Steelers, uh, again, they've got a guy that's got uh, got uh, that kind of that ability uh, to make plays, to get to the football, to finish. You got to love guys like that, David. I'm going to, I'm going to steal this uh, off of Twitter. I, I tweeted this out, and uh, somebody named Wingspan Whisperer came right back at me, and I think it's a good point. Is okay. Number one overall pick in this draft is a five ten quarterback. Yep. Number five overall pick is an off ball linebacker. Right. Then somebody trades up ten spots to number ten to draft another off ball linebacker. Speed matters. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it, that's, I mean, that's a very that's a very fair point. This league is getting faster, and I mean, you're trying to combat these these rule changes and and the speed of the game. You got to be fast, I guess. And I think that's I think that's a really good point. It it's surprising, and maybe it shouldn't be because the key is to be as fast as humanly possible. Okay, here are the particulars of this trade that was just made. The Denver Broncos trade one one uh, one ten to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, in turn, send back 120. They send a second-round pick, which is 252. That now belongs to the Denver Broncos. So the Steelers send 252 to Denver, and then they send a third-round selection in 2020 Hmm. to move up to the rights to draft uh, Devin Bush. So, again, once one more time, the, the Steelers make this pick at 10. Denver gets back a 
They'll go to 20 now to pick, and they get 52 and a third-round pick in 2020. Underrated aspect of this pick, which it's not got anything to do with his on-field ability, but Devin Bush on the War Room cam. Yeah, and that's right. The War Room cam at Ford Center is now up. Uh, They're giving us a little bit of a view of what's going on here. Uh, They've determined there's Jason Garrett. He is sitting. uh, I don't see Jerry Jones. No, I don't. Just I went, walked out of the room. I wonder okay. if Jerry, uh, Jerry and Stephen both are out of that room. Jason Garrett left uh, to man the, uh, the man the helm while the uh, the the general manager and the director of player personnel are out of the room. Devin Bush is the guy that stomped on Michigan State's logo. Mm-hmm. I I mean the Steelers are mean and gritty, right? Like I love that. Like that that guy should play in Pittsburgh. Yeah, if you're a team in the AFC North, you're like, eh, shoot. You know, like yeah, the Steelers just got a lot better on defense. Yeah, you know, and yeah. especially the Bengals. The Bengals are eyeing Devin Bush at eleven, uh, and now he goes off the board one pick ahead of them. So, uh, really interesting pick there. And the last time the Steelers moved up in the first round, any nineteen eighty two, two thousand three. Okay, still a long time ago. Who they take? Oh, 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 oh Ben Roethlisberger. Uh-uh. Two thousand three. He was two thousand four. He was okay. close. Two thousand three. They moved three, eleven three, spots. Three, 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 three. For a defensive playmaker, Troy Polamalu. Troy Polamalu. Boom. Oh, there you go. Good so, job, Dane. Good, there you go. Good, no one, how do you dig this stuff up so fast? That's why he's got the beast. Yeah. By the way, check is if you still don't have a copy of the beast, make sure you're checking his. Uh, you can still get it. There's a couple more. You'll need get it yourself the next... a digital copy. Yeah, absolutely. It, the beast is the beast is great on day one, but it really shines on day three. Yeah, yes. that's exactly what it is. Okay, again, we're uh, checking in the war room at the Ford Center. Uh, the general manager and the director of player personnel are uh, absent in that room, so maybe we have some dealings going on on the side. Uh, the the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. I love the Bengals. They're one of my favorite teams. Their picks <laughs> in right now. We're picking football players. Let's go, Commissioner. In the 2019 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Jonah Williams. There you go. Tackle. Out damn time. How about first, Jonah Williams? First offensive tackle off the board. First offensive lineman off the board. Is that going to start a run? I think so. Um, a little later than I think we thought would happen, but Jonah Williams is just hes rock solid. Um, he should be the first offensive lineman off the board. He is the top offensive lineman on my board. I had him as a top five pick. Yes, he will struggle with length at times, but he's so technically sound. He's so smart. Uh, he works at his craft. I think the the Bengals just upgraded their offensive line, whether he plays tackle, whether he plays guard. I think he can play tackle, no problem. Uh, we'll see where the Bengals play him, but uh, they just upgraded their offensive line, no question. David Hellman, Cincinnati has had a pretty good history of drafting SEC offensive linemen, if you go back. Who the, I think uh, the TV said they've drafted a guy, what, 10 years in a row from yeah, the SEC? Absolutely. So How about, well, I feel like I know the Bengals wanted a linebacker. They were eyeing both of the Devons, so they're probably sad about that. But if you go back to the start of free agency, this was a fan base that was absolutely pissed because the Bengals re-signed Bobby Hart yeah. to be their right tackle, and nobody felt good about that. Well, they probably feel a lot better right now, because I'm going to guess this guy's good enough to start from day one. He started every game in his career. It's 29 games that he started at Alabama. So me personally, if you look at my draft board, I had Dillard over him, but they were really very close in my mind. So, yeah, good for the Cincinnati Bengals. This puts the Green Bay Packers on the clock of uh, right now. The Packers probably 
uh, don't always have to pick up uh, at this uh, high level of the or this high area of the draft. But they have the twelfth overall pick. David, do you have some uh, yes. needs for? I got you, homie. Or, unless, I'm sorry, Dane. You want to say any more thing about Jonah Williams? Are you good with that the, whole thing over there? The the, fir- the best offensive lineman in the draft yeah. is the first offensive lineman drafted. So okay. I think the Bengals made a good pick. There you go. He likes to finish. He plays on his feet. He's a good puller. He has a feel how to find those guys and stay with them. He's a really patient blocker too. He doesn't get overextended or knocked off balance. Uh, second level, real easy with this guy, so it can sit down on the defender. Uh, you're right; I, they got a really good offensive lineman here in Cincinnati. Okay, David, uh, the Green Bay Packers. Well, you know, like you kind of have Dane. Do you find yourself having pet cat picks? Like sure. you, you just really want a yeah. guy to go somewhere. I wanted Hawkinson in Green Bay. I would, agree. It yeah. would have been fun. Um, tight end is one of them. They need they need DBs, which. Seems we basically they've been whiffing on their DB picks. I think they feel good about Jair Alexander, but uh, Kevin King really hasn't worked out. Our yeah, guy from I was kind of. Years I, ago, I fell in love inju- with, injuries. Yeah, I fell in love with Kevin King. Uh, yeah. De- Demarius Randall obviously yeah, shipped State, out of there. Right. Yeah, they had another guy that didn't really pan out. They they still have the kid from Iowa. Your guy last year, Jackson. Right. Yeah. But so anyway, safety and cornerback needs linebacker need. And then, again, surprisingly, wide receiver. I know Randall Cobb is gone, but I feel like they've drafted a receiver every year for the last, like, three years. But there you go. Could this be where Fant goes, Dane? Sure. You can't rule that out. I mean, they Damn. they need an impact tight end. And, I mean, Jimmy Graham, he's a shell of what he used to be. He's just not that impact tight end. Noah Fant can be. You know, you just you, you want to appease your quarterback. You want to help him score points. Give him a weapon. I, I like I I would have no problem with Noah Fan here. I you know in your head no 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 well in, no no I'm, I'm just smiling to myself about something not what you said but I'm smiling to myself I'm looking at my board right now you kind of and that's our fault like you fall into this media trap where you're like well you know the board says Fan's going to go between like fifteen and twenty five sure nothing but no there's no rule that says he can't go twelve and like I. With Aaron Rodgers slinging that thing around, yeah, give me that athletic freak playing tight end all day, every See, day. See, I was thinking about it. It was so funny because you said Aaron Rodgers, and I looked down on my thing and I saw Haskins' name. Hmm. You know? Still there. Well, He's still there. They and, brought in Locke for a 30 visit. So, you know, they, they've shown some interest in some of these quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's very reminiscent of Brett Favre, and, and, he, and you get uh, a guy sit, you know, and all, and... Favre was 35 years old when they yeah. drafted uh, Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers is 35 years old there was now. The, the, the intent was Aaron Rodgers slid down the board to them. Ted Thompson really didn't have an intent to take him. Which I guarantee you that this is the same argument they had back then. But you have, for my money, the most talented quarterback in the world. Yeah. Who is getting closer to the end of – go – Help him. Yeah. Sure. Help no, him. I, I agree. I just Win a I thought it was funny with Haskins, you know, that could this could history be repeating itself? They've here? done it before. But again, like you're talking, they were picking where that was 26. Oh, no. Yeah. They, not they, they 12. Were, no, no, no. They were way down the board. Not 12. Yeah. They were way down the board. You, there should be a guy who can help your team still on the board right now. Yeah, I agree. And it wouldn't shock me based on their previous history. What about off the offensive lineman? Well, that's here? where I was going to go. Yeah. I mean, Dillard. The same vein. You're helping your quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Dillard's there. Jawan Taylor's there. Uh, I mean, Taylor's a guy you can move inside if you want him to. It gives you probably a little more versatility, a little more power than Andre Dillard. Um, so, yeah, I, I think offensive line certainly on in the cards here. 
Okay, so we're, we're the pick is in for the Packers, and uh, we will see. I, I, yeah, there's, I just, it's funny because my eyes just immediately went to the quarterback. It just, you know, it, it's one of those things where you start thinking, okay, who are some of the better players? You know, I mean, there's a there's a lot of great players in my opinion, first round players on this board still because they're only we're only twelve in. But who of the early of who of those guys? Well, let's go see what the commissioner. Let's, let's, see, right. let's get the commissioner. I was trying to do something here, but let's get the commissioner. <laughs> With the commissioner there, Kit. In the 2019 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Rashawn Gary, linebacker, Michigan. Packers aren't worried about that, Labrum. No, not at all. Not at all. Rashawn Gary, and to Dane's point that was just made, this was one of those things where I, I and they and they noticed they named him as a linebacker right there. Rashawn Gary is linebacker. Uh, we kind of all thought that maybe I thought he would be a really good three technique. You know, not a defensive end, but if you wanted to play him inside, play him. But uh, I'm, I'm talking about, and Dane brought it up, the injury. And I'm going back. He's got a labrum that needs to be fixed. And it will likely, what I've told from several teams, will likely wear out. And it's very much similar to what uh DeMarcus, where I just, again, this is from just talking about injuries and stuff, where and Lawrence had the same condition. And so this is something that he, whether they might fix this thing, you know, who was, Dane, I'm sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot. There was a, there was a Clemson defensive lineman um, that went to Buffalo. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Lawson? Man. Shaq Lawson. Shaq, Shaq Lawson, Lawson. Thank you. Shaq Lawson. And what did they do? They Shaq Lawson had it had it fixed. He got it fixed immediately and after it, the draft. Exactly. And, yeah. and so so but there's people that say that that this this labrum needs to be fixed because if he doesn't, he, it's going to wear out. And so keep an eye on so, that. And obviously the Packers, as you said, Dane didn't didn't think too much of that. So right. and it's here we go. We're getting to the thir- 13, 14, 15. Does Haskins go? Redskins aren't even yeah. going to have to trade. Right. Yeah. Does Haskins go to one of these spots? The Dolphins, the Redskins at 15. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Real quick, Brian, you've been saying since February that you think Gary's a three. I do. He's not. Mike Mike Pettin is a three, four guy. Is he not? Yeah, they're, so yeah, you're going to play them no, at stand-up. They listed him as a linebacker. They, you know, on the on the thing they say defensive end, but then on the when he was announced there, it said that he was a linebacker. And that's why I use the term edge. He is an yeah. edge player. He that, he's not a defensive end. He's not a he's an he's an edge rusher. That's how that's how you should use him. That's how they're going to use him. He just doesn't strike me as being that like long lean three four guy. Am I wrong? I mean, you're talking about playing him at three technique. How can I, you I, I thought he interchange had a, I the just, two things? I thought he had a better chance of playing as a three because it put him on the shoulder and let him get up the field. I see a guy that put him on the edge and let him rush. Okay. That, that, I mean, that's I, how I, I see I don't, him. I don't have a problem. I mean, and, and, and that's how I think they're going to use him as a – did, did you say they said him, announced him as a linebacker? They announced him as a linebacker. linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, they sure I, did. That, that is a good call. Yeah. Yeah. So that, to me, I mean, I, I don't that, – that, that's a that, that's a surprise – a surprising move to me, especially again with some of the stuff that kind of felt like that they needed to do, uh, you know, with that offensive line. 
you know, that they, that they go ahead and, and draft. Well, okay. Did, did you do a scouting report? I'm sorry. I was kind of doing about 17 things right there, but did you do a little thumbnail on what you saw about him, Dane, at all? Can you, yeah, I mean, of course. I, 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 I could cover it for you right no, now. No, no. Again, yeah. we talked about that the production's not there. Ten and a half sacks in his career. Yeah. Uh, there are eight rush, pass rushers in this class that have more just last season than Gary's entire career. But again, you're drafting traits, and he has the athletic traits for a 280 pounder that are just rare. And so the the Packers are hoping they're going to bank on those traits and see if they can get an impact edge rusher yeah. uh, out of him and, and develop all those traits that he has. I think that you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I see a really a quick-footed athlete here, the stop-start quickness. That's why I kind of thought he could play inside and can come off the ball. I mean, he can cover some ground from the backside is something I saw from him as well. You know, but the, the thing that the thing that – I, I really liked about it was the lateral quickness and pursuit because I think he can run down some plays from the backside. Maybe that's why the Packers think that they could play him as that linebacker. And so uh, we'll see. We'll see, you know, if the, with the range and the assignments and all that thing. I, I just think that he would be a really good under tackle. I, I just I look at the measurables with him and kind of say, okay, if he's got quickness, if he can get off the ball, plays okay with his hands, can he do it quickly? Yeah, maybe that would be a better spot. But you, you might be right, though, Dane, too. They're going to you know, put his hand down in nickel and let him rush some, too, in this, uh, exactly. this three-four scheme. Sub-packages when they go four-man fronts. Yeah. yeah, you do a lot of things with them. Okay, uh, the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. Uh, David, you have a couple of needs for what the Dolphins' potential are looking at. The Miami Dolphins need a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun trying to find this on my sheet. <laughs> there we go. Um Offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, cornerback, which quarterback is the one. I mean, they clearly don't have one. They got rid of Tannehill. Okay. The, the, they uh, have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who ate too much birthday cake this offseason, according to himself. Yeah. Which, again, but again, like, I feel a little bit more comfortable drafting Haskins than Drew Locke. Um, but I feel even more comfortable knowing that the Dolphins are not in a position to compete they dealt Robert Quinn to Dallas. They know they're they're rebuilding. They're tearing that thing down. So get that guy later, in my opinion. Rather than trying to make something happen right now with a quarterback who doesn't have any tools around him anyway. Do so, something. Get, how about so, one of these tackles? How about so that's what I'm saying. Do, they, do they try and help the quarterback next year? That's what I would do. That, exactly. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is possible here. I can't rule him. Oh out. yeah, that's you were talking about that because oh, he's the perfect. It's pick a redshirt red shirt pick, yeah, right? He's the perfect pick for a tanking team. Perfect pick, but I think to your point, yeah, offensive lineman Andre Dillard would be a great pick here. Um, I mean, they have a chance to upgrade in the trenches, and I think that's what uh, they're looking to do here. They're steering completely away from this quarterback, right? Let me let me ask you this, Dane, and I don't want to put you on the spot. Well, just a second, oh, Dave. Oh, well, Commissioner's walking to the Goodell, podium, so. and we'll we'll get back to it. With the thirteenth pick in the two thousand nineteen NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins select Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle, Clemson. Christian Wilkins. Probably shouldn't be surprised that a defensive coach would want a defensive guy to right. get things started. The second Clemson defensive lineman off the board here. Um Christian Wilkins is you're getting just a really solid football player. I don't think he has the high ceiling of some of these other players. But you know exactly what you're getting. He's an older guy, and so the upside isn't as profound with him. But he's extremely smart, won the academic Heisman last year. Uh, he's been productive over his career. He's flexible edge rusher or interior rusher where he can squeeze through gaps and disrupt with the backfield, what's happening in the backfield. 
again, I, I think he's a guy that can play the run. He can do a little bit of everything. He's just not that high upside guy, but you feel good with what you're getting with Christian Wilkins. Yeah, I, I totally agree with everything that you've said about him. I, I, I'm a... He's he's always around the ball. That's that's one of the things that you you really you know big athletic guy that can redirect. He can chase. He can work down the line. He can disengage from blockers really quickly. That's something I like. I mean, he gets pushed in the middle. He can anchor down if he has to. He gets up the field where he has the power to hold a gap. Plays square along the line of scrimmage. Uses his hand to handle the low block. That's something sometimes these defensive linemen have trouble with. When guys go down near their knees, they trouble. You know, they, they he stays active. Uses his hands. Continues down the line. Can close down in the hole. He's got power. These pass rush moves. Excuse me. A lot of power involved there. So they use him on twist stunts. Gets around the corner. So I feel like the Dolphins. You know, we were saying okay, offense, defensive line. This guy's got a lot of really nice qualities about him. And uh, Chris Greer and those guys, uh, I feel like they got him a pretty good player there. This, this oh, no. He, oh. he went for the, he went for the, oh, he went for the he... chest bump on the, the commissioner. And the commissioner got him. Oh, he, well, he got him back. He, he got, got him, him back. back. Yeah, he, he, he went for the if you're, sorry, I'm just, that's terrible radio if you're listening. But he went for the chest bump on the commissioner Goodell. And Commissioner Goodell didn't really know what was going on. And Kind of gave him a shoulder into the chest area. Head so. on a swivel, Kamish. Yeah, but Christian Wilkins, uh, again, uh, 53 tackles for loss uh, You know, for him. So let nice job a- for him. Let me ask you all this. And again, I, you might not have an answer, and I apologize for that. Remember, Jalen Smith was drafted, didn't play a snap, had to recover from his knee injury, and that affected his contract. Like next year, he's heading for restricted free agency rather than unrestricted right he missed a, a whole like it, you know they're they're not and so to speak they're penalizing him for not playing a year of his contract assuming jeffrey simmons is a first round pick how would that affect him just a, an interesting thought i mean do, right. you, do you get all you get four cheap years out of him before right. you have to do the fifth year option right i don't know yeah i think there's something to, See, I'm I, I'm an I'm an admitted idiot when it comes to the well, salary cap and what how how the how you can manipulate I the years of service. I don't feel the least bit bad about not knowing that. I, I promise you, I'll ask somebody tonight after this draft, and we'll have it tomorrow okay. when we start well, talking about this. It's, it's not a lot of times. A lot of people don't have those answers right. That you got to yeah. dig through. Oh no, some we, paperwork to get answers to those questions. Oh, so. we'll, we'll figure it out. It's an interest. It's an interesting thought, though. I wonder how that affects his deal if he's a first round pick. Yeah, they're re- they, 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 it's a it's a good thought. Yeah, Wilkins just he body slammed the commissioner pretty much. I love that. But anyway, okay. So the Atlanta Falcons are. Yeah, but I'll get your answer, Dave. I will get your answer Appreciate on that you, as far guy. as that. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. Their pick is in, Dave. Real quick, some of the uh, some of the needs that the Atlanta Falcons are looking at right now, potentially here. I would have. I would bet you a finger that if he had been available, Ed Oliver would have been there. Oh, there's no question. They want the, the the GM with good hair would have picked him. They want pass rushers. Uh, they need pass rushers. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, and, and another team where I think it's trench. You know, they need pass rushers, but they also need help on the interior offensive line. They need offensive linemen. Um, cornerback is another one, but yeah, I mean. Pass rushers and offensive line. So I think you're looking at yeah, Montez Sweat, Brian Burns, Chris Lindstrom from Boston College. Those are the three names I'd be looking at here. 
Well, I tell you what, though, that, that again, the pick is in for the Falcons. We're just waiting for them to to announce it at the podium. Uh, oh, I like all those names that you mentioned, though. I, I think those all are big time help. Uh, again, I don't think this was a team that had sweat off the board when uh, when they were uh, right, when they, right. you know, there were few, there were a few teams. Uh, a lot of teams have, have, you know, we've we've talked about this kind of documented uh, his condition. Um, it's the, the it's it's the condition is called it's the the letters H O C M. But here's the commissioner. Let's see who the pick is. With the 14th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Chris Lindstrom, guard, Boston College. Good call, Dane Brugler. You knew exactly where they were going right there. You mentioned him. It's a safe pick, you know. I think you you feel good about Chris Lindstrom stepping in from day one. And I don't know if he's ever going to make a Pro Bowl, but I think he could be a rock-solid starting guard for, for a long time. Yeah, a lot of guys in that uh, that uh, Falcon war room are very happy. now. And I think this works out great for the Panthers coming up. They've got Brian Burns or Andre Dillard. Yeah. I think they go Dillard, but they've got a decision to make here, go pass rusher or tackle. So I – Things are lining up for them. If the Redskins at 15 go Haskins, I, I shouldn't jump the gun here. Yeah. I kind of forgot about him, to be honest with you. But I, <laughs> no. well, well, Haskins for sure. But Sweat is another one. Yeah. Which, and I know yeah. there's been a lot of debate about how far he's going to fall. Dane, you said earlier this week there are teams in the top 20 that haven't written him off. The, the Falcons were one of them. We're, yeah. The Falcons were one of the, the teams. The Falcons were one. I we're know, getting close to yeah. 20. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so th- this, okay, with Washington, how about that for Washington? It, they sat there that one time and, and with Jonathan Allen, right? Yeah. We had Jonathan Allen as a top five player on a lot of our a lot of our boards, and all of a sudden he ends up at the 17th pick with Washington. Here we go again, you know, uh, for your second is your first best quarterback, right, Dane? He was, uh, you know, he was your number one guy. Mm-hmm. So it just shows you though that uh, sometimes you think about oh everything's like they got to go up, they got to get up, they got to get up. Do we think it's Haskins? Could it be? I don't know. A pass rusher. They lost Preston Smith. They could use Brian Burns here, Montez Sweat here. Um, Just going to keep drafting defensive linemen from the SEC. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. If they were talking, they were talking about going up for a quarterback, right? That was the it, rumor. Okay. Is, is, am, I wrong? A, am I wrong? Maybe it was a smokescreen. Yeah, I was going to say it, it's lying ru- season. Yeah, rumors are you know just that. You know, it, it, there's no guarantee that's what it was, but. I think it works out perfectly for them. They stay put, and they might be, get the guy they considered moving up to three to get all along, which was Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. It, it's possible, and it's it, it works out great for the Redskins if that's the direction they're going. Look, their quarterback situation is a mess. We yeah. know that. The Alex Smith's not going to play this year. Who knows what he comes back and what he looks like in 2020. This year, Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, obviously not an ideal situation. This could be a situation where we mentioned this many times. Two NFC East teams get their quarterbacks of the future in this draft in the first fifteen picks. We'll see what happens here with the Redskins on the clock. Dave, again, give me the the. We talked about quarterback. You said uh, offensive line. I'm, I'm sorry, offensive line was uh, a consideration. Redskins, Redskins, pass quarterback, rusher. pass rusher, pass yeah. yeah, pass rusher, offensive right there. line and receiver. Josh Doxson hasn't really panned out. No. Jamison Crowder's gone. Yeah. Paul Richardson, who didn't have his career in, um, he was in Denver or Seattle? Seattle. Yeah. Paul Richardson, uh, Seattle. Hasn't really reached his potential. Like, not not a boatload of options to feel great about there. I just Wait, I mean, and I don't think this will be a receiver. I'm just saying it's something they need to look but at. You, so you're telling me you guys would be 
surprised. You're not surprised if it's something other than a quarterback. If it's a well, okay. Let, I mean, we're talking about. I tell you, linemen keep dropping, right? And, and what's going on right now? All the discussions with Josh Rosen. Who knows, maybe the Redskins. That's are, true. Are okay. You say, okay, if the Redskins are if they take if they take a positional player, then they're definitely in on this. They're in on the. Uh, Exactly. Josh Rosen. Exactly. That's that's going to be the key point. right here. And that's what I'm saying. Like we don't know the discussions that are being had right now, and this could be a little bit of a uh, a tip if they go in a different direction. Okay. We, once again, we remind you though, we do have the uh, do have the war room cam uh, for at the Ford Center. We you know we have that available to us when they uh, offer it to us. We will uh, sure be a part of that. Uh, we're at pick 15 right now. The Washington Redskins, Carolina Panthers are behind them again. Our draft coverage of 2000. 19th draft is brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite is the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we're, we're trying to figure out exactly what, uh, you know, it, it sounds like to me that they're, they're saying now that uh, Alex Smith will miss the entire season, expected mm-hmm. to miss the entire Doesn't sound, season. Yeah. So, you know, and you mentioned it, Case Keenum. Uh, the quarterback there right now, Colt McCoy. Colt I mean, McCoy was hurt, too, at the end of the year. Hurt in the Dallas game. I'm just spitballing here. I mean, the best offensive tackle in the draft is still there. Well, I Trent mean, Williams is getting older. Yeah. Um, you, no offense there. Jordan Reed has never played 16 games in his career. Obviously, Haskins. Well, I, I think Dane's right. If they, if they do not take a quarterback here, if they don't take Haskins, they, I, I think they're one of the teams that's in on – they got to be in on on the uh, on that quarterback at Arizona, you know. Yeah, maybe, or well, maybe not. Maybe, or maybe, I, maybe they feel good about Case Keenum. He went to the NFC Championship game two seasons ago. Yeah. I'm not saying that they should feel good about him, but yeah. maybe they do. Yeah. All right. Well, here you know they're going to get that running back Darius Geis is coming back good for them. Point. That is good. So the Redskins pick is in, and let's see that we're again we're waiting if, for the commissioner. If this to isn't make- Haskins, then I really. I have no idea what I think it's you, you called Chargers games. I think it's Do you think they really have an appetite for moving on from Phillip and signing John? Well, they're talking, yeah, they're, again. We, I, I mean, look, they, we know, I, we don't know, but all the rumors were pointing towards Daniel Snyder wanting Daniel Haskins. And, you know, kind of return, bring him home. You know, we played in Maryland, uh, grew up in New Jersey, but moved to Maryland right near D.C. Uh, you know, I, I think it makes too much sense. Let him be the quarterback of the future. Dwayne Haskins to the Redskins. Let's make this happen. Well, you know, I, I kind of think, in, you know, Doug Williams is one of the personnel directors there. I kind of see, you know, Doug Williams was a tough, big, stand-in-the-pocket, big-arm quarterback, deliver, throw the ball down the field, you know, that kind of guy. I, I, I can't see – I mean, that, that was a – that was a red, he was a Redskin legend. You know, this guy has the potential to be that same kind of big, strong, physical, throw he's from, the ball. Uh, he's from New Jersey, right? Haskins. Haskins, yes. So yes. He's it's, from New Jersey. Kind of yeah. that part of the country. Yeah. Well, well, he went to Maryland for his high school year. All right, let's there see what go. the commissioner has to say here. With the 15th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Washington Redskins select Redskins. There you go. Ohio State. And there you go, the Big Ten record or the streak of 24 straight years without a first-round quarterback is snapped. And Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins are kind of they'll be attached for a little bit now in the uh, NFC East between forever. these two teams. Yeah, exactly. Forever. I mean one I mean six versus fifteen. Mm-hmm. If you had asked me this morning, I think you have to trade up to get Haskins, get him at fifteen. 
He's the third quarterback taken in this draft, which I think is crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, the Giants, the Giants' decision. I mean, the Redskins coveted this guy. It's not like I don't think they would have taken Jones. At least they would have considered not considered it as heavily. Point being, the Giants' decision to take him as high as did. These guys are always going to be linked. Uh, it's just, it's just so funny how the Redskins. You know, they talk about moving up, moving up, moving up, and, and they just sit there and they get probably the guy they wanted. You know, mm-hmm. they, they had to be really happy that as this as when the Giants took when the Giants took Daniel Jones, that was their path, wasn't it? Unless Green Bay, we talked about them a little bit. But, you know, I tell you what, with Haskins, though, I, I mentioned this. It's a physically impressive size, allows him to hang in the pocket. This guy bounces on his toes. A little bit when you watch him in the pocket, he's accurate throwing off play action. He keeps his eyes down the field. You know he could sort routes. He could hit the crossing routes. You see a million crossing routes. My man Campbell catches a million of those underneath routes. Compact throwing motion, kind of a quick flick of the wrist, and that ball is out. Arm talent to make the wide throws. Where he missed the deep ball is over the middle. I noticed when he when he when he had a little problems with that deep ball, it would be over the middle of the uh, the defense. And uh, but he's not as accurate either when he has to throw the ball on the move. So he needs to kind of hang in there. His interception really happened. His turnovers happen when he overthrows his target or he gets hit in the pocket. That's where his his a lot of his overthrows or a lot of his interceptions were overthrows that he was trying to make down the field. So Dwayne Haskins, a member of the Washington Redskins, now. You know, good for them. They they did not have to trade up. They did not have to give up any draft capital. They stayed right where they were, and they got a quarterback. I'm sure that they were elated to have. So that puts the Carolina Panthers on the clock. Anybody else want to talk about Haskins anymore? I mean, no, here's I a guy who's now in the division. You know, you have to deal I mean, with him if you're a Cowboy fan. It's it's the classic. It's the draft night gamble. I mean. This guy could make your life miserable for the next 15 years, or you could be laughing about it in a year and a half. Um, obviously, the Cowboys are hoping for the. I think if you had, to, if you made me bet on it right now, I think Haskins. I think Haskins is going to be a pain in the butt for the Cowboys. Daniel Jones, I'm not so sure. Haskins, answer me this. So I, I already said I think. Eli's gonna Eli's gonna start at least the beginning of twenty nineteen sure. and and Jones, you know, probably isn't ready anyway. What about Haskins? Like you holding him back because of Case Keenum? What do you think about he, that? I was, I was about to ask you over under ten starts for Haskins this year. That 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 was gonna be kinda well, I, there's, I, there's another team you, you talked about this earlier in Arizona. There's another team with the fan base in Washington and the Washington Redskins have a very proud fan base and they but they've they've very tired fan base they've had a very tired and you're right and i know cowboys fans listening to this don't want to hear it but like they're probably more tired yeah but the cowboys are at least the cowboys 1983 last time it was super bowl no 91 91 i yeah i knew it was super bowl in 83 that's right 91 it was in minnesota it's buffalo yeah yeah Yeah. but point i mean Again, Cowboys fans don't want to hear this, but yeah. Cowboys fans have had more to be happy about over the last twenty five years than than they have. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough go since like nine yeah since like nineteen ninety three. Yeah, for the Washington Redskins. Yeah. So and between the fan base, you got Haskins coming in. Keenum has had one good season in his entire life. I mean, you know, Eli's won two Super Bowls. He's done this. He's done that. There's every re- you know there's every reason to send him out like you did with Dirk Nowitzki here in Dallas. 
what why Case Keenum? Like, get the kid in there. Especially, you know, like you said, you got Darius Geis there. They they could kind of be a Dak and Zeke type of thing. I'm I'm getting him on the field as soon as possible if I'm Washington. I think there's a good chance that we see Dwayne Haskins day one as a starter. I think there's a good chance that happens. I like that. If it's not day one, it'll before September's over. Yeah, again, that's my I, guess. Dave, I, you, I talk about that fan base. You make the trips to FedEx Field. You know, I mean, I, trust me. I watch tape. I see a lot of empty seats. Well, you know, a lot and, of people not caring about Redskin football right now. The seats that aren't empty are filled by silver and blue. Yeah. There, there is no place in the country. Oh, oh here we go. We Panthers. Burn, I'm sorry. Panthers or Dillard. Yeah. Burns or Dillard. The Carolina Panthers. My bad, there, guys. Brian Burns, defensive end, Florida State. Broadus is. 50th rated player. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too happy with him. And so we'll see. We'll see. And and Dane since, you know, and he looks like he looks like one of my fraternity brothers walking uh, right there, you know, thin kind of guy, you know. I just don't like that body type right there. I I hope the guy, I I hope the kid has some success in uh in at Carolina. And they and they do a pretty good job on defense. They do a really good job on defense there. So, but uh Dane, I'm going to let you this one over. Go ahead. One thing that I really liked about Brian Burns was when you watch Florida State, it was a mess on defense, except for Brian Burns. Uh, he had, had double-digit sacks. He could have easily mailed it in and said, all these guys around me aren't playing up to their level. Uh, you know, We're a terrible defense. Our 36-year streak is over, but you know, I could easily mail it in. But he didn't. He didn't at all. I mean, he played at a high level uh, all season. And I think you're absolutely right about the lack of a power move. Yeah. But... This guy has explosiveness. He's flexible. He can bend the edge. You hope that he can continue to develop his body and get stronger. Uh, that de- I worry de- about. De- that power move. But even if he doesn't, even if he just has, uh, you know, the burst, the flexibility, the athleticism, if that's good for, you know, eight to ten sacks a year. What's his weight? Not so bad. He's 250. Yeah. Demarcus okay. Lawrence is 250. I, I will I will be glad to admit. Demarcus Lawrence was 243 when he came out, I think. If you guys are comparing it's, this guy to Demarcus Lawrence. Well, you're saying the weight. We're, we're talking just weight. I, I'm just telling you, though. If you're Okay, wait. Uh, that's not fair. That, yeah, that, that, I just I, – I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a player, but, I mean, to say – like, NFL players put on weight. That's what they do. Yeah, I just don't see this guy. I see this as a long-limbed, thin guy, and I think he's always going to be a guy. I'll be – I swear I will be happy – Happy and and people do a great job on Twitter reminding you when oh, yeah. Brian Burns has four sacks against oh, the New Orleans Saints. It's the best thing about this yeah, job. Never yeah. fails. No, and I, you know, but I, I, I understand. I understand the initial quickness and the balance and all that and close. And all, but you know, I, I just feel like he he didn't finish enough plays. That's the thing. You you said eight to ten sack guy. Did you say did I say did you say ten? I say if he turns out to be an eight to ten sack guy, yeah. just based off athleticism. Yeah. I mean that's something that But he, he gets bounced. This guy is mm-hmm. not a physical player. But he's got the three moves and he has to play on the move and he can't get it locked up on blockers because he doesn't he doesn't have he's either gonna win with quickness and balance and bend, or he's not gonna win. That's just kind of how I feel this guy is. You know, I, and we talked about that, you know, the sharpering the Max uh, Sharpening Northern, Ma- yeah, Northern Illinois, Illinois mm-hmm. blocking him a little bit, there, you know, I, and I'm, I'm just kind of watching the game and I'm going, OK, but I 
I, I will I will be happy to admit I'm wrong here. And you're right, Dave. I, I had him I had him buried in my top one hundred. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I We're mean talk about ice cream. No, I, I but I, again I don't wanna I, I don't wanna you know, if if Dane is right about guy, good for Dane. But you know, I had him at forty two. So that's a lot where they took him was a lot higher than where I would have taken him. On our one oh five three board though, Kavanaugh, we had Bosa Allen Sweat. And Burns was our first pick at the top of the second round. So we have, and now we've had three guys taken out of the second round, by the way. Board. Burns, Farrell, and Gary are all guys that have been taken. This, we're still we're so early, but that's that is something to remember yeah. when you're talking about the Cowboys pick, right? Because yeah, Farrell's going off at number four. Guy, you know, you had Burns at forty two. Right. The Cowboys are going to have a guy so much differently than everyone else. It happens for everyone. Be interesting to see who it is. All right, the New York Giants are on the clock right now. This will be their second of the two. This is a pick that they obtained from the uh, the Cleveland Browns, where uh, according to David Hellman, they traded away a additional player. Right? Did I say that right? Yeah. With uh, with Odell Beckham. So here's the uh, the, the Giants. They addressed their uh, quarterback uh, with the uh, the sixth overall pick. Dave, do you have a, di- a direction where you think the Giants will go with this pick as it's going to be coming in? They did quarterback, so needs on defense. They got rid of Snacks Harrison. They've, they haven't had a good linebacker in God knows how long. But, uh, I mean, Montez Sweat's still out there. Yeah. We don't what? know how their doctor and training staff. The other, I, believe, I, mean, I believe the Cowboys and the Giants share or, or with the on, on the medical. There's the pods of doctors. I'm not mistaken, when I was working here, and it still might be the same, the Giants doctors are on with the Cowboys doctors. So maybe we'll, you know, there's a lot of, of interaction going back and forth. Jim Maurer, the trainer here, Britt Brown, those guys, they share medical information with other staffs. So maybe the Giants maybe feel the same way about the Cowboys, about uh, Montez here. I, me personally, though, I, again, I, I would have taken Sweat over Burns, Farrell, and Gary. I'm That's just me bit, right now. In light of Dane's, you know, in light of Dane's reporting that teams in the top twenty felt good about him, I'm a little surprised he's still here. You know, when mm-hmm. you talk like Farrell's off the board, Burns is off the board, Aries off the board. So I'm, a, it, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, yeah. what do you associate the New York Giants with? Badass pass rushers, absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. That's what they do. Yeah, so. absolutely. But Andre Dillard's still here too. And they and, can yeah, really and use no, that and that's the line. They absolutely, they yeah. Had a, they haven't had a linebacker. They haven't had an off uh, a good offensive tackle. I know they have Solder overpaid right. for him. Yeah, he's he had his struggles, and that that's offensive flowers. line. You I mean, can that, finally they, fix the Flowers debacle if right. you draft a tackle here. Right. Yeah, that's that was something. And, and Flowers was like the what, ninth overall pick. Yeah. That thing that thing just turned out very very badly for the Giants. So again, they can go a couple different ways. They can have the pass, or they can go with the offensive line. I tell you what, they add Dillard here, that would be very impressive. I don't think they need a center. I don't see the center being a, be a, being in play here, you know, with maybe potentially Bradbury, but I think we're getting close, Dane. Aren't we on about Bradbury and maybe where he can go? I like him to the next pick at 18 to the Vikings. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, helps fix two positions with uh, Pat Elfline moving from center to guard. You Put uh, Garrett, uh, Garrett Bradbury in at center, and, and you've got that figured out. Okay, so again, I would do I would do something with the lines here because what you pick at thirty seven, you could get a receiver there. You could get a receiver. You could get a top of the third round if you wanted to. I'd be very surprised if this was a receiver. 
No, no, I don't think it, I'm saying that oh, okay. you, you get your you get some right, weapons right. later in the draft. Worry about your lines right now. I mean, if they, if they medically cleared Montez Sweat, this is a no-brainer pick for the Giants. Yeah. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that because Andre Dillard's a pretty good player. No, oh, and they yeah. need offensive line help. Yeah. Also, you should because they just drafted Daniel Jones sixth overall. So. Yeah, it's I've, also a fact. I've got I've got on the board that. Sweat at seven. I think you do too, Dane. Uh, your top one hundred, and then Andre Dillard. You you've got him at nine, and I've got him at eight. So mm-hmm. these tags, if you're talking about top 100s, are touching each other. Okay, the commissioner, Kent Garrison, is walking. Good Lord. Oh, they got hot mic problems, too. From Camp Humphreys in South Korea, please join me in welcoming members of the 2nd Infantry Division, Rock U.S. Combined Division. Among them is Officer James Benecki. He's a native of Brooklyn, New York, and he's about to make the Giants pick. Officer Bernecki, take it away. With the 17th pick of the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Dexter Lawrence of tackle, Clemson. That guy is from New York. <laughs> <laughs> he said Brooklyn. Brooklyn, oh, New York. he did say that, yeah. He did say oh, Brooklyn. Okay. He didn't need to tell me. So the New York Giants... I didn't say New York football giants, but leave, I will there. Leave that to Jason Garrett. I will leave that to Jason Garrett. Dexter Lawrence. I, I did not see that one coming. Dane Brugler. There are just so many humans on this earth that are his size that can move like him. I mean, sure. very, very few. Is this uh, their Snacks Harrison? But that they had Snacks Harrison, and they right. released him. I mean, a big part of that, obviously, was the contract. Right. But still, it, a little bit surprising to see him here. The reason I'm not very is... He just doesn't give me much as a pass rusher. Right. He's a two-down player right now, and he could be a really good two-down player, but I feel like I can find those guys. I think he does have some pass rush upside because he is such a good athlete for his size. He can develop. He's still a young player, uh, but a little surprising to see him here at this point. David Hellman. I mean, I'm tweeting this out, so sorry. I'm putting my priority on social media, but, like, for, for you know, we won't, we won't know. We will not know until a couple years down the line, but it's always fun – when teams are just like, watch this. Like we we got our yeah. board. Screw yeah. you guys. Yeah. Like it's get, it's very Gettleman, New England of them to do this. Gentlemen's just like we want Daniel Dexter Lawrence. Like we probably could get both of them in the second round, but here we go. Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, and hey, the the Raiders too. Yeah. Like, so uh, I I don't know. Yeah. It's it's again. It's surprising based on the research that I've done, but that doesn't mean I'm right. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, they don't have snacks. I guess. It, they need defensive linemen. Like they, they cycled all those guys out of there. So Vernon's gone now. Uh, JPP's been gone. Right. Snacks is gone. Right. They got the uh, really like the kid they have from Alabama, Tomlinson. Yep. But yeah, keep the you know, keep the talent coming through. But yeah, I, we'll sell for him. I don't know. No. Okay. Then that the that he was. Uh, man, that's uh, uh, that's kind of a surprising pick again with. You know, a big time offensive lineman on the board, and and again here you're going to transition into a new quarterback someday. You know, you think you might be want to help him a little bit, and in fact that they uh, they don't make that happen. I'll say this about Lawrence though, Dane's right about the size. I mean, this is a this guy's excellent speed and quickness despite his mammoth size. I mean, this guy's a big 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 man. Plays square along the line of scrimmage. He's got mass and power. And he will chase the ball outside. He gets gassed some 
you'll watch some games where he'll get it rolling two, three, four plays, and next thing you know, he's out of the game for a little bit. He doesn't have many pass rush moves. Dane Brigler told you all about that. It's all about power with him. I just like to see him get rid of that blocker a little bit quicker, but he's got the power to walk a blocker back into the uh, into the quarterback. So uh, Dexter from Clemson, a massive man, is now a member of the New York Giants. At- he's the uh, he's the guy they the Clemson Tigers like to put in on their goal line package. Yeah. he had three or four rushing touchdowns in his career. There you go. The pitch then for the Vikings, Dane Brugger, You think this is going to be the that makes the most sense again because you can move Elf Line to go and upgrade both center and guard. We kind of like Elf Line, Elf Line from Ohio State, right? Yeah, but he, he's been struggling at center; hasn't been a really good fit for him. Um, and so I think moving him back to guard would be help his career. Uh, but the Vikings need to go offensive line. Andre Dillard's still here. Yeah, I mean that's I, that's something where maybe you can move. Uh, what Riley Reef move him inside? Yeah, let me look up the Dave. Do you have the Vikings in front of you by a chance? I know you have the needs. Yeah, but you I mean, move only... Riley Reef inside to guard, and yeah. you have Andre Dillard at your tackle spot. Well, if you look at their needs, they're talking about guard, tackle, you know, uh, the tight end, safety. But yeah, I mean, heck, there's the, the one of the best tackles, one of the best centers is on the board. You know, why not? You know, why not do that? Uh, let's see. Uh, the commissioner is making his way to the podium. The Vikings just pulled a Brian Broaddus. They're like, here, just take it. Just go. Uh, the Vikings are smart. With the 18th pick in the 2019 draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Garrett Bradbury. Good job, Dane. North Carolina State. You want to get into him a little bit, Dane, or you want Dave Helmer and myself to take that? Former one? tight end. There you go. Former uh, defensive lineman. They moved him to, he actually played guard as a sophomore and then center the last two years. Uh, really, really athletic player. Uh, when I was watching the offensive lineman work out at the con- Andre Dillard and Garrett Bradbury just moved differently than everybody else sure in the did. field. Uh, I mean, he's, again, plug-and-play center who can reach the three technique. He can pull. Uh, he's best in a zone scheme. There's just so much you can do with him. And, again, moving Pat Elfline to guard, you, Garrett Bradbury at center, all of a sudden that uh, Minnesota offense is it's a big upgrade for them. Okay, and you're talking this guy is – you talk about the ability to move. I always, you always talk about guys that can cut the defense in half at center. This guy can meet – Dane's right. He makes the reach block easily. He has the ability to snatch a wide technique. He can chip and adjust to the second level. This guy's really smart. It mirrors slide, doesn't play off balance, stays after his block, works the finish, popping his hands. You see, you'll see him – the defender gets knocked back a little bit when he when he, his hands – when his hands get inside – you can see that defender get knocked back with his punch. Second-level player, I talked about that. Adjusts well on the move, position, body, balance, pass, set, punch. Uh, this guy's going to play a long time in this league just because he's just so athletic and the ability to, to play on his feet, stay on his feet. He never appears, guys, as being distressed when it comes to how they how they how how he plays. He just always looks in, in total control. So, Gary, the, the Cowboys do play the Vikings uh, this year, and so we'll probably see him as the starter at center. Okay, so that uh, now we got the Tennessee Titans, the hometown draft Titans, uh, are on the clock. Uh, Dave, do you have an idea of some of those team needs for the Titans? Tennessee Titans, linebacker, D tackle, receiver, O tackle. One, one more time for me, please. Linebacker. Specifically, outside linebacker. Okay. D tackle, wide receiver, O tackle. It's got to be 
Got to be our guy here, right? Got to be Dillard, don't you think? Um, I think that not a lot of confidence in that right there. I, I, where's Montez Sweat going to go? That's what I want to know. I, you know, yeah, absolutely. We're, this this is all about the heart right now, and I mean the heart, not right, not exactly. the, not not as a player. I mean as uh, the as the the condition that I was talking about. If you want to look it up, it's 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 H O C M is what they call it. It's you know the the trainers roll it off their tongue like it's you know a, a new day, but yeah, it's it's a condition you need to check the H O H O C M, and it has to do with the measurement of the heart. And he falls in the bottom quarter of this, so we'll see. I mean, it's something that the the uh, that the obviously the NFL teams are looking at right now. I, I don't think they go tackle because they have uh, Taylor Lewan at left yeah, tackle. Yeah, they sure do. And then at right tackle, they have the kid from Michigan State they drafted in the first round a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, what's his name? I'm looking back at that. I'm trying to. Uh, ooh, who's Jack Conklin. Guys. So yeah, I, tackle, so I get my Colts I, mixed up with I, those guys. I'd be surprised if they went tackle. I think Montez Sweat as your edge rusher makes sense. Hollywood Brown, you want a weapon for – I mean, this could be all about helping out your uh, young quarterback, Marcus Mariota. So I think you could look at uh, a wide receiver like Hollywood Brown. That would make some sense. But we'll see. Montez Sweat, again, I keep coming back to him. As long as you're comfortable with the heart. And, again, I, there were several teams in the top 20 that I, I knew were, but were past those teams and neither yeah. neither of those teams drafted him so well and if you look at the you, you're right they the, this is a team tennessee added uh adam humphreys who was uh from tampa as uh, you know playing the slot uh they also you know Corey davis was a draft pick that they had several years ago so yeah trying to get this uh get a, a little help could they could they go uh, i wouldn't say go tight in here i mean again but you're you're right i i think that i i wouldn't rule out tight end i think that's i mean uh, that's certainly a possibility. Have, do they have playmakers? Corey Davis hasn't done right. anything. He really hasn't done much. And Derrick get, Henry's and, and, and been, I said they added yeah. Humphreys. They added Humphreys no, here. Okay. I mean, so that's not going to stop you from drafting they Hollywood added Brown. A slot receiver. No, De- Delaney, Delaney Walker's getting up there. Getting in up, that's, why, that's why. That's Noah why. I mentioned, that's why I mentioned the tight end. You know, could the value mm-hmm. just be too good at Noah Fant? Are you worried about the teams behind you uh, potentially grabbing? Uh, grabbing uh, Noah Fant, so I, I, again, I, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm going to be fascinated here. Who the Tennessee Titans again? The pick is in. Uh, we're waiting for the commissioner uh, his way uh, to the podium. Uh, keep talking, man. That Dillard, that that just surprises me that he hasn't gone yet. And maybe we're going to get a run on these offensive tackles here pretty soon. But Dane mentioned Sweat. Uh, I think that that Simmons is going to be a guy that's going to be later, probably Dane. Don't you think? Uh, you know, a, a pick. You know, for a, a redshirt pick. I I wouldn't be shocked at any point now. Okay, I, I, Simmons can come off the board here, and uh, I think that would make sense. Uh, there's not been a cornerback that has not been selected yet. Nope. In this in this draft, so uh, and we thought that might be twenty with the Steelers. Yeah, and exactly. The Steelers aren't picking at twenty, so absolutely. The commissioner is making his way to the podium. He looks like he's got a group of local football players from Tennessee there with him. So let's see who they pick. To join me for the Titans pick are thirteen high school football captains from teams across Nashville. These teams represent Metro Nashville Public Schools in Davidson County. They also exemplify commitment to team and community. Please welcome your local high school student athletes. 
With the 19th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle, Mississippi State. Well, they went well then, tackle. how about that? One of the top five talents. No question. Get a red shirt him likely. Uh, Dane, do you have the medical, or do you need me to get that for you on on him? It was an ACL. Okay, um, and so you know that's something where ACLs these days are easily fixable. You know, you think you just, but every knee's different, and so uh, you know they must feel comfortable about the ACL, uh, how that's going. He injured it, what I believe is late January, early February. So uh, the timetable, maybe he's back at towards the end of the year, but ideally. You know, it's really not going to be until uh, next season that you're getting the uh, Jeffrey Simmons that we saw on tape that the really benefit, dominated yeah. in the SEC. And that is, I'll tell you what, though, he, he is on my board. I had him, and I know this is it's me. I'm going to be different than everybody, but I had him as one of my on the on my on the top 100. I had him at number four. I just I think that this much of this player, and you know, and I, I was watching the Quinn and Williams and those guys play. And I thought Jeffrey is just as just as talented as a guy like a Quinnen Williams, though the power that he plays with, the ability to get off blocks, disruptive. I mean, all those phrases and words that you want to use for Quinnen Williams. I felt like that you could say the same thing about Jeffrey Simmons and what he was able uh, to do. I mean, he can even play inside. So uh, give the the Titans that you know this is a pick, as Dane said, not so much about today but more about what we're going to have in 2020 uh, for the uh, Tennessee Titans. Okay, so the, this is the we're down to the 20th, uh, 20th pick here, 20th overall pick. The, this is a pick that the Pittsburgh Steelers initially had, and they traded to the Denver Broncos. Pittsburgh took Devin Bush. Dane Brugler called it. They're now giving you the graphics. We gave you that a lot earlier. Uh, the the uh, Denver Broncos, we, we talked about all that they got. Uh, for that, will repeat uh, what they had on that trade. Just to give you an idea, uh, what they were able to get from the Steelers, they picked up uh, this this twentieth overall pick. They picked up two fifty two. That's a second round pick, and then a third round pick in the twenty twenty NFL draft. We think that's more like a four right now as we speak in value and stuff like that. So, Dave, we've talked about Denver a little bit. Uh, earlier when they were on the Come clock. On, Denver. Come on, Denver. Uh, but it, it is the board now with, with 10 names gone, does that change for them anything that you can see from the needs the needs uh, bit? Well, we're, okay. If we assume that this isn't going to be Drew Locke, can we assume that? Maybe. I don't think they go quarterback, but they, they want to give Flacco a chance to be the guy. It's funny because, you know, at 10 – you're not really feeling good about wide receiver. But at 20, would Brown territory or DK Metcalf territory, which, I mean, a little early on y'all's boards, maybe not for them. See, I, I, I Offensive mean, line and linebacker as well. I, I think we all agree there's not a linebacker that's worth ta- – a, a true linebacker, not a I pass rusher. So. But yeah. yeah, not a true linebacker worth taking at 20. Maybe is there an offensive lineman now that – Dillard? Still yeah. out there. This says guard. 
Yeah, and, Do they? I mean, they just drafted the Utah kid a year or two ago. Right, I don't, Garrett yeah, I don't, Bowles, uh, and yeah. he hasn't lived yeah, up. Yeah, he they, hasn't lived up to that at all. Right. Well, and so they, you could take you could take a tackle. Well, and they signed what's it, Juwan James from Miami as a starting tackle for them. So it just really comes down to: Do they believe Garrett Bowles be uh, a, a quality starter in this league or not? Or yeah. are they ready to pull the plug and, and give up on that? Just for some housekeeping notes, I know we haven't taken a break since we've we've started this draft. We just kind of roll with the flow as we go. Uh, after this pick with Denver, uh, we'll take a little break, give everybody a chance to uh, do what they need to do, stretch it, uh, and get back in this. So uh, after this Denver pick, we'll take a little break here for a couple minutes and then come back. But I, I am I am curious about you know with the Broncos. You're, you're right about that tackle they drafted from Utah. He he hasn't done anything. Any, I mean that that I think that to them was a uh, a little bit of a you know as a reach, and I, I still think that 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 right now maybe they we, try to fix that. Well, that's what I'm thinking right here with the Broncos. I mean, I, I'm thinking that I just don't know how. Actually, I just don't know how that, that again. Maybe Dillard. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too 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 high on him. But yeah, I mean right. Garrett Bowles. When they were when Denver was picking at ten, I Bush or T.J. Hawkinson. Right. Hawkinson's gone. Right. Bush is gone. But the other Iowa tight end's not gone. Okay. So let's throw Noah Fant into that conversation. Okay, as well. let's start. Give me give me a little scouting report on Noah Fant then, Dane Burglar. I mean his he's a great athlete. He showed it at the combine. Four five forty cone was ridiculous. Uh was a six eight range. Uh but he holds his own as a blocker, but he's gonna make you know, he's he's gonna prove to be a first round pick because of what he does in the passing game as a receiver. Um, Evan Ingram type, you know, the guy that can stretch a seam, uh, can help you out on uh, really I, I, when you watch him on more than just uh, the simple you know, throws. I mean, he, he does something where he can expand outside. He can, uh, you know, go over the middle. He's tough. He's fearless. So I think there's a lot you can do with Noah Fant as in it in line, but also in the slot. You can put him outside. He, he's a rocked up receiver, but he also could do some things that you would expect a tight end to do. Yeah, he's a very athletic guy when he runs routes, adjusts on the move. He can track the ball. He gets his eyes around quickly when you watch him play. I, I just saw a guy that catches the ball really well on the move. And so if, in fact, that the, the Denver Broncos do make this selection, I'm looking at the tight end group. It's, uh, it's you know, Jake Butt was a guy you know that we talked about several years ago. Uh, was a uh, you know potential first round pick hurt his knee in a bowl game the Orange Bowl game I want to say, and you know is is kind of uh, Fumagalli was a guy too uh, that they drafted uh, last year so we'll see that the Denver Broncos chose to go tight in here uh, maybe they go offensive tackle uh, but the pick is definitely in we're just waiting for the commissioner to make his way uh, to the podium and here he comes. With the 20th pick in the NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select Noah Fant. There we go. Tight end, Iowa. Well, Dane, you had it. You had an idea what direction they were going to go there. Well, and I thought it just made sense with T.J. Hawkinson, a player that they were considering at 10 if he was there. He, he wasn't there, obviously. They, and they, the other Iowa tight end, who's, who's different than Hawkinson, obviously. But he gives Joe Flacco an upgraded tight end. Uh, he helps out that offense tremendously. So uh, it certainly makes sense why they go in that direction. Dave? I think, and I mean, this is easy. We're so we're so quick into it. But, man, I've, two teams that stand out to me love what they've done. 
Buffalo got Ed Oliver at nine. And then Denver trades back 10 spots, picks up a second. Pick 52? 50, uh, 53. I 50, think 53. 52, excuse me, 52. Okay. 52, you're so right. So Denver picks 20 and gets a super freak tight end yeah. who everybody loves. Right. At them. They add 52, and they also have 41. So you're picking 20, 41, 52, and your first pick is Noah Fant, who I absolutely love. If I could... He is on the short list of guys that I would love for the Cowboys to have had if they had a first-round pick. Well, there you go. Nice so job. I love what the Broncos Absolutely. did so far tonight. Okay, take a little bit of a couple-minute break here. Seattle will be on the clock. we got Seattle, Baltimore, the Texans, and then the Raiders are back. And we will be back with coverage of the 2019 NFL Draft from their SWBC Morgan Seals, presented by Miller Lite. So stay tuned. What do you call a truly great beer that tastes? Only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs. We call it Miller Lite. What are you holding? Miller Lite. Hold true. Great beer, great responsibility. 2018 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Average analysis, less than one gram protein and zero grams fat. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Until it's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingest that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit Better Money. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to Get Jack Black Cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. What do you call a truly great beer that's brewed with more taste? Only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs. We call it. What are you holding? Miller Lite. Hold true. Great beer, great responsibility. 2018 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Average analysis, 12 fluid ounces, less than one gram protein and zero grams fat. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my name. 
deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Kaboo, Texas is three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Leonard, Miss Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Vet Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three-day passes are on sale now. Visit KAABOOTexas.com to get your passes today. This is continuing coverage of the NFL Draft, live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. We're back here with the 2019 NFL Draft, brought to you by Miller Lite. Brian Broadus, Dane Brugler, David Hillman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Happy that everybody is here with us. The Green Bay Packers have just made a trade uh, with the uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. Their pick is in. Uh, Seattle picks up. Seattle drops to thirty in the first round. That's the pick that the Packers got from New Orleans, and they also get pick one fourteen eighteen. So. 30, 114, 118. That goes to the Packers, excuse me, to the Seattle Seahawks, and the Packers pick is in. David Hellman, I'll go to you and talk to me a little bit about Green Bay Packers, if you could, please. First of all, I mean, I'm just, it just goes to show, like, you can never start or anything for, oh, War Room Cam. Yeah, and we got the, again, the War Room Cam is back. Ben Barnes in the house. Yeah, at the Ford Center there. Head of IT. Yeah, so thanks to everybody there. Again, it looks like a full complement of guys are kind of hanging in there, just watching the draft, just like us. And uh, so we'll see what the Green Bay Packers. You can't can't count on a trade chart because at the end of the day, it's all about the teams in question. Like how desperately did Seattle want to get out of that pick? How desperate was the team to get up? Did you do the math on that, Dave? Seattle dropped back for two fourths. I did yeah. it. It's the two fourths equal one twenty four, and the difference between thirty so, so, and so they went from they went from is how many points did you say, Dane? One twenty four, and the difference was a hundred. Yeah, they shortchanged them by like sixty points. Yeah. So the, so the it, six, so pick pick twenty one was worth eight hundred, and pick thirty was worth six twenty. So they shorted him one eighty. So they shorted him sixty points. So they shorted him a fourth round pick. Yeah. Well, the commissioner's going to the podium. Oh, Let's go. see what we got here for Green Bay. The Seattle Seahawks have traded the 21st pick to the Green Bay Packers. And with the 21st pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Darnell Savage. Wow. Deep- <laughs> I love the draft. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Tell me about this draft, David Hillman. Oh, oh! Why aren't the Why aren't the Cowboys talking about Darnell Savage at fifty eight? Why? How come he's not a name? Blah blah blah. Well, he's gone now. Thirty whole picks before it's worth talking about for the Cowboys. Um, I, y'all talk about the player that I mean, and to that point. We talked about Darnell Savage, but we never really talked about him he was, as a guy for the Cowboys, I mean. You the, know? the big rumor this afternoon was that he was going to be the first safety take, and in fact, he was. So, yep. yeah, and, 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 and good for him. I mean, this guy, though, when I, when I watched this guy play, I mean, I, I, was, I was impressed. Now, again, I didn't feel like that he was going to be the first safety because, again, Adderley was my guy there. But, I mean, when you look at this guy play, the flexness, 
The moves smoothly. He plays with a burst. He can open and go. He's got he's got his assignments. He's very aware of all that. He can close some ground when you watch him play. When he reads, there's an ease of movement to his game. No problem carrying these these receivers up the field. He doesn't get fooled at all. Plays his eyes, wraps up. See him make more plays that way. Uh, reacts well in that zone. Will jump some routes and can cover on the outside. So yeah, this is a guy that uh, he runs really, really well. Like four three five, right, uh, Dane? Right. Something a like that. A little so. bit of a, I guess, a vote of no confidence for Mister Josh Jones, our North Carolina State safety from a couple years ago. Yeah, well, it'll be sixty one in twenty seventeen. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I feel like the uh, the Packers have been drafting a DB at the top of the draft for like five years running. I mean, Kevin King, Jair Alexander, Josh Jackson, Demarius Randall. Yeah. This guy, Darnell Savage. I, I feel like I'm missing one, and I don't know who it is, and it's drafting. Naming all the ones you did. It's, they, they have been infatuated with drafting them some DBs. Yeah, and that's uh, – I'll tell you what, though. This is – again, here they – oh, now that was a trade between the – okay, we got a trade between the uh, – didn't mean to kind of cut you there. The Eagles and Ravens. Even, Eagles and Ravens with a trade. So this is going to put Philadelphia – what's going on here? We talk about how – I was told that Marquise Brown was not getting past 25 in the Eagles. Right. Maybe this is where we see the first receiver off the board. Okay. Well, then this is going to be this pick. The Philadelphia Eagles come from 25. The pick goes to Baltimore now. The way this trade is going to work, Baltimore gets, they take 22, send it to picking at 25. Philadelphia moves to 22. They give the Ravens 127 in this draft. So that's a fourth-round pick in this in this current draft. So that's 127, and then they also give them 197. So once again, Baltimore picks up and 197. That's a sixth-round uh, sixth selection as well. Pick 197 is worth 13, and pick 127 is worth – I'm going to unfold this thing. 127 is worth 45, so 58 total points to go up three spots – up it was it's a 60 point trade and they gave him 58 points there, there you go. go that's it so perfecto let's see what the eagles okay could uh, i keep talking about offensive line is this where the eagles now is is, is there's just too much value for the eagles not jason, to select dillard here jason peters has got to retire at some point right that's a good point yeah yeah i this is the type of move that philadelphia sees somebody and and I, I I'm just looking at it. I'm looking at the board I, and I'm thinking why for, not I forgot all about Dillard yeah he's still out there so uh, that would make a lot of sense I mean Dillard is a player who is one of the best he, he is the best athlete among the offensive linemen foot quickness body control flexibility and all that Lane Johnson he's the right tackle right Jason Peters when he's 37 years old. You hope he stays healthy, but you don't know. Is this his last he, season? He, he misses plays. I mean, right, he'll be exactly. like, he'll play a series, and then he'll get dinged, and then he's on the ground, and then you know, next thing you know, they're carting him off. Yeah. And our TCU guys play, and our TCU guy play. Vitae. Yeah, Vitae. I, I think this is just too good of an opportunity for the Eagles to, to you know, they, they obviously they, they traded up for a guy. They had a, Dane always talks about that. Go trade for a guy. Well, who did they tra- trade in front of? Oh, twenty three. No, they jumped. They clearly jumped in front of the Houston, Houston Texans, Texans, who we know won an offensive lineman. Absolutely. So ahead of the Texans to get their tackle, which that makes a ton of sense. Let's go to the All podium. Right, let's go to the podium right here. The twenty second pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. With the twenty second pick in the two thousand nineteen NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select 
Andre Dillard. There you go. I mean, you you don't you don't want to be happy about NFC's teams' picks, but that's I think that's they, a great pick. I tell you what, I loved him, and I loved him and Jonah Williams. I, he was my number one rated tackle, and uh, for you know, you talk about the division, the Philadelphia Eagles. I give them credit; they 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 find ways to picks, and they went and got I think the best offensive. Ta- this guy's never on the ground. I mean, he is a he plays on his feet, plays with balance. You know, Dane, you were talking about a little bit some concern at the Senior Bowl a little bit about him, kind of first getting, power. Yeah, first power. There, there yeah. were times where he was late to anchor, and right. he would struggle over his bullies. But uh, offensive tackle in this class, in terms of foot quickness, flexibility, body control, uh, the ability to redirect, play in space, just looks very natural to him. He's an, just a pure athlete, and so. A guy that you were worried about, how much does he weigh? Okay, he comes in at 315 pounds at the combine. No questions there. Doesn't have, for all that we talked about, Jonah Williams and his arm length, right. shorter arms. So that, that's the factor here. But, I mean, the Eagles got just upgraded their offensive line, which we figured to be offensive line, defensive line. They got to tackle their future left tackle for years to come. Dave, Dane pointed out something very nice. If you read Houston's needs, I guarantee you offensive tackle is one of them right off the bat. Although, does it, well, and, you know, Teams have, I don't think the way we think. But, yeah. I mean, if I'm Houston, they're up next, right? If they're right. hell bent on a tackle, well, there's still a pretty damn good one on the there board. Is. So, right. but if that Cody was their, Ford. if that was their guy, mm-hmm. well, Cody Ford and did I miss Juwan Taylor going? Taylor's still there too. Yeah, Taylor is still there. So, there. There's some medical stuff there though, which okay. who knows with that? And yeah. that, that's my point is maybe it's Dillard or nobody. We don't know. Yeah. But you got options at tackle if you want one. Sure. Um. But man, yeah, I was gonna say, you know, you have like favorite players in this draft, you know? Yeah. yeah. Howie Roseman is like my favorite GM. Just in ter- <laughs> like I, I'm that, sure he'd be happy to hear that. That dude knows how to maneuver a draft. Like he's moving around. They're doing, oh yeah, they're there's no question. Value. Yeah. They're. I mean, it. Oh no, they got better. Eagles drafts are fun, and yeah. they typically come away with good players. They did. They did. They gave. Uh, like you said. The, the 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 trade was spot on, right? Sixty points for the value, fifty eight points for the trade. So good job of using the trade chart. Good job around you. Who needs what positions? Uh, you know the the Texans. Yeah, it might be a pen throwing moment for them that they lost Diller, but as you guys mentioned, Ford Taylor, those guys are still uh, still on the still on the clock. So the Texans were targeting tackle. There they go. I mean that's uh, that. Uh, we're, Ian Rappaport said that they're targeting uh, Andre so Dillard wonder, right there. So We already said, I mean, there's still tackles there, depending on their grade. Yep. Outside linebacker, forget about it. Running back, kind of hard to believe. Both of the top two corners are still there. So that's is that would be their third need, right? The, yeah, the those, those are the big, their big four needs. Offensive tackle, cornerback. Too early to take, uh, I mean, not too early for me. To take our Washington cornerback out of that, uh, yeah, no. uh, Murphy right there, huh? This is either what we look at corner, all of them are available. Greedy Williams, yeah, Byron Murphy, Rocky Sin. This has got to be a tackle, or has to be, and so it just depends. Do they have a higher grade on Cody Ford or Juwan Taylor? They've got two. They've got two picks in the second round, they by do. the way, too. Correct, right there ahead of the Cowboys. I've been talking about that. Yeah, that was pick 54 and pick 55. So they got picks back to back in that second round uh, that they can they could surely use here. Maybe this corner board stretches a little bit, Dane, and and you get a guy at one of those spots instead. Well, once again, we're back in the uh, we're back in the war room at the Ford Center. 
Jerry Jones uh, is uh, with Stephen Jones right there, kind of talking through some things. I wonder, you know, we talked about Jeffrey Simmons as the, you know, the Von. There's no way, there's no way he's in the Cowboys range, and we were right. Right. I wonder if there's anybody else left that's got them feeling antsy in their pantsy. Maybe not right now. Maybe it'll take until you know. Obviously, like Jonathan Abram, that's still yeah. a little ways away. But I wonder. You know, what guy right now? Let me ask you this. This is going to sound crazy. You wouldn't do that for sweat, would you? Would you try and... If he keeps falling, hell yeah, I would. Would you think about that, Dane? I mean... He's got yeah. it. Well, I mean, okay. our friend Britt Brown is in the uh, in the war room right now. I mean, you're yeah. talking about it, trading up into the first? Yeah, that's right. You lose me because you have to trade next year uh, first. I, I know. I'm just, yeah, again, I'm trying to think. of You were asking for blue, blue stars. How stuff. much fun would that pass rush be, though? Yeah. Demarcus Lawrence, Robert Quinn, Montez Sweat. <laughs> throw Taco into the deal. Yeah, sure. He can get some snaps, too. <laughs> no, let's throw him into the deal to trade up. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, okay, so we, we Dane thinks it's either going to be a corner or a offensive tackle. We've talked about F- uh, Ford. We've talked about Taylor. Lillard, uh, Lillard, uh, Lillard, I say Little is also there, more of a second round guy. The commissioner's going to the podium. Let's see who, in fact, I, I, I'm thinking. 23rd, 2019 NFL Draft. The Houston Texans select Titus Howard, tackle, wow. Alabama State. <laughs> Alabama, that's got to be the first, first round pick in their history, right? I would, I would think so. I mean, I can't remember one offhand. Um, no, I, I love this guy from this. Earlier this year, loved him. Um, now he struggled some at uh, the Senior Bowl. He's former quarterback, moved to tight end. He basically got thrown in the fire. Uh, he was a backup tight end who they kind of worked out as an offensive tackle. Got thrown in there as a freshman. Started four years. Uh, so he's still developing. Still has a ways to go. But uh, Texas. I'll tell you what, just to give an example. Maybe Dane Bruegel and I don't know what the hell we're doing. I had him at eighty. Dane had him at seventy nine. In the top 100, and that's amazing to me when you start talking about guys like Ford, Taylor, Little. Those guys are all available at uh, at uh, those are offensive but, tackles that maybe. They, but hey, isn't this isn't that don't you don't have to feel bad until you've had a chance to watch how this all shakes out? But that's that was kind of the point. Is like after after the first 15 guys. Nobody agrees on any of this, and clearly right. not even in the first fifteen because freaking <laughs> Cleveland Farrell was the fourth overall pick. Yeah, nobody nobody agrees Maybe that about us that there were some guys that again. I mean, the surprise you, I that at, you, I had him at eighty, you had him at seventy nine, and I and I got all these tackles above him. You know, well, and I think you know it's not necessarily a surprise because he goes in the first. I mean, it is a surprise, but it's, I think it's more of a surprise that he went ahead of Cody Ford, went ahead yeah. of Jawan Taylor, went ahead yeah. of Greg Little. That didn't do a very good job. No, I mean it, it's it, it, it is really a, a surprise. I guess Jawan Taylor medicals, Cody Ford. They probably haven't graded as a guard. Yeah, and Greg Little. I, I don't. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I have a second round him. grade on right, him. Yeah, so yeah. They they like the upside of Howard. Interesting. Yeah, it really is interesting. Okay, this puts the Raiders. I love the Ra- on the clock, Eddie. Yeah, I was a player. Yeah, our guys. All right, now the Raiders. This will be interesting because Dane in pre-draft conversations, we thought the Raiders were going to take twenty four, twenty seven. And dance that thing up, you know. Right. But they they're going to stay there. They're going to make a pick. Well, they can Here. still. I mean, they got thirty five. They could they could do something crazy. Well, I, I mean, know. we'll see. Where, well, they can't go to. I mean, they've got picks back to back, so they're going to pick at twenty four and they're going to pick at twenty seven. Really let me down here. 
You think so? Yeah. Well, just in the sense, like they're not they're not being crazy. I mean, I guess it's crazy that they took Dane's sixth best pass rusher fourth overall, but I you know I wanted Kyler Murray and Hollywood could be Hollywood Brown. Yeah, that part's not out of the question. If if Mr. Davis was still alive, we, they would be Hollywood Brown would be on this team. Pair him with his cousin. Yeah, exactly. Again, we're looking into the uh, war room at the Ford Center. If you're following along Ooh. with us, again, we just thank everybody. Go ahead, Dave. I'm well, sorry. No, no, no. I'm no. Thank, thank everybody. Yeah, I was going to thank everybody for joining us here on the first night of the draft. Again, we thank all the folks around the United States. But thank the folks that are overseas. That it's you know it's extremely late morning hours. I know you guys got to get up and get work going tomorrow, but we appreciate all the love you give the draft show that give Dane, Dave, myself, and Kent Garrison. We, we just really appreciate all you guys. Uh, again, the Raiders are on the point here. I mean, nobody in their right mind could have guessed that sweat would still be there, right? I hope John Gruden takes sweat here. This team needs pass rush desperately, yes. even with Farrell on the yes. roster, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sounds I, like something I would be why interested not, in doing. Why not go there? Again, this, if he's cleared medically, this is this we keep rushers who are good enough to start from the get. But it, it's just like them to probably take polite, you know, or somebody like that. Polite, that would be a surprise. Polite, Collier, somebody like that. You know, nothing against Collier, but I mean, it was sweat there. The. You know, there's teams that clearly have him uh, cleared, but teams that don't have him cleared. If you look at the the edge rushers are gone. We expected Bosa and Allen to be gone. But, you know, and Dane had Burns. I didn't. Farrell was a lot higher than I thought he would go. Gary kind of had, you know, you know, with some questions there. So I, I just don't know how you can – I just don't uh, not take a look at Sweat here, especially if you're a team that needs – a, a defensive end, a edge rusher to make that happen. Josh Jacobs still around, first running back off the board. Well, they're going to yeah, Dave. If you talk about the Raiders, so would you, Marshawn would you, Lynch, Marshawn is Lynch is retiring. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, John Mayock, he goes down to Alabama and he just kind of sucks all that up. That, you know, I mean, I'm I'm looking. Is that is that not something you can get at 27? Well, I think yeah. I mean, I what Jacobs? Josh Jacobs, Jacobs yeah. yeah, absolutely could. Yeah. Uh, who's picking at twenty five? The Ravens who have been connected to Jacobs. So yeah. I just, interesting spot because it's too like more. You know, who's the Colts going to take at twenty six? Dan, you usually have a good feel for the Colts. Do you have an idea? I mean, I know we're on with the Raiders, but uh, I thought Jeffrey Simmons. That was kind of where he was going to land. Sure, that was the furthest he would fall. Right. Um, What's Chris Ballard gonna do? Yeah, this is your buddy right there, Chris Mont- Ballard. Montez you, Sweat. If, if, if they cleared a Montez Ballard pick right there, that would sure. be a great Chris Ballard pick. Okay, Raiders pick is in. We're waiting for the commissioner to go to the podium. I, I didn't talk about the, uh, the again war room cam. Uh, just a really a kind of a quiet night right now uh, for uh, the Cowboys. Uh, they're just very intently watching this draft come to them. Uh, you know, being involved, uh, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones are not in the room right now. Uh, you think, never know. Uh, I think Stephen is. Is he? Is he? Sit, is he? Oh, he's flipped he's, back in his chair. Okay, yeah, he's away from the he's table. Away from his Jerry, table. Jones, Jerry Jones is not. Jerry in Jones there. is not there. Uh, 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 Jerry Junior is there. Jerry Jones Junior is there. So yeah, they're just kind of kind of watching this thing roll. Get back into this. Uh, maybe you know we would see something there, but again, they're, now they've gone all, away from that. The Raiders pick has been in for a while. We're just still waiting for it. Uh, we'd like to see them because we're kind of fans of the Raiders. We'd like to see them take sweat. You know, how about offensive linemen wouldn't be a concern? One of those guys. Oh, they've got uh, your boy. They got your boy Miller, Colton Miller. Colton uh, Miller. Okay. <laughs> 
Whoever they whoever they were going to take at twenty four is probably better than Colton Miller. Well, they have Miller, and they just they spent a lot of money on what's his name from New England, the left tackle. Okay, Trenton Brown. Trent Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. That's I, that's me not thinking. Here's the commissioner for the 2019 NFL Draft. The Oakland Raiders select Josh Jacobs. There it is. Running nope. back. There you go. It was. Too, it, it made too much sense. Do we know our Mayock or do we not know our Mayock? <laughs> yeah. Made way too much sense. Uh, it, like Jacobs is a top running back in this draft. Uh, a guy that loves his running back. Sure does. Wasn't afraid to take Cadillac Williams fifth nope. overall in 2005. Sure wasn't. Uh, Josh Jacobs is the first running back off the board. I, I think it makes sense. He's just tapping into his skill set. Versatile, can do everything you want on the football field. The fact that he's not worn down is a positive for me. I, I love the pick. Tread on the tires, they talk about this young That's man. It. Mike Mayock, he, nobody loves going to Alabama Pro Day more than than Mike Mayock. And I, I think that he eats about, that up. Well, yeah. no, Jason uh, Garrett doesn't go as No, often. no. Yeah. Uh, Garrett loves uh, him Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick loves going there, too. So, yeah, Josh Jacobs makes a whole lot of sense it makes for a, the Raiders right here. It makes a ton of sense. Get a ton of carries in college, so he's good to go. I, I mean, and again, for all I know, Sweat is off the Raiders board, but, like, I... You know, you can find a running back more easily than a, a game-changing pass rusher, can't you? Yeah, I, I, I so I feel like that this is kind of a deep draft when it comes to which and I like Josh Jacobs a lot, and I, I if I could do this for the Raiders, I would have taken Sweat here and then tried to grab Jacobs at twenty-seven. And maybe he's not there. That's the risk of the draft. Well, but let me tell you this: maybe you can find another again. Back. If if Dane is if Dane is right about this, if if Dane if he thinks like the Colts. Are going to grab sweat here, and that maybe they're thinking we'll grab Jacobs first and grab because it's like Dane says, stay ahead of the Ravens, and then turn around and maybe maybe they get an opportunity if Ballard doesn't take sweat at uh, at that twenty six, then you know they have an opportunity to to grab him here at uh, twenty seven, and they could. I just you know grab if they grab Jacobs and then sweat back to back. Then I'm, I'm then, in. Then, then great job. And I mean, and so honestly, it's funny, Brian. Well, how would y'all feel about this? Just, to, I mean, if they wind up with Farrell and Sweat, forget which order they were drafted in. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could, so you, maybe you could have had Farrell at twenty-seven and Sweat right. at four, or whatever. Right, let's let's do a little game here. We're at uh, again, the Josh Jacobs is the selection. Let's let me go through the really the last uh, three or four selections for you. Josh Jacobs went. University of Alabama went to Oakland. Titus Howard, the tackle from Alabama State, went to the Houston Texans. Andre Dillard, the tackle from Washington State, went to the Philadelphia Eagles by a trade. Uh, Darnell Savage, the safety from Maryland, went to Green Bay on another trade. Noah Fant, the Iowa tight end, went to Denver. That was a trade back for Denver with Pittsburgh. Jeffrey Simmons, a very talented defensive tackle from Mississippi State, goes to the Tennessee Titans. And at uh, at 18 overall, Garrett Bradbury, the Minnesota Vikings, the the uh, Baltimore Ravens are on the clock right now. Uh, Dane, any thought about what direction that the Ravens will go? And then when you after you get done, I want to play a little game though. We're getting close to where Dallas's pick would have been at 27, mm. and I want I want everybody to kind of look at their board too that they would have thought about. It, it appears to me that every one of those. Every one of those safeties that we've talked about, Rapp, Abram, Adderley, Gardner-Johnson, they're all on the board. Thornhill, all those guys are on the board right now for him at 27, if, in fact, they had that pick. Uh, real quick, with, uh, I think I gave him Hollywood Brown in my mock draft. That's still a possibility. 
I know they like Eric McCoy, the interior offensive lineman from A&M. Center, That's yes. a possibility. Can play guard, too, for right. them. Right, okay. Uh, can play either one. And so I think those two positions stand out. Montez Sweat, again, could this be the landing spot? They could use more pass rush help. Uh, most sense to me. It's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about your Cowboys question, Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, no, no problem. You know, I posed that question to Twitter this afternoon, and a lot of people made the really good point that without trading for Amari, you're probably picking – in much closer to the top of the draft, like between 12 and 18. That the team's not going to do as well, right? Not only that, but then at the same time, if you don't have Amari or if you don't do the trade, then it changes to wide receivers. So you're probably talking about guys that we're not even looking at. Like, yeah, we're not looking at Nikhil Harry. We're not looking at Hakeem Butler or DK Metcalf or AJ Brown, but they might be they, uh, me personally. Um, if this was all playing out the same way and Montez Sweat was there, that I don't care that Lawrence is here. I don't care about Robert Quinn. I'm just drafting him. Would you take one of these corners? I mean, we, no, we know I'd they would. They take wouldn't take. Sweat. They wouldn't. Yeah, but they wouldn't. I mean, I'm just. I'm just throwing it out there. Do those corners fit what they want here? Well, though? I know Greedy's tall. Yeah. Is maybe. He, maybe. Yeah, is he physical sin? enough to be Richard's guy? See, that's you got Rocky Sin too. That's true. Yeah, I kind of forget about him. I, I just find it interesting that we kind of thought, well, Dane, you didn't think that the safeties, you didn't think it was going to be multiple safeties. You thought maybe one safety, two safeties in this first round. Yeah, and really, we've had one, one DB on the board, right? Savage. That is that is true. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, so, no, you're right. That's Savage. Yeah. If a D, if a corner doesn't go here, it'll be the first time since 1974 that a corner doesn't go in the top 25. Which is crazy. Damn. Right. Which, and I don't expect a corner to go here. Um, but, yeah, these DBs. What do we talk about with these DBs? The wide receivers. The order is all over the place in terms of the, uh, the rankings, the consensus. There is no consensus. Different teams have different order. And that's why I think teams are willing to wait to get their DB until the second round. Same thing with receiver. Okay. The, the pick is in for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we'll see what direction they, in fact, go after the Ravens. Uh, it'll be the Indianapolis Colts at 126. Chris Ballard, we think one of the better young general managers in the league. Love the way that he drafts, the way he builds his teams. Uh, and then after that is the Oakland Raiders at 127. The Los Angeles Chargers at 128. And then the Seattle Seahawks at 129. If they don't, uh, that's a pick that they obtained from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, for uh, for their the tackle Frank Clark Frank Clark yes yeah, so. in a mythical world where the Cowboys have pick twenty seven you could talk me into drafting Cody Ford too as a future play wow you like that idea there Dane Cody Ford is there if you're in the, with the right tackle situation the way it is yeah I I gladly take it I don't know how much I, am I trading up for that no I no mean, no he's, at, he's at still here. I'm saying if, yeah, if the Cowboys had 27 yeah gotcha they, yeah yes I, I, I yeah sign me up I'd be okay with that I'd okay rather have Montez sweat though I agree well let's see what the Ravens do the commissioner is with the commissioner coming to the podium with the Ravens pick with the 25th pick in the 2019 NFL draft the Baltimore Ravens select Marquise Brown there it is there we go uh-huh. Good job, Dane Burglar. Once mm-hmm. again, I had him go to my block twenty-two, and heck, they get a chance to trade back three spots and still get them. So, good work by the Ravens. And I said he would be the first wide receiver drafted, oh. right? Am I? Am I? Anyway, we say we want to get past twenty-five. There you go. There you yeah. go. I don't think I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, I cheated on that one actually because Dane Burglar convinced me this morning. This with Philadelphia. Let's listen to the draft show. 
because Dane Berger will throw out every once in a while, get you kind of you know thinking, wait a minute, this guy's got too much speed, he's too explosive, you know, and and he is a. Uh, the 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 Ravens. I mean, you look at the the quarterback situation there with the Ravens, though, with Lamar Jackson, though. Man, you get him again throwing the football. Morgan, Morgan Wig, those guys, see what they can get him. But that this is just speed, speed, speed with this cat. But he makes plays. He makes plays all over the field. So you have to be happy about that. That guy, if you're a Baltimore Raven fan, I'm well, happy he's not in Philadelphia. And I think if you're Antonio Brown, uh, you know, bad blood with the Steelers, he's happy to see this. Have a chance to torment. Is the former team in the AFC North? Yeah, that's a, that's a really really good point. So okay, that was the very first wide receiver that was a bull prediction uh, by Brian Broadus. That means though he owes Dane Brugler a steak dinner because a lot of third got, person talking going on over there. It, it's that's what I do, Dave, in the draft. I thought Dane convinced me that that this kid would be the first wide receiver taken off the board. So, so. Dane, you said the Redskins would get Haskins. Mm-hmm. And Brian, you said that the just we'll ignore the trade up. We'll ignore the trade up. Yeah. I mean, you still you got the pick, right? Yeah. You yeah. said that Brown would be the first guy off the board. So just ignore that he said to the Eagles. So yeah. Drew Locke has got to be a Raider for me to hit mine. So I, don't, I tell you, but I, I like, feel I, good I like the bold move though. I like I, the bold I conversation. Just, I, there. I get caught up in what I want instead of what's actually going to happen. You know? Yeah. And do it all the time. Are, are you surprised though, Dane? And I said this earlier. Are you surprised that none of these corners have gone? Are you surprised no, by that? We are in the NFL passing league, and yeah, but don't you have to cover corners. somebody? Yeah, you don't have. You got to cover guys, right? Well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm a little surprised because it is a passing league, and you know, it's it is a surprise that none of these corners are off the board. But I think it speaks to this corner class. A lot of questions about all these guys: Byron, Greedy, Rockyson. We got movement, guys. Yeah, the Washington Red now they're coming up from the second round. Yeah, and they are not Montez like, Sweat. They are oof. Okay. The, okay. The Colts. They are deep in the second round, so they're coming up from pick forty-six. Okay. Let's see what this. Am tra- I? Is that right? Let's see what we got here on the trade. Let's see what we got. Second, here. a third. Let's see no. this. The Colts are sending twenty-six pick to the Redskins. The Redskins, in fact, are sending a second round. They're they're giving them they're, the choice they're giving is selection forty-six and a twenty-twenty second round and a twenty-twenty second round pick. I exactly right. Chris Do- Ballard. Getting some more picks. Um, that's that's a point. No. Thank you. At some point, can someone do the math on that? That's a that's getting killed, isn't it? That well, is, it's hard with future picks to do the math. Well, but you know? yeah, a second round pick is like saying it's a third round pick. I mean, if you think of it, it's a, you think got to think about a round less, right? Is what you have to do there. So at some point, just take a good player. I mean, that's a twenty for potential. For a, like, this is for Montez Sweat. This is a fleecing for. For, for the for the Redskins, for the Redskins, yeah, you are ripping. I think, and I think the world of Chris Ballard. So, right. like, I, I, I'm shocked and hesitant to say this. Who else but, would you go up and get? But just trying to think out loud. Um, I, I mean, unless, unless they felt good about Jawan Taylor, he's got a knee, uh, but maybe they felt okay with him. Um, you got Jawan Taylor. You got Montez Sweat. They don't need a quarterback. Cody Ford, Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams. Rock you tra- in. Are you trading up for one of these corners? No. Oh, it well, has to be sweat. And I think that makes too much sense. As long as, again, it's, Does, it's the hard issue. Have Has Washington changed their scheme? Are they still a 3-4? Can mm-hmm. sweat do 3-4 things? I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I would, the type of athlete that he is, absolutely. This so, is... This is 
in like yeah, three quarters game here. This is such a massive win for Washington if they are getting. I mean, I a guy that I think is one of the ten best prospects in this draft at pick twenty six, and they're only giving up next year's second. I yeah. thought I thought they were giving up next year's first. Yeah, I was kind of thinking for a twenty port for a twenty spot. Haskins, and then give up the future first to go back in. But yeah, Montez Sweater, Juwan Taylor, I, I, the injury guys. Is the draft cam is not on? No. But if that is the pick, Jerry Jones is just going to have to be seething that it was Daniel Snyder. If you're telling me that you could have gone from from. Now maybe you couldn't have gotten the Colts to to go all the way to forty six. I mean, I mean or, or you could have gotten to. It's another twelve spots. But, but they, man, they, that they is had just, to kick, you had to kick something in. That is just not a steep price. That is not a steep price no. to pay for no. something. If we do the math, if you kicked in like this year's three ninety, and then give them next year's two. See, that's still that's still steep because then you get Montez Sweat, and then you don't pick again until Saturday. But yeah, but which does Washington I mean, we've, have? We've talked pick? about. It. We need to do the math on this one because, like I say, it, it's a it's a twenty point drop, and I'm too locked in doing this. Uh, let me think. Okay, that, this okay. is this is twenty six is worth. Okay, let's do it real quick, Dave. Twenty six is worth seven hundred points. Yep. Okay, forty six is worth four forty. Yep. So, so that's a two hundred. Pick sixty six in the top of the third round. That's the points right there. Right. So they're not I mean, I I that's a totally fair price to pay. Yeah. That's a that I'll do that in my sleep. Yeah. yeah. And Washington still has Yeah. They've got pick ninety six, so they're still gonna have stuff to do on Friday. Yeah, they Oof. will. Okay. But we Oof. think we think this pick is sweat though. Do you, do we all agree on that? Yeah, I mean, you don't you make a move like that to get an impact player, and what does it feel about Taylor's knee, Montez Sweat? And again, with Montez Sweat, it's not just I mean, he has some character stuff in his background too, so you have to account for that. It's interesting. It's an interesting fit. Yeah, I, I, I if can it, typically you can typically count on Twitter to leak these picks to you, but I don't see anything yet. Nothing, nothing being leaked. I just don't think that was a, a big price. To have to to pay no no to go make a move to get back in the first round it's not at all and now they they've got him on a fifth year five year contract too sure oh yeah they they're not showing the war room right oh, now that boy. would that would be something that you know, yeah they're just making Washington get get the second round uh, the Colts get a second round pick which is forty six and then a twenty twenty second round pick. So maybe the Colts feel like though that that 2020 pick is going to be, you know, if the if the Redskins don't do well, that maybe that's a, a, a you know a higher second round pick that, was, uh, that pick was made. So I mean, or that pick was was traded for that. Okay, here's the commissioner, the Redskins pick. Here we go. Teammate is the Indianapolis Colts have traded the 26 pick to the Washington Redskins, and with the 26 pick. In the 2019 Montez Sweat, linebacker, Mississippi wow. State. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, good call right there. Dane, you want to give us a little scouting report on Montez Sweat? Long, lean, uh, gets after the quarterback. A guy that double-digit sacks the last two years in the SEC. 
there were some character concerns in terms of said nice things about him, but still, those character concerns are there. And then the heart issue was flagged at the Combine. Enlarged heart, uh, some teams okay with it, some teams not. Obviously, uh, the Redskins were okay, and he probably goes 15 if Haskins is off the board. Right. But here he is, available late first round, and if you're second, okay, it's an impact pass rusher, I like it. That's yeah. a smart move by them. David Helmy, you have anything to add to that? I'm, I'm, I'm in shock that that's all it took to get that high. And that Washington added your seventh best player to yeah. the defensive front that already has Kerrigan, Allen, and Payne. Which, like, I mean, he's not. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's good part of rotational he's a player. Good yeah. player. Look at the, the Giants had the sixth and seventeenth picks. The Redskins had the fifteenth and what twenty sixth picks. Right. Which two players would you rather? Which pair? There's no question. I feel better about the Redskins exactly. than I do the Giants. That did Redskins. You know, and I'm hearing like you know this, this the, all these words describing you know all these teams don't know what they're doing and all this and that and the other and the, look at the Redskins oh Daniel Snyder he's taking over the first round hey, they got two quality players in the, out of that and out of that whole thing so if you Redskins Daniel's right Redskins get better you know we'll see about the Giants but I feel better about the two players that they got uh, then again uh, but I also want again I, I've talked about this. As well, if you want to do a little bit more research on the heart condition of Montez Sweat, uh, you know, I, I don't by that. he does have something called, again, you can look up the, it's H-O-C-M. There's really a medical terms for it. I'm sure you can Google that. And it has to do with the measurement of the heart. He happens to be in the bottom quarter of that. So uh, they, they call it, it's very similar to what Hurst had from uh, not as severe. So if you're interested, if you're a Redskin fan and you want to look it up, uh, obviously some teams had him off the board. The Redskins felt like that they could make a get back in the round and then take a player that is I, I, I nobody I thought had a better senior. He had a great senior year. What did he do? Go the he went to the senior pile and blew that thing up. You know, the only thing holding him back was the the heart condition. Oh, if so, that I mean, stuff yeah. doesn't come out, you yeah. can't convince me he's yeah. not a top ten. Pick. Absolutely, That's, absolutely. I'm, you know, every, this happens every year. A couple things happen every year that take you two or three picks to get over. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's what's happening for me right now. Um, like Daniel Snyder, I I doubt he was thinking about Jerry Jones when he did it, but you know, people were like. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for Jerry to get wild and, yeah. and jump up there? And to be fair, it's a, it's a whole 12 spots. That's a lot of draft capital. But yeah. the Redskins just jumped 20 spots back in the first, and they made it. Drop that far. So what? Why doesn't Matt Eberflus want a badass pass rusher? Uh, I <laughs> well, it's not Matt Eberflus's call, but like, yeah, but, just, but, but you at know, some but, point, should we, we just draft to, a good player? But we were talking about safeties there too, weren't we, Dane? A little bit, weren't we talking about safeties? Yeah, we were talking about Abram as a possibility. So, Raiders pick in. This is the pick that originally was owned by the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so they're they're discussing it right now. I don't. Yeah, this is the Cowboys pick. I, yeah, we need to focus on it. But the Colts, yeah. like, what did the Colts get out of that? They have pick forty six, and then next year they'll get a pick from a. I mean, they have because they had they pick really early in the second round. Yeah, so I think they felt confident that you know who they're going to get a forty six is not a big difference from well, you know who well, they're getting there in the late first. Okay, here's the commissioner. He's going to the podium now. Uh, this 
We'll see what happens here. I think he's making his way. Here he comes. He's bringing, nope, maybe not. I thought he was bringing some folks with him. Oakland Raiders going to make this pick. 127. With the 27th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Jonathan Abram. There you go, Raiders. Jonathan Abram. The hits keep coming, man. Late in the, late Which in the, we late knew, in the round. We knew Jonathan Abram wasn't going to be a cowboy, but this, sure. this is a guy that they absolutely covet. Thumper. Uh, high character guy. I know for a fact Jason Garrett is enamored with this guy. Sure. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's saying, well, not that culture, but he, he's one of those super accountable team leaders. He's going to make your locker room better. Uh, down safety, which is what they keep saying they're looking for. Yeah. I think this, they would be making this pick at 27 if they were, if they owned this pick. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I think I, he can't the, uh, the head coach and the staff and all that, but he impressed Lindsey Draper. She was talking about this morning on the show. He came in, uh, the turtleneck, the jacket, you know, all that. Very confident football player. Uh, if you're the Oakland Raiders, I mean, I've given the that's that's kind of like I say that's our football player there with uh, and that will be the second second safety that is uh, taken off the board. So you have Savage, who uh, went earlier uh, to the Green Bay Packers at uh, 121, and then Jonathan Abram goes to the Raiders. Game that leaves uh, Adderley, who we kind of thought might be a potential bottom of the first round guy. Maybe this might be a little run now, Dane. You think on uh, this uh, on the safeties? We have the Chargers uh, here, Seattle here, and then uh, so it's Seattle at twenty nine and thirty. Do we see Drew Lock coming off the board tonight? Do we see a team maybe trading back up into the first to get that fifth year option? Is that possible? Could I, the Patriots take him at thirty-two? Yeah, but see, that, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's 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 a that's a really good call right there. I don't think teams are willing to make their option. You, know, you have to really the, the Colt the Colts clearly didn't care. But you know, I, if you're going to get me to come out of that out of that pick, I'm going to have to have something pretty significant to do that to give up that fifth year option. So. Uh, again, the Chargers, we're going to go Chargers at 29 and 30, and then the Rams at 31. Let me reset for you what we've had so far, if you're listening and you're just, uh, just now joining us. Jonathan Abram, the safety from Mississippi State, goes to the Raiders. Montez Sweat, another Mississippi State player, goes to the Washington Redskins. By the way, guys, they listed him as a linebacker. <laughs> Uh, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, uh, wide receiver from Oklahoma, goes to the Baltimore Ravens at 125. At 124, the uh, Raiders take the very talented Alabama running back Josh Jacobs. Uh, Titus Howard, a little bit of a surprise. The tackle for Alabama State goes to the Houston Texans with the tackle from Washington State goes to the Philadelphia Eagles on a trade-up. And as I mentioned, Darnell Savage, the safety from Maryland, goes to Green Bay. Noah Fant, the tight end from Iowa, goes to the Denver Broncos at 120. So that leaves, uh, the, again, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Can I share a stat that I really love? Uh, you absolutely may. You know, I have, a, I have a soft spot in my heart for Mississippi State 
Um, you did. You went down there and spent some time with Went down folks. there. Uh, Dak Prescott and his fan base helped Kent Garrison and myself win an Emmy. So check this out. Players taken off the board. Nope. Who else has three? Mississippi State. The Mississippi State Bulldogs. Yeah, that'd be Jeffrey Simmons. Little Lowell State. Yeah. Starkville. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Simmons at Tennessee at 119. Uh, then it's a back-to-backs. It's the Washington Redskins at 126 with Montez Sweat. And then the Oakland Raiders. You're not surprised. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, any thoughts, Dane, about the Chargers and maybe what direction they might go here? Adderley would make sense, that free safety that they uh, yeah, could maybe use. The, maybe the run of the safeties. You might be right about that. Right. Um, they could use uh, offensive line help. Uh, Caleb McGarry. Uh, Caleb McGarry is the name uh, on the forefront because I, I think medical condition there as well yeah. heart procedure in 14 and 15 right and that's been well documented that's yeah. something that you know wasn't breaking news like we knew about that and hopefully he's good to go I mean he's you know it's not something that I think teams are too worried about um, but option here um, these last few picks are we going to see any more receivers off the board Seattle will be interesting yeah uh, we know they could go receiver Paris Campbell AJ Brown AJ um, Brown, yeah, you were talking about him. So receivers will be interesting. And then I come back to Drew Locke. Could, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of liking what you're saying here. I really am. I just don't want Philip Rivers to keep playing. Rivers is good for the game. He is. They're, they're going to have to make a decision here about this quarterback here pretty soon, right? And if Locke, you know, a lot of people like Locke. I mean, I, I, I tell you what, he's, he's, he, you know, he's. I had Greer over him, but I, I think that you know, with there's things. Another shout out to my man Kent Garrison. Obviously, yeah. the Cowboys didn't make a pick, but Kent made a really great spoof video where they quote unquote picked Amari Cooper at twenty seven. It's on Twitter. I highly recommend you check it out. It's pretty funny. Well, yeah, Kent Garrison does a Thanks, lot of great work. I'm going to remind you about what we got going on the crawl on the bottom. Uh, that's at the uh, at the hashtag Cowboy Draft. I'm seeing a lot of uh, comments. Uh, this one of, says, who do you think falls to them, at, knowing what we know now? Yeah. Uh, who, the question. Who, who, at the end of the day, has anything really changed for the Cowboys? I mean, we didn't expect to fall as far as it, you know, Savage was surprising. Titus but, Howard. Right, right. But has anything drastically changed for the landscape of the Not Cowboys yet. pick? Not I think yet. Everyone that's been picked is somebody we expected to be picked. Right. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I, I shouldn't say but I didn't have I didn't have Titus Howard. I had him as a third round guy. Farrell, I had as a second round guy. I Farrell, I but had not as that a, high. I didn't have yeah. him as a. I didn't have him going where he went. Savage is my 50, number fifty eight overall player. All right, Kent Commissioner's standing at that podium for you. With the twenty eighth pick in the two thousand nineteen NFL Draft. Notre Dame. Jerry Tillery. Interesting name. Yes, interesting because <laughs> I think uh, as a talent, he's arguably a top 15 talent in this right. class. Uh, I just have to be comfortable with uh, the person. And really, with Montez Sweat, with a couple of the other guys just talking about their comfort level. Jerry Tillery's no different um, in terms of comfort. I mean, different. He's uh, you know teams are worried about him for different reasons. Sure, but I th- you watch the Stanford game, it's hard not to get excited about. Yeah, him. no, you're right about that. The, the tape, good. I really, really do. The the thing about again, you started scaring me with all the 
off the field stuff, Dane. Well, there's a reason we're talking about him now. As I mean, pick think, what twenty eight yeah, yeah. and not fifteen or yeah. you know. But this guy's got some initial quickness off the snap for his height. You know, six point powerful guy. Extends on the blocker, chasing down the line of scrimmage. You know, I I I don't think he's ever going to have huge sack numbers, but I have the feeling he's going to have the ability to push the pocket a little bit. That's kind of how I see Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame uh, playing uh, in, in the National Football League. Again, Dave, was, uh, did you were you surprised they didn't take quarterback there? Were you, can you humor me there? And I was trying to get him to take a quarterback. It, uh, I don't know. Like I know, you know, it. it you can't. What's the over and under on these quarterbacks? So we we it was Vegas line three and a half. Yeah. Oh, wait, they don't have that pick. Yeah. Damn, that it. Pick. Damn it. This is Seattle going back-to-back here. 29 and 30 are going to be Seattle's pick. Rams at 31, and then the Patriots are going to end the first round at 32. Basically, do the Patriots take Drew Locke, or do we have a team that trades up into the back half? Are the Patriots willing to get rid of their fifth-year option if somebody gives them a sweet deal? I don't think the fifth-year option is as big of a deal, to be okay. honest. If you're getting, I mean, if you're getting decent return on value, I mean, yeah. not you know, obviously the Colts. Uh, obviously the Colts. You, you probably scout with the Colts. You surprised by that drop? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's definitely surprising. I think it just goes to show that. Once we get past the top fifteen, top twenty picks, they're just these guys are jumbled together, and they the Colts must not have felt strongly about any of their options because, yeah, I mean, if you're the Redskins, how do you even start with that offense? Somebody tweeted me and was like, "Well, sometimes it pays to just call and ask, <laughs> right? Because right. yeah. yeah. that's insane." Like, yeah. I imagine you were shocked. I, am, I mean, you you I, were shocked because you thought that Dallas could have jumped back in doing that, who, right? No, well, not no, I don't maybe wanna, not from fifty eight. I mean, again, that's another okay, twelve but, but, spots. But go three, go two, eight ninety, and yeah. next year's two might yeah. have done it. Yeah. But again, then you're done. I mean, then you got no more picks until Saturday. Where, yeah. like I said, the beauty of Washington's trade is they still pick twice tomorrow. Yeah, they're still even having gotten rid of their second. They've got two picks tomorrow. Where if the Cowboys do that deal, well, whoever made that call for Washington had to have been shocked. I, yeah, Bruce Allen, the pretty girl across the room. Yeah. yeah, she might shoot, say yes. Shooter, shoot exactly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The Scott, thing, Scotty Campbell might have made that call, the, the player personnel guy there. I'm glad I don't have to make these decisions, but try to try to make your team better for Phillip Rivers. Like, you had a pretty damn good team last year to help Phillip Rivers. I mean, he's got two, Moving three years left. Moving into a new left. stadium after next year, too, you know, but, that kind of thing. The, 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 I know. Future just, but, problems. But just future. help, yeah, help, help. You know help. what would help the Chargers if they won a Super Bowl? And so, make them better. Okay, as we as we speak right now, the Seattle Seahawks they're back to back here. They're gonna again. They're gonna go. They're gonna go twenty nine. This is a pick they got from Kansas City for the Frank Clark trade. Am I right about that, David Hellman? It sure is. Okay, so this pick initially belonged to Kansas City, and now to Seattle. So Cody Ford's still on the board, right? Yeah, that's surprising. Juwan yeah. Taylor too. Juwan Taylor, I get because yeah. he, he has a knee. Uh, yeah. the, his knee was flagged by a lot of teams. Cody Ford, I haven't heard any injury stuff, medical stuff. Right. So, I don't know. I, I really liked him. Based on my 
available then for some of these teams? Can you kind of go through that and, and, and give me an idea of some of your best available guys? Juwan Taylor and Cody Ford at the top. Uh, obviously, again, Taylor because of the knee. Byron Murphy and Greedy Williams next. Uh, yeah. Top two corners on my board. Yeah. Nasir Adderley from Delaware. Uh, and then we start talking about the receivers. From uh, Texas A&M, who could come off the board here in a few picks. And then Drew Locke. So... Some names that some, could some see people, here. There's some people that are doing some wagering that are hoping for Drew Locke to go at one point in time here, huh? <laughs> the over on three and a half quarterbacks? The over, the over and under on three and a half quarterbacks. Is I, just, I'm hoping we get an answer. John Snyder, if you're, if you're, well, the NFL Network is showing uh, my old intern, John Snyder, is leaning over the table on the phone. So Is he wearing a championship wrestling belt? He, he it's my should. my favorite when he, he does should. that. He does. When he takes off his shirt and... The, <laughs> <laughs> That's John. He's a mess. Anyway, okay. Anyway, jumping them or anything like that. So, hopefully, we'll get them to to make those picks, and then again, that will carry us. Uh, that will carry us down to the uh, the two teams that participate in the Super Bowl. That would be the Los Angeles Rams at thirty one, and then the New England Patriots, the Super Bowl champions at night. Yeah, but I, I, there's been some some of those wow picks. It's there's been, been a couple of wow picks for me. It's been weird in its own way. Maybe we overhyped it. Oh, I, I'm, on a, I'm a hype machine. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm on a hype machine. This stuff, but yeah, I, I thought we would see. I thought we'd see that the, the Raiders. You know, they they kind of you know, trade up was Pittsburgh. Uh, Dane called that one. This was all about Devin Bush, uh, him going up. So. Yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow will be a little bit of a different story. Maybe tomorrow we'll wake up and they'll start talking about oh they traded, you know uh, Josh Rosen got traded. Pretty reliable for Friday morning. Yeah, Jason Witten retired Friday morning of last year's draft. Right. So yeah, who knows? Well, we're again we're still the the Seahawks. They're at twenty nine and thirty. I keep talking about that. They're gonna John's probably gonna take his full time here and then just go this thing back to back. Think they try to trade back one of these one of these two picks? Well, get more picks. Yeah, he could try and trade back. It, 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 maybe somebody wants to come up, like you said, Dane. You kind of floated the idea about somebody coming for a quarterback. You didn't feel like the fifth year option. I know he traded back in the draft one year with uh, Zane. A Fetty, Jermaine Fetty. Yeah, he traded back in the John traded back in the round to get a Fetty and get that fifth year option. So maybe he's trying to work with another team to, you know, and I, I if, if, and I, 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 I respect, I respect, in? no, no, I, uh, I respect what you said. I'm one of those guys that I, I think it's, look what it's done for, it's bottom another year with Ezekiel Elliott. You know, it's, 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 well, it's, it's big. I think it's a big difference. Bigger money. I mean, the big difference when you're talking about a top 10 player or like, you know, yeah. that, that, there's a little bit of difference there. I, Paris Campbell, another, you know, uh, in Seattle. That's what we need to think about right now here. Let's let's talk about the Seattle. Everybody pull out their their trusty notebooks here and let's 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 try and figure this thing out for the Seahawks at back to back and what they've got. Uh Nikhil Harry, yeah, Paris visit, Campbell. Yeah, Harry, yeah. Uh Chauncey Gardner John. That'd be a great thrill for him. They did visit they did visit Savage. They they had uh, they brought in Thornhill as well. So how about L J Collier? Yeah, L J Collier. That's that's a name. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, on trusted tape this morning, Jeff and I put him in the first round in our mock draft. So did you? Uh, 
Yeah, we're still waiting what's, on... I, this, what, what's going on? I mean, there's either a trade or a pick needs to be in because the clock ran out. Well, he's got back-to-back, so he's not having to worry about anybody jumping him or anything like That's that. That's true. So he well, can then sit... start the clock on pick 30, then. Well, he's... he's... I mean, come on. <laughs> they probably have. We've got to finish this thing out strong, David. You know how it goes. Yeah, you're right. You work out, take a sip of water. We'll be all right. <laughs> right, Dane? Yeah. You a little tough about this right now? But, yeah, I, I, the, I, let me ask you this, though. We didn't think – we thought there would be some chaos up there in the, in the draft, though. Oh, right, well, we've had, we've had seven. Seven trades. Am I – yeah. Pitts, well, no, Pittsburgh and Denver. Mm-hmm. Yep. Green, Green Bay and Seattle, two. Baltimore, Baltimore and Philly, Washington. So four. I'm sorry, seven. I can't count. Close. Four. And there's still room for one more, but okay. it sounds like we're going to – Here's, I agree. here's what's uh, that Seattle is the holdup. I'm getting some good information from Kent Garrison, produced on the fly. Seattle is, is is taking calls on lock right now. So good information from Kent Garrison there, and uh, we appreciate all the help See if that anybody we get right now. Dane was talking about that. Could somebody be trading back in to this draft? If you're if you're taking if you're going to trade out, it I think it has to be for that quarterback, right? When that when that yeah. makes make the most sense. Absolutely. So again, we appreciate uh, who's coming up to get him. That's something we got to figure out. Okay, let's look at the back of the. You know, let's look at somebody in the second round that might be that might be interested. You got okay. This is going to sound crazy, but you got Oakland at thirty five. Who do they want? Well, that's what I'm saying. Could they go for lock here? Could awesome. Oakland be? The, could Oakland be okay? The picks in. You got Buffalo, uh, or excuse me, Denver yeah. at forty one. We talked about right? Yeah. He's one of the defensive ends. Yep. Is there any other defensive ends that we really, really like in this thing? We talked about Polite, not with this particular, but he's a defensive end. Collier, maybe they didn't get what they wanted with the, again, we appreciate the the insight in the war room there at Seattle, but maybe Me. Okay, Me. no, no, I'm just saying. I said his name instead of mine. No, that's that's kind of a, that's kind of a John, that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, they, they, they lost you know they traded away, you know Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. So that's they they like doing that stuff too. They yeah. drafted Clark. Yeah. There was another one too. I mean they. I mean pass rush. As much credit as the Legion of Boom gets, their pass rush during that era was pretty fantastic what? as well. So okay, so here we go. I'm getting some information now. Seattle's going to make the pick, and then the Giants. So, um, no. So the Giants at thirty-seven. Let's see if, the, if, in fact, there is a trade that we can we can talk about. Okay, here's the Giants. Your bets and go with quarterbacks. Here's the Giants. Okay, the Giants are coming from tw- they're coming from thirty-seven, right? They're going to they're going to Seattle's pick. The C- the Giants have given Seattle the one goes to uh, Seattle. I could switch my pages fast enough to Seattle. They also get uh, one forty-two. That's another uh, pick that the uh, 49, that originally was the 49ers pick. So 142 is the 30th overall pick. Seattle gives the Giants the 30th overall pick. The, uh, Seattle falls to 37. They get 37, 132, and 142 in this draft. So let's see. Seattle was going to make a pick at 29, and now the pick Giants here. 
all that seriously. I that's a lot. You want to you want to hear it again? So it's thirty seven, one thirty two, and one forty two. Right. Cool. So yeah, I got it. Yep. Um. So that's mid. Need the calculator oh, there? No, no, no. That's late fourth round and early. I, I, I know. With the 29th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select L.J. Collier. Okay. Yeah, Good job, David Hellman. Yep. Good job of picking that one up. Okay. So now that's that's the the. You know, I, when you watch him on tape, initially you don't get wowed, but the more you watch him, he just grows on you because uh, he he plays with some flexibility. He has heavy hands. He'll go through you, uh, through blockers. Uh, I think he offers versatility as both a pass rusher and a run stopper. Kind of a one year wonder, only a one year. Okay, so and, and, you know, watching him, watching him rush, he's got some bend to him. Mm-hmm. He's got that ability to capture the edge. Okay, the Giants. Or uh, or now the giant selection is going to be in. You're not wasting any time. They're not wasting any time. And you make that trigger. Now the Giants own it. They the Giants. We talked about the trade. They they send Seattle drops to thirty seven. They get one thirty two and one forty two out of this uh, out of this trade. So here goes the commissioner, Kent Garrison. Take it away. Oh, they're using the pick they got for Clark. This New York Giants. 30th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select DeAndre Baker, defensive back. There you go. First corner off the board? Uh, Let me tell you about that first corner off the board. Absolutely, sir. By the way, DeAndre Baker, uh, the cornerback from Georgia. Dane, you want me to carry that one? What do you you got? Interesting on him. All right, let me... Get to him, Dave. You want to say anything about him? You watched him against uh, your guy. I want to hear Debo you. Samuel. Right? I want to hear you more than I want to hear. You me. You want to hear me more yeah. than? Okay. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you a lot. And on tape, he's a he's one of those guys that you know when you watch him play. I mean, I'm watching him walk up here, but man, on tape he looks physically bigger. He's got he's a long arm player. He's not afraid to mix it up with receivers. He has a feel for how to use that sideline to squeeze those receivers out of bounds. He's he's got the got some reactions to the football. I really like it when he drives on the football. He, when he sees it, he is friggin' going to go get it. And he keeps his eyes on the quarterback. He's quick-footed. I think he's a little bit of a bully the way he plays. So he'll fight through the trash to get to his man, reacts well on his own. He will corner that will be in, in the, you know, as these teams develop wide receivers – that's a DeAndre Baker you're going to have to deal with. Not to pick you or not to cut you off. Uh, we got another trade. So okay. We might actually hit the over. <laughs> uh, the Falcons are trading into spot 31. Okay. So let me check. Okay. Um, 31. And the Rams also sent them pick 203, which is a late sixth round pick. In exchange, the Falcons gave up 45, which is mid second. Uh-huh. And also pick 79. I mean, they're giving up their, their two big picks on they day two. They gave their third, you said? Yes. They gave up a second and a third. They gave up their second and a third. They gave up 45 and 79 in return for 31 and 203. Are Who the do pick- you like enough to do this deal for? Maybe 
Sin, Byron yeah. Murphy. I, I'm 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 liking everything. You said they need line help, right? Defensive line, yeah. They well, went offensive line, so they could use some defensive line. They did. Help. Well, they yeah. You're right. They did. Okay. Um, Guard. I was gonna Cody Ford. I mean, you know. Again, that's the first corner, uh, DeAndre Baker uh, from Georgia. He goes off the field. Uh, again, they're uh, reshowing the uh, trade, the Giants and Seahawks, 37, 132, and 142. Uh, the Seahawks get from the Giants, and we're talking about that. The first pick overall, they sent 203 along with the trade. Okay, for for the record, so the Falcons – the Falcons went from 45 to 31. There you go. How many spots is that? 14? 14. And they paid a much steeper price than, than what the UCF. Oh, here we go. thing to the podium. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams have traded the 31st pick to the Atlanta Falcons. With the 31st pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Caleb McGarry. Position right, just yeah. not the player. So they're just doing a little O line revamp right here, huh? Tackle guard, and Caleb McGarry is a guy that I don't know. I didn't necessarily see a first round pick. Uh, yeah, team. It seemed like NFL teams liked him a lot more than I did when I watched him. Oh, you can talk about that with me too. I had him in the fourth round. I wasn't a huge fan, but there are a lot of NFL teams that did like him. Well, McGarry, if you want to know too, he's got a heart condition, folks. He does. In a, in, four, in 2014 and 15, he had he had a condition that had to be fixed. So it looks like that it it with him. Thing that teams were looking at a little bit. I, I think that you know I look at uh, the the Falcons right there. Uh, you know Tom Dimitrov. Everybody's clapping. Everybody's happy about McGarry. And I'm just wondering about the the guys like Ford and Taylor. You talk about Taylor. You know with the knee instead of and what uh, Caleb McGarry, and, but he was one of those guys, Dan, you were talking about that won basically the blocker, the Pac-12 blocker of right. the year award. The Morris Trophy in the Morris Pac-12, Trophy, which yeah. is voted on by defensive linemen in the conference, and they chose Caleb McGarry over Andre Dillard and some other talented tackles. Okay, so the final pick in the first round, it would be the New England Patriots. Uh, they are on the clock. There's five minutes left in their pick. Uh Patriots, they're they're one of those unique teams. They they can kind of go anywhere. They really don't they can follow, do whatever the hell they, they want They don't to. follow anybody. They want. Maybe I think this could be a corner. I have a feeling that they're they're gonna pick. they're gonna look at one of these corners. I have a feeling. I mean, uh, I was hearing maybe offensive line help, and then cornerback were the two kind of needs that I was just, that I was. Uh, you with Can that it, one that how did you know that one wasn't on my sheet yeah and why is well, it on my th- sheet th- that's kind of one of those you know things but <laughs> the thing that the thing to me is you got to look at the yeah. guard yeah you got to look Guards, at potential corners. offensive linemen corners and those types of things so i think that you uh about the corners we talked about murphy we talked about greedy williams rocky sin Kind of a tough guy, right, Dane? Yep. I mean, wouldn't he get physical? Physical guy. I think he's the best corner in this class with his back to the ball. I wonder if they would go linebacker here. Mac Wilson, you know, Garrett. I mean, uh, Garrett. Um, <laughs> I called <laughs> Alabama. Mac Wilson, 
Justin? Is that uh, something that we need to to maybe think about there? I mean, how about bunting the corner from? Uh, did you did you mess up Garrett and Belichick because no, Bel- Belichick's the only guy that loves Alabama players more than Jason Garrett? Well, but I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He I, loves him some Alabama. I, I, that's dudes. what I'm saying. Pratt or Pratt? Pratt. I love Pratt. Man, it's one of my favorite guys in this draft. You, you should like him too. How about Adderley? I do well, like him. I just don't think you have to take him at 32. Okay, I, I'm, if you take him at 32, I'd be really happy about this. If we uh, we kind of look at uh, no chance they pull the uh, a lot of sense that they did this right now, you know. I mean, anything's possible with them, and I, like for some reason, well, yeah, the Chargers drafting a quarterback would bother me because like go try to win a Super Bowl. Patriots, it's like whatever you're going to be in the game anyway. <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. Cowboys do play the. See all that cotton, yeah. Now, okay, and enough a whole bunch of, of people. Enough from the of that, Louisiana man. Be mad at me. Yeah. So, but the, the Patriots, I, I, you know, when you think that you have a, a bead on what the Patriots are going to do, they really, you really don't. You're no. wrong. You really don't. You're wrong. And so, but I, I do. Maybe a, a cornerback were kind of the couple of uh, guys that uh, that we would maybe see there. Okay, as we kind of as the Patriots' time winds down. And we focus a little bit on tomorrow. I know we're going to have a chance to kind of, uh, uh, kind of take a peek at this one at the end of this. Again, the picks in the Cowboys were willing to kind of make a move up. We talked about maybe the draft would start for them Dude. at forty-one. I mean, you know, if if we can deal with the Colts, we can get wherever the hell we want to. I mean, <laughs> Colts are picking at Colts are picking at forty-six now, so you can yeah. jump up twelve. To picks, but going to look at their board they're going to re reevaluate where they're at uh i think they have to feel good that you know i've only got two safeties off that board that would be abram and savage both if in fact that's something a direction they want to go uh adderley's there there's Garner- guys, guys are gone and they're both guys that i don't think they're surprised to see leave abram abram and um and collier yeah so and I'm, you know, Jeffrey Simmons. We saw that coming. Maybe he was a guy they would have been interested in, but that's okay. Right. So, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Like I don't tomorrow. Okay. So the pay, here we go. The commissioner's walking this thing to the podium for the last pick of the first round. With the 32nd pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New England Patriots select Nikhil Harry. Interesting. You know what's funny too is uh, Harry, Arizona State guy, so you would assume he's got a relationship with the Cardinals. He said uh, yesterday, he was like, uh, the, "I'm not going past right. 30. He's like, "I'm not going past 33." So Patriots were like, "Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> good." Second round, and then I we had Harry in the top of the third. Is that kind of how you feel that, about about Harry? The scouting report on him. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that's not going to separate consistently, but he's comfortable with DBs on his hip. Uh, he's very physical, and I think his best position is probably as a inside to get the football. I didn't see a lot of quickness for the double moves and things like that, but, I mean, still, this guy, he, he, he'll he catch the ball inside. He can adjust the ball high over his head. He goes in traffic. He finds space. The quarterback doesn't always help him. 
good luck because we were in Seattle for that regular season game. And sure. they played up there at the uh, Washington's Husky Stadium. Husky Stadium. So, it was, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, the Arizona State's passing game is That's what I say. atrocious. You know, watching the tape on this guy, though, I kind of felt Again, go up there and play. Guy plays beyond the stick, so catch it on the move. Things tend to happen with the ball in his hand, so uh, uh, we'll see him and uh, how he adjusts in New England. So, okay, uh, we're nearing the top of the hour. Uh, I'm going to close this out. Cowboys will be involved, we think, <laughs> in picking players tomorrow. At, we, uh, we think. We think. We hope that they will be involved uh, picking players uh, tomorrow. So what do you think, again, just a little quick assessment of the first round and then what you maybe think is going to happen in the second round? Well, you kind of touched on it. Is right. And they didn't, they didn't lose anybody that you're shocked to see them lose. Um, and now, for me, it's just about looking at the teams in front of them, trying to identify, like, okay, who are your targets and who are your targeted players and where are the trouble spots um, even higher up the board um teams that need safeties teams that need defensive linemen like that's that's what you're gonna be on the lookout for and honestly i'm gonna spend tonight and tomorrow morning cross-checking needs with teams and say okay these are teams all through the corners i appreciate that i will do that Dane Brugler, the thoughts on the first round thoughts of what maybe we can have happen tomorrow in the second round well, Juwan Taylor's still out there. Interesting where he falls with that knee issue. Um, Cody Ford, surprising, he's still there. But it's going to be Sean Bunting, Justin Lane. Uh, a lot of these DBs are still available, really good players. Then a receiver, A.J. Brown, both Ole Miss players, DJ, uh, D.K. Metcalf, A.J. Brown. Uh, so I think we're going to see those three positions uh, kind of dominate the early half of that second round. Is that, do we, is that something that the Cowboys look at in a trade-up scenario. You know, I think as I look at this, the way it shakes out, you're, you're right. I've got Murphy left, Greedy Williams left, Yassin, all first-round players on my board, Bunting, Lane, and Jawan Williams. Okay, what if all those quarterbacks along the way, well, then if they're interested in uh, Adderley and Garter Johnson and Rapp and those guys, uh, Thornhill, you know, I think that kind of bodes well that you have a, a pretty pretty solid group of cornerbacks, six corners offensive There's a couple of quarterbacks that are left on that board. You know, the Cowboys might actually have somebody that gets to them that that, that they really really like a lot. Of the thirty visits, how many of them are gone? Abram, Collier, right? I think that's time. Yes, that's so far. That's it. So I'm. Um, they're right where you know. Did I think Collier would go in the first round? Not necessarily. Yeah. Right. Abram too. But yeah. I thought they'd be gone by fifty eight, and ultimately that's all that matters. Okay. So it's you know a reset. Like I said, pretty early tomorrow. You would imagine Byron Murphy and Greedy Williams will go pretty quickly tomorrow. Um, there's still quarterbacks, so yeah, the names kind of start to stack up. Right, so there's reason for confidence, but it's it, it's still going to be a long wait. Okay. Uh, 
stuff. The draft opens up tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central Time. That's when the uh, we'll start the second round. Uh, we'll be on television at 5 p.m. Central. We'll go from 5 to 5.30. We'll have your draft coverage starting the rounds 2. For Ed Hellman, Kent Garrison, I'm Brian Bross. Thank you to everybody that's been a part of this one tonight. Thank you to everybody out there across the country and around the world. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow for day two of the 2019 NFL Draft presented by Miller.